Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Wrestling News That Matters from people you want to hear it from. Deep from within the confines of the internet. Covering WWE like no one else and covering TNA because no one else will. You are listening to the best in the world, Ring Rust Radio! Goddamn wrestling radio show on Blog Talk Radio on the internet in the whole goddamn universe, folks. I am your host with the most Donald Wood. I'm looking fine and feeling fine, oh baby. I was called a handsome goblin today. That didn't happen. That didn't happen <laughs> what at all. What are you talking about? You were there. I, I called you a goblin. You said a you said a handsome goblin. I said no, that doesn't exist. Then you Google searched it and found, in fact, that does not exist. Yeah, the, I, we found that the one thing on the internet that truly does not exist. Yep, so it's uh, not an Urban Dictionary. Well, I went to Urban Dictionary and I put it in there. <laughs> I can't just let that go. But um, there's images for Handsome Goblin. And it's just me, right? No. Yeah. No, you're not on there. Okay. Steve Buscemi is. <laughs> okay, that is who I think of. Yeah, that is the perfect representation <laughs> of a handsome goblin. Uh, Mike Chiari, Brandon Galvin, they are other people. They are here as well. Brandon Galvin, you've got a schedule to talk about. Handsome Goblin on Twitter, by the way. I, I saw that, but it's not even at his at. It's just no, his fucking thing. I don't gotta, care. It's still something. You gotta be something. Handsome Goblin 69, that is what that means. <laughs> Create that. That could be your secret Adam Silver account. Okay, He's on. already got one of those. Yeah. Yeah. All right, on the show tonight, we're going to review Raw, SmackDown, and Extreme Rules, because there was a pay-per-view. We then have Smart say the darndest things, mm-hmm. because there was a pay-per-view. Yeah, it just, be, just it, they felt bad that we had to go through Extreme Rules, for the most part. <laughs> and they're like, nah, we're going to give you Smart say the darndest things. It's like the only upside now to talking pay-per-views. I don't know. Anyways. I, I thought Extreme Rules wasn't that bad. We'll talk about it. It was a pretty good show. Uh, we have Dirt Sheet Busters. Is there a lot? Is there a lot, Mike Curry? There's quite a bit. There's a lot of lies. Okay, okay. I won't lie. There's a lot. 
I feel like that's a lie in all honesty. That's a lie. <laughs> when you just say, I, I won't lie. If anyone who says, I won't lie, is lying. That's rule of thumb, kids. If someone I was tells using you my lying, they're lying. Alexa Bliss lying voice. Okay. So not you're good. You're so improved, Dana. So you're not good at it either. That's good. Go ahead. We then have Wednesday Wrestling Minutes, the main event of the show, because we will be talking about Lucha on the ground. Oh, I'm so happy to have it back. Hell yeah. What a match. What a match. We also have the season 16 fantasy updates, fan emails, and so much more. Mike Kiora, you're the other guy. Yeah. RingRustRadio.com, a great website. Donald Ooh. has a long track record of maintaining excellent websites. RingRustRadio.com, <laughs> no exception to that rule. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see interviews with legends of the business that we conducted, go there. First and foremost, Roman Reigns burying the fucking jobber that is Bray Wyatt on Raw once again. Absolutely nice. fantastic. Unbelievable. Also, Unbelievable. also, John Cena, AJ Styles, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Paul Heyman, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, Jim Ross, countless others. Find us on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Stitcher, Googs us on Google Play. Interact with us on Twitter at Ringrust Radio. And if you want to email us and be part of the show, send it to ringrustradio at yahoo.com. Also go to prowrestlingtees.com slash ringrustradio. That's where you get all of your Triple R merchandise, all kinds of amazing t-shirt designs. I've got a little bit of an issue with WWE right now. i got to tell you, they're cracking down on Pro Wrestling Tees saying, oh, oh, no parodies, no parodies of stuff that we have. And then what happens here? I'm fucking watching WWE, and I see a great Balls of Fire promo, and there's a flaming dick. There's a huge dick on it. <laughs> so they're trying they are trying to one-up the cut your dick with burn your dick, and I'm not okay with it. I, I draw a line somewhere. I, I draw a line. Hold on a minute. And it, we should be perfectly stops, fine passing And it off. stops at burning a dick. That's no. where it is. No. I, I, see, I don't think that it's burning the dick. I think it's a dick of yeah. fire. It's a dick on fire. No, it's not a like, dick on fire. It's a dick of fire. And I think there's a very clear distinction there. I think it's like Ghost Rider. The if you, if you, fiery, fiery dong. No, if you have, if you have the ghost, ghost Rider, that's the comic book character, right, with the flaming skull? Yes. Like, if he took his dong out, it so would it's, be it's a Nicholas flaming Cage's, dong. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's dong is what you're telling me. Yeah, but it would be of flames. No, wasn't like, it just his head on fire? No, well, I mean, because well, he had a jacket did on. Did you see his dick? Did you see? Yeah, did you see it? Were you looking? <laughs> Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Uh, okay, so uh, it could be agrees, the human uh, torch. I'll give you that. And Sasha Banks agrees. Looks like a dick. Sasha Banks literally went on record to say, "Yup, it looks like a dick." <laughs> yep. She totally melts me. The guy's like, hey, "What else like is it supposed to look like, though?" Sh- it's well, two mean, flaming balls of fire. Two balls. Right. Yeah. That's the logo. Like, what else would the logo be? Well, then there's fire going out. That. Then there's fire going out the other side. That's the ejaculation yeah. of fire. Okay, I don't think that's a choice word there, but I mean, I understand your, I mean, okay, whatever. Mike, here, what else? That's it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, guys, we got, uh, we have a guest this week, I'm very happy, uh, former friend of the show, we, we got him back, he decided to come back, I don't know why, but this week we have WWE superstar Austin Aries, talking about his new yeah. book, you guys pumped for that? Yes, I'm I'm one of our favorites. Freaking forearms. I'm right dancing. Now. You don't think nice. I'm turning. You don't think I'm turning. <laughs> Bob, I turn. I turn. <laughs> we got big things brewing, guys. You know, let's talk some WWE. Hit that music.
lot happened in the WWE this week, guys. Extreme Rules was Sunday. Uh, Raw was Monday. SmackDown was Tuesday. I even watched 205 Live and Talking Smack this week. I watched a lot I of wa- wrestling on I watched show. the main event. A lot. You watched main I event. I watched it all too. No, the main event of 205 Live. <laughs> oh. I don't think I, I don't think I was watching main event since like I 05. S- over s- here. No, no, it was on. Um, what was that channel? Ion. It was on. When it was on Ion, yes. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that was a while though. That was Undertaker yeah. was on it that one time. Yeah, good times when it was mm-hmm. Sheamus for CM Punk title versus title, the first episode. That's Speaking of true. CM Punk, he got fucking rolled by CT. Yep. Oh, that was two weeks ago, and he got eliminated last night. So not a good showing. Uh-huh. Yep. You know what he should do? He should come back like to wrestling. And a puzzle challenge, too. He's dumb so he's as fuck. Dumb. He gets punched in his head a lot. <laughs> I mean, yo, all I'm saying is solve this puzzle or you're dumb as fuck. Or say you're dumb as fuck, okay? And CM Punk's like, I'm dumb as fuck. I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> um, AJ's got the brains in that relationship. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about here. But author. Before- she she wrote something down. I can't say the same for him. WWE section is brought to you by Patreon.com. Get on there. Help support the show. Patreon.com slash Ring Rust Radio. Let's start with the 2017 WWE SummerSlam Brown Box Raffle. Bow, bow, bow. It's the Browns in the box. I don't get the quiet at the end. You come in so strong. Stay here loud at the end. Nope. No, it's just like Samoa Joe and Paul Heyman. You just gotta let him in. Yeah, Samoa Joe. Letting Samoa Joe... Come come hither and hear about the box. Okay, Mm. all I know is that Samoa Joe, doing what he did last night, is Samoa Joe I've always been asking for, and is already better heel than The Miz. Just for the record. Oh, Uh, he's not. He's, He's great. Well, he beat up a heel, so... It's uh, they they are ultimate tweeners. Uh, did you hear the pop for Paul Heyman? Come on, you can't call them pure heels. That's for dunk, dude. Is a little bit. Brandon Galvin since Mike Kiari just lost his privilege to select something from the brown box raffle. Uh, never can, had it. You can now choose between four, six, seven, eleven, and thirteen. Eleven. Eleven is a custom shirt from George Cruz, our buddy George Cruz. Oh, boy. He brought in a a Wrong Riv Regent shirt. (laughs) It's you won title match. It's got a title. It says Ring Rest Radio. It's got six Uh, stars on it. No coincidence. That certainly is a legendary shirt. It's a legendary shirt. Oh, you are a monster, dude. (laughs) But, yes, this is a -a one-of-a-kind shirt, except for there are probably about 25 of them out there. Um, But it's, it's a limited edition custom-made Ring Rest Radio shirt from our buddy George Cruz and his brother. Uh, at WrestleMania, they brought him down, and we have a couple left, and we're putting one in the box. I didn't one even in think the box. It. We should have ruined the value of it by signing it. No, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I'd like to encourage people to wear this in public, and then have to explain it to people as they're like, no, Some no, no. people it's... did. It really happened. It, I, I, I literally it. wear it out. Because no one cares about what's on your shirt, so no one's going to ask you. So they're just like, eh, it's a blue shirt. And you're like, yes, it is. Nobody, Nobody's looking at you anyways. Well, if they do, they immediately yeah, shield their eyes. You, they're like, Man. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so what's in the box, you asked? Not what's only is a custom shirt from George Cruz. A Mil Muertes signed poster. WWE Pez, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, action figures, Lucha comic books, New Day shirt via Dante Rodriguez, Impact Wrestling shirts, and Lucha Underground shirts. Guys, you want a complete new fucking wardrobe? Sign up for the box. It's 
true. It is really true. Uh, ring rust. And then you can wear the box. Ring rust. Yes, we, that's the saddest. If you wear the box as a shoe <laughs> because you lost one, <laughs> no, spend your money elsewhere. Go get a job. I don't know what to tell you. Or Retro, a baseball glove. Wear those pants. For those people who want to get the SpongeBob, it will be those, a good hat. For those people who want to get ahead on retro, here's a couple that are coming up. Always Sunny in Philadelphia's wrestling episode and No Mercy 2006. I looked up the card for it, and God, it's not good. Uh-oh. Yeah. Who, did that? That? Why, Who did that? Why that one? There's been so many great No Mercy cards. It's George Sparrows, and he's like, I knew Mikey and BG would hate this, so I cannot wait to make them Sounds live a hell. Sounds real. Live a hell. Live a hell, yes. Live a hell. Not just all of them, one of them. Uh, and also, the current era draft, for those who right. are ready to sign up, who want to be part of it, June 12th is the draft. June 14th is our card reveal, and June 21st, it is revealed that Donnie Wood fucking reigns it in, baby! Uh, and I will win. But that So you have to sign up, I'll say, by June 12th in the morning. But honestly, sign up as soon as possible, because Friday I'm going to be sending out the big board so people can start preparing. I'm going to be sending out more details about the draft, so the later you sign up, the, the more of a disadvantage you will have. So just letting you know. But you can sign up until June 12th, and then I can just take you down a peg or two. Uh, I'm yeah. so mad looking at this card. Why? Well, oh, oh, it's oh. Just- Mer- yeah. Mercy 2006. Yep. Yeah. Damien Sandow. Damien Sandow is under the radar, radar on this. Yes. Card. No. I I was very excited to see some of those names. Just not in very good positions or gimmicks, but it, they're they're definitely the guys. Yep. Those are the guys. Uh, so my, BG, you got anything else? Well, we do have our Austin Aries interview coming up, but our first access subscribers on Patreon have already heard that. I'm sure because we posted it earlier. Yeah. Tell them, BG. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Th- how do you do that? Patreon.com slash Radio. There are tons of ways to get involved with the show. If you like the show, there's there's coupons, there's discounts, there's ways to come on the show, there's ways to be part of fantasy drafts, there's ways to contribute, to steer the ship yourself. And you know what? We love you, you the fans. So please be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Radio. But guys, let's talk about Extreme Rules. Uh, it was Sunday. And that's where I'll start with that. Mike Chiari, just thoughts overall, favorite moment, grade, and go from there. Uh, actually, I thought it was a good card overall. I thought there was a lot of, of fairly entertaining matches. and uh, uh, But I will say that the thing that kind of bothered me was just maybe half the matches, the rules just didn't really make sense uh, at all to me. And I think that that took away overall from, from the card. I'd give it a grade of, of 7 out of 10 overall just from the match quality perspective. Uh if I'm giving an emoji, it's that one where it's got its its, its fingers on its chin and it's puzzled oh my because God. I'm puzzled. I'm very perplexed by some of the rules in these matches. And we went in thinking, like, are they going to fuck this up? One one thing they didn't fuck up is there was no tags in the cage yeah, match. Yeah, I gave so you that concern. That. You're welcome. I'll give them that. But, I mean, the thing, the Dean Ambrose and Miz stipulation we said going in, not great. And it was made worse by, like, making them... Uh, having them make Dean Ambrose look like an idiot, like he was going to use a steel chair. Like, why would he ever think to do that? Uh, and I feel like... It's crazy! Yeah. Uh, I feel like the, the tag team cage match, there's just too much going on. Like, you can leave the cage and come back in. Like, why would you be allowed to do that? Why are there rope breaks and countouts in a freaking submission match? He was counting when they were outside the ring. What are you counting? You can o- The match can only end on a submission. And no, he's doing count-out. it can also yes. end by countout. No, it cannot. No, that's well, a caveat you overlooked. Apparently it can. But it he just wanted to let you know how long they were out there for. Yeah. I guess. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You didn't. Easy. Really... He never got to 10. He could have been like those Japanese uh, referees. He could have been counted 20 just to show you he can. Like a kid. Yeah. Look what I can do. What do you know? Yeah, what, do you, what do you know? Here, here's what <laughs> I know. Here's what I know. Despite the fact that oh, there was a lot of rules inconsistencies, I thought that the overall quality of the card was good. I thought that, for me, the Fatal 5-Way was the match of the night. Uh, maybe it didn't quite live up to my expectations because I did have huge expectations for it. But I feel like the second half of that match was great. The first half was a little slow. It was a little boring. It was basically just Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt walking around and punching people. You didn't like that? Uh, that was a great part. It was two hosses. Oh, my God. You're such a hater. wasn't a great part. You're such a hater. That, was a, that hater? match was damn good. And the first part was just as good as the second you know, part. Do you know when it got great? Do you know when it got great? When, when, two, Roman, when, the... Rain, when Roman Reigns speared the dudes through the... The, uh, barrier, and then the moment of the night when Seth Rollins did the frog splash through the table, and then they went at it for a good five minutes, just them, and then things broke down from there. That was a great part the of the best part of the, the, the best part of the, part of the fucking match was Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe taking the fucking steps and making them into a ram and killing people with them. Like, that's the kind of team I didn't know I wanted until right fucking then. That oh. was great stuff. I can't. How are you going to poo-poo that? Still don't want it, uh, but but it was a great match overall, and it got the second half of that match is what made it for me. And I also, but I also thought Miz and Ambrose, despite the shenanigans, was a great match, and I thought that Neville and Aries was a great match. I really enjoyed the tag team match. The only match that really sucked, well, and then the the Sasha Banks match was whatever because why did that match even happen? The, the only match that really sucked for, was Bailey and Alexa Bliss, and I still have no idea what happened there. Why? Why was it essentially a squash match? Like they make Bailey look unbelievably terrible. She got hardly any offense, and she was. They made her look like she was like fucking afraid to use a kendo stick. And really, she had so much momentum coming up into the main roster. She's got absolutely none now. So I think that was really the the low point of the card. But overall, I thought almost all the matches were good, and I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed the fact that it was a little bit of a surprise that Samoa Joe won at the end. PG. I thought the performers did a good job. I agree that some of the rules were just really strange. And it was a shame that Alexa Bliss and Bailey only got like five minutes for their match. And it really wasn't what we expected. They had such a good match last month. And then to have this as the follow-up is just a real shame, especially for Bailey. Like Mike said, like coming up to, from NXT, so much momentum. We all thought that she was going to be a fucking next John Cena, Daniel Bryan type. And they completely botched her, just like they botched almost everyone that comes from NXT. Uh, Samoa Joe winning was a surprise. I said last week he had 0% chance, in my opinion, and that clearly was wrong. I'm very excited for Call. Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. 
Uh, but Neville in all scenarios was my favorite match of the night, just as overall match. I thought they did a great job. Uh, Seth Rollins' spot was awesome. Uh, the thing is, though, I mean, Jeff Hardy had to whisper in the window off the top of the cage. I thought that was an awesome spot, and he took some brutal, brutal spots as well. But it's just like when you have a pay-per-view that's called Extreme Rules, you want to have a lot more memorable moments, in my opinion, than just the whisper in the wind and Seth Rollins' spot. And, you know, the Roman Reigns barricade spot, we've seen that so many times. Like, Nia Jax did that on, like, a fucking random Raw SmackDown. So... That's nothing spe- that special anymore. We almost we kind of expect those type of spots. The Seth Rollins leap was great, but that's really those like the lasting moments of the pay per view for me. And so it's it doesn't really live up to what you want from Extreme Rules, where they build this as this is where everyone gets to fucking go crazy, and it's like that did not happen. So I give this about a six and a half to seven on a ten point scale. I uh, I gave it a six. And I was actually disappointed by this show. I was I was excited going into this because it was go. It should have been really awesome, and there were awesome elements to it. But I felt like I felt like they really dropped the ball. And Mike, you're 100 percent agree. Not going to kick a dead horse in the face or whatever the saying is. Um, Right now, I'm not not going to drop an elbow (laughs) on a dead horse's throat or however it goes. I thought Miz and Dean Ambrose went a little long. I liked the story they told, um, but I just think they could have cut it down and give five of those minutes to Alexa Bliss and Bailey. I, I thought Dean Ambrose and Miz was was a, a good match. Not for, as so much from a wrestling tech uh, standpoint, but from a really good story standpoint for mm-hmm. a while. And then it started getting fucking convoluted, but the ending I liked. I like what they did with Miz getting a, a clean win, essentially. I know it, it seemed it was a shady win, but it relatively clean and, and it, with a dirty heel like Miz. So I liked what they did there. I thought, you know, Rich Swan and Sasha Banks is a nothing match. Alexa, but that match, I, I had more joy and excitement from Rich Swan and Sasha Banks against Dar and Alicia Fox. Then I got out of Alexa Bliss and Bailey. It was shorter. Mm-hmm. The shortest match of the night was the women's championships overall, where the women's revolution slowly dies. Um, mm. Bailey treated like shit. Alexa Bliss looks like shit in this. No one comes out of this looking good. Like that was my problem. And I, I, re- I, I don't know what the thought process was here, but why, it didn't work. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If you're gonna have Nia Jax against Alexa Bliss be a feud, why not at least protect Bailey by getting her involved? Like Alexa Bliss gave her a title shot, and she never even got any help from her for anything. What no. was the whole point of that? My problem was, there were so many little things in this match that just, like, it seemed like, if if there was a report where Bailey had heat, I would believe it right now. Because the first <laughs> thing was, Alexa Bliss is like, yeah, go ahead and grab the, I'll let you go get the kendo stick, and she does try it. And Alexa Bliss just grabs by the hair and slams her to the ground, and it's like, how dumb do you look right now, dude? Yeah, it it just it didn't make they did the little shit in that match it pissed me off and it was like it, the, dumb stipulation, dumb build and dumb match. So I mean it lived up to those <laughs> expectations. So I guess I couldn't be too mad. The idea of Cesaro and Sheamus against the Hardy Boys, both of them having to leave at the same time. I kind of like that idea because you leaving a guy back. It, it made it for a little bit more interesting. But with Jeff leaving and coming back in, I, but just the whole ending to where like why are they why are the heels climbing out while the faces are going through the door? You can just fucking walk out like easily. And they could have. The they literally just had to walk around the Hardys. Just like here, you, you don't have to just go around them. Whatever. I don't like it. And the announcers like the whole time basically calling them morons. 
Yeah. For, for trying to, like, stop someone else from leaving. It's like, let the other guy leave, beat on the guy that's in the cage, just fucking walk out the door. Right yeah. here. And the, here's what I know. Here's how I know anything about tag team cage matches is from the WWE video games. So if you do a w, if you do a tag team match, the smart thing to do is let the dude leave from one team, and then you just double team the other guy and kill him so you can both leave and win. Yeah. So it's a horrible idea to leave the cage. Which is why, so why which is why, the cage? But I didn't mind Jeff coming back in, though. Because that's Jeff. Coming back in, hitting his move from the top. I just think it's dumb to be it's able just, to come back in. I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. It's just dumb that he even left in the first place. That's the problem. Yeah. Never why did it take him so long to come back <laughs> if you're allowed to come back? Like, ah, I'll get his ass kicked for a while. Yeah, I'm just... He, like, what are you, you know doing? What? He needed a breather. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neville and Aries, uh, fantastic. They, their their series of matches have been some of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, and Neville winning clean is, you know, this, it's, it's fantastic. Because he said each of the last two wins he had over Aries mm-hmm. were tainted. Because it, he raked the eyes in the first one. So one was Aries. actually a loss. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true, too. Right. It, it was DQ, but he, he, yeah, he just, he defended it to successfully retain the title. Um, and just... This was the the end of it, and I, I thought with I thought Aries sitting on the outside with like this Cheshire cat grin on his face as he's just mm-hmm. like watching the world burn behind him. I <laughs> like that. I like because it seems like here's a heel turn coming. So yes, heel turn for Aries seems like it's on the horizon. Good. I like this. Um, we'll talk about Neville maybe, in a minute. Maybe not in the cruiserweight division. Ooh, though. Ooh, 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 ooh. I hope not. I fucking said I this, not, said this so many times. He is so much better than being pigeon pigeonholed into this fucking cruiserweight. Finn Balor. Division. Fucking feud him. That'd be good. You know what would have been awesome if you, like, went to SmackDown? <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, could kind of use him right now. Maybe yep. next Imagine time. him against uh, face AJ Styles. Ooh, scoop, scoop. Oh. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, in the main event, I thought the main event was fantastic. I, I really had high hopes for this, and I thought it was really good. Um, Mike, are you say that you like the rank? Yeah, Diesel was Hulk there. Hulk Bray Wyatt sucks. Yeah, it really dragged in the start of this match. I disagree. I think the Hoss battle, um, I thought the, the alliance. Hoss the Hoss battle, baby. What? I, the, it wasn't the, even a Hoss battle. When when Samoa Joe like and. when Hoss reunion. Okay, well, it was a reunion first, then it became a battle. When Samoa Joe and some, uh, and Bray Wyatt aligned, that was fantastic. I thought they ruled the roost. I love them running around with the fucking stairs. Uh, I love the, the internet memes it created after that, though, with them, like, moving random things, like a couch, like they're on Friends. Um, and it's very, those are very <laughs> I funny. I didn't see that. That's I saw that. That there's was some, good. There's some really funny ones. They're moving the Mona Lisa and shit like that. It's very funny. Um, and then I like them, tur- I like Wyatt kind of turning on Samoa Joe, like, what the fuck, dude? And then them kind of going at each other. Then you did have Reigns and Rollins hit their OMG moments. Each of them got an OMG moment, yeah. so of course you're going to pop for that. It's literally two finishers in the 2K series. One goes through the I'm fucking easy. thing, and then the other one jumps off the top rope. Then they battle each other. Baylor is involved throughout. Uh, I, I just... The ending where everybody hits, everybody gets their shit in, and then Joe just slinks in and fucking takes Baylor down. It was beautiful. I thought the ending was was perfectly executed. I thought Samoa Joe is a surprise winner here, but I thought it just the, the idea. And I've said this before to you guys. Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar is something that I want. It, it, it's something that I've always really like. It, that's two big bad motherfuckers beating the shit out of each other. And I didn't honestly think WWE would ever really do it, but they're doing it at Great Balls of Fire, and it's going to be a thing. And I think the match, while it could be short, I think they're going to beat the fuck out of each other. And thus far, it's been excellent. So I thought the decision was good there. 
And I like I said, it got six out of ten because there was just a lot of weirdness in this, and it like took away from the in ring work because the stipulations were weird. But from an in ring perspective, like you said, the performers knocked it out of the park here. It was WWE that poorly executed, in my opinion. Um, but you know what? That's the extreme rules. Let's talk about Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe. That's where we're going to start. Heyman comes out. Cuts a fantastic promo at Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, very, very good. I, I've, I've always defended Samoa Joe's mic work. I thought he was really good here. But it was the moment that Joe pushes Heyman into the corner and the mic goes down. And he just begins simply talking to him about all the evil shit he's about to do to him. And how he <laughs> wants him to express that to Brock Lesnar. The Miz is a dastardly heel. He's a cheap heel. He's a cunning heel. He's a guy who, like, well, you know, he, he's a guy who cheats to win. Where, on the other hand, Samoa Joe's just a brutal, mean, fucking evil heel. And I think that this is the perfect Samoa Joe. Him whispering to Paul Heyman about, I'm about to choke you out. And then you're, and he's like, I'm a, he's like an advocate. And he just like grabbed him like he was going to kiss him. And he's like, shh, hit me or kiss me. And he just simply said, like, just tell him this. Bring him this message. And, like, it's so sinister. I love that so fucking much. Uh, Heyman backstage answers Brock. Uh, what's, what's weirder, Brock having a phone? Or Brock watching Raw. That was my question. Brock watching Raw. I yeah, think he definitely. needs a phone. He needs a phone if the kids need to get picked up. Yeah, but I, I assume it's a fucking. Oh, okay. I can see that because I just like a rotary phone. It's a rotary phone. <laughs> I, but you could. It would still say Brock on Paul's phone. You know what I mean? Even though he's calling from a fucking tin can in fucking <laughs> Canada, wherever he's at now. Um. So yeah, I, this is this is a bit. This is a hard. There's no. There's no second guessing what this match is going to be. It is going to be such a fucking smash mouth match between Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. It is better going and to be, bloodier than the last. It's gonna be fucking brutal, and I'm fucking pumped for it. Uh, Mike Chiari, thoughts on how they're how they're building this? Thoughts on how it's going so far? And then we get Lesnar next week. So what happens? Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. My my pick for the Fatal Five-Way was Finn Balor. My number one preference was Finn Balor because of that David vs. Goliath matchup, but I'm not complaining at all about Samoa Joe. It's an entirely different type of matchup, but it's a matchup you don't really get all that often with Brock Lesnar where he's facing a guy who is also a legitimate legitimate badass, and you believe, like, if they got into a real fight, sure, Brock Lesnar would still beat Samoa Joe, but you believe that Samoa Joe could hold his own in a fight with Brock Lesnar, and that's what makes this fight, this match, really exciting for me. So I, I love it, and I thought that they started off perfectly. Uh, a, a great way to do it. Like, you know that you're not going to have Brock Lesnar every single week, and so you got to make the most of the weeks where you have him. But at the same time, you got to make the most of the weeks where you don't have him and get creative. And what they did with Samoa Joe and Paul Heyman I thought was perfect. It, it made Samoa Joe, again, look like a total badass. It made him look like he was absolutely ruthless, like he's willing to do anything you have to do in order to get inside Brock Lesnar's head in order to beat Brock Lesnar. And I thought that that segment was great. And I'm really looking forward to when they mix it up, looking forward to what they do when they're on the screen together. Uh, and I, I just feel like for next week, because Brock Lesnar's coming back, he's making his return, what I would really love to happen is Samoa Joe get the upper hand on him. Because generally speaking, Brock Lesnar almost always gets the upper hand when you're leading up to a pay-per-view. But I would like to see Samoa Joe maybe jump him. Because, like, okay, have Brock Lesnar yes. in the building. Taking He's my searching idea. for Samoa... Oh, well, you never told me it. I came up with myself. Uh, <laughs> okay, but so... you son of a bitch. 
everybody's so Brock Lesnar's pissed. He's searching the arena. Where the fuck Samoa Joe? I'm going to kick this dude's ass. He beat up my buddy. That's not going to fly. Some, he can't find him, and Samoa Joe just jumps him, kicks his ass, leaves him laying, and then the next few weeks leading up to Extreme Rules is Brock Lesnar trying to get back at Samoa Joe. And I wouldn't have Brock Lesnar get back at Samoa Joe. So then when you go into that pay-per-view, the real selling point is Brock Lesnar has... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Having his opportunity to tear Samoa Joe limb from limb, and that's your selling point. And I think that would be an awesome way to do it. And my hope is that, sure, this isn't going to be a 15, 20 minute match, I don't think, but let it be a match. Let it be. A, it's going to be a fight, but let it be a match that lasts a little bit and let Samoa Joe get his licks in. I have, I, I, I would be absolutely shocked if he beat Brock Lesnar. I don't think that's happening, but I want it to be a competitive match, and if it's that, I think it's going to be great, and I think we're all going to love it. Yeah, and he, Brock's a de facto face in this situation. They've made mm-hmm. that very clear with, with Joe being such an evil heel. What I would want is I would want, remember when Dean Ambrose showed up and Brock just like ran out of left field like a fucking cheetah and attacked him yes. into the car? I want that. I want Brock, like, kind of storming into the building, like, pissed off and shit. And I just want Joe to just blindside him into a fucking vehicle. And, like, we saw with AJ and Shane where he put his fucking head through the window. Just, like, brutalize the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Write him off television for the few weeks he ain't going to be there. Then when he comes back with a fucking vengeance, you do. You have Samoa Joe cowardly heel away. And when they fucking finally lock up for that first time, it's a great balls of fire. Don't lock up, though. Don't lock up. Okay, when they, okay, when they just barrel into each other like fucking two <laughs> tanks on a collision course, that's fucking correct. I don't want to lock up. I, w- that's, I want that first touch to be at fucking great balls of fire. So where you're like, you're just you're just salivating at the idea of Brock Lesnar fucking... The idea of Brock Lesnar finally getting his hands on a fucking true heel. Because a lot of times, he's the one playing the heel. But now, as a de facto face, and Samoa Joe acting like a guy who you can truly detest, he took down Paul Heyman. He's going to jump Brock Lesnar. He's going to avoid him. He's going to do everything he can to be away from him. He will truly be the heel in this situation. And you got Brock Lesnar finally getting the upper hand. That is, that's money. And this whole situation screams money feud for them. And I don't think Joe wins, but this could elevate Joe big time if he fucking, you know, he let him beat the shit out of Brock for a little bit. And then, you know, Brock, you know, gets advantage, hits him with his F5, and he wins. <clears throat> BG? I'm shocked that they're going through with this, because I never thought they would put Samoa Joe in position to be in the main event championship match of Brock Lesnar. 
And they're doing it. I'm all for it because this, with all due respect to Kurt Angle when he was in TNA, this is Samoa Joe's biggest match of his career as far as I'm concerned. Brock Lesnar for the championship in WWE on the pay-per-view. This is Samoa Joe's biggest match that I can recall in his career. And so this is his moment to shine. I love how they started off with this. Uh, as you guys broke down the segment with Paul Heyman, which was fantastic. It was done to perfection. That he cemented himself as a heel. He turned Paul Heyman into a lovable baby face where this poor fucking advocate, a fucking advocate who you're supposed to detest, just got choked out for really something that should never have happened. So now you, you fully support Paul Heyman, you fully support Brock Lesnar, and you want to see Samoa Joe get his ass beat. Donnie, my initial thought was for Monday, I want a pull-apart brawl. We we really typically enjoy those, and these two guys, yeah, that would be awesome. But, Donnie, I'm all for your idea. I think that's an even better idea where Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman arrive, and then Samoa Joe blindsides them, and there's just a seven- to ten-minute brutalizing of Brock Lesnar as Paul Heyman screams on in fear, and then maybe at the end Samoa Joe grabs him and chokes him out, too, for the hell of it. This is the way you need to build someone like Samoa Joe, who came in, his debut on Raw was fucking perfect, too. It was a shame that it was a bit tainted with Seth Rollins' knee, but that only built the allure of Samoa Joe. So if you have, and he's kind of played up that, he's played up to that role, he's also played up that he's cunning, he's conniving, he's... He's a cerebral assassin like a Triple H, where he's a thinker. He doesn't just, he's not just animalistic. Like, Brock Lesnar is more animalistic. Samoa Joe thinks things through. He has, like he says, going into Extreme Rules, there's a reaction for everything that you guys are going to do. And the reaction is, I win. And he pulled that out. That gave him a ton of credibility that I never thought that WWE would ever give him when they signed him. And so having him be this conniving heel who is plotting in the bat, in the shadows, like you said, Donnie, against Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, that is fucking layers upon layers of this character. It is truly a shame that he will lose. There is no chance that he will beat Brock Lesnar. You said um, no chance last time. I know. I was just. Yeah, keep was, saying it. Keep saying it. I know. I was just going to play up to that because, hey, maybe it does happen. That would be a great shock. But I don't see it happening because I think I don't want Brock Lesnar as a champion to go into the SummerSlam. But hey, maybe something does happen where they have some faith in Samoa Joe. Maybe they're setting up for this to be an actual feud. Maybe we get a rematch at SummerSlam. Maybe something happens in July where Brock Lesnar, he the the injuries that he suffered in that beatdown, Donnie, it comes back to haunt him and he can't finish the match or something. Samoa Joe just beats him so bad they have to call the match. Uh, we saw that in NXT a couple times, which I thought was an excellent way to to stop a championship match. There's ways to build up Samoa Joe without him just losing and then being done with it and thrown by the wayside. So hopefully this is, maybe this is the peak of Samoa Joe's WWE career. I'm shocked that we're getting it. It's awesome that we're getting it. It's a dream match for many people. But I hope it's just not the end of Samoa Joe's peak. I also think Samoa Joe is Samoan. Let's not forget that. I mean, does say it in his name. Yeah, that's a key for WWE. Yeah, let me say something. I I don't have the paperwork. Okay, because last time I believed someone was of a certain culture, Yokozuna broke my fucking heart. Okay? But he was Samoan. But he was Samoan. He was he was parading around as a Japanese man. He looked into the camera and into my fucking soul, and he said Samoa, and I was like, why would you yell that unless you were Samoan? You got work, son. I did. I what? got worked uh, hard, dude. I was a child what? at the time. 
one thing on Samoa Joe that I forgot to say is he cut a great promo, but the one thing that pissed me off about it is he's getting real dastardly. He's cutting a great promo. And Brock Lesnar, when I see you at Great Balls of Fire, it's like, no. It's like he, anytime you say it, you can't... it just takes away from everything. Yeah. So bad. I cringe when he, and Paul, and Paul Heyman have to say it also. So bad. What, what did he say, BG? <laughs> he said the name of the pay-per-view in July. What, 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 is, what was it? What's that the song by Ray Lewis? What was not Ray Lewis? With the, Ray Lewis is the murder, Ray Ray Lewis. Is a murdering linebacker. Ray Lewis allegedly. has a different. That's all. What time is it? Game time. Yeah. Um, whatever his name is. Jerry Lee. Lewis. Jerry, Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. What was yeah. that song? He. What was his hit song? I can't say it's copyrighted. No, it's really not. Uh, they're using it. Got it. Yeah, they're they're I, literally I know, using that, it. No, that means cleared. Somewhere, honky tonk man is like, I'm making a comeback, y'all. Mister Tonk. Like, Lucha. He's got his big teeth. That whole thing. That that promo is just like childhood movies of, of Vince McMahon. That's what the it, fuck it really is. is. Vince it is. is like I it's like walk- I love this. He's walking around calling everyone an MR. He's like a bunch of MRs over here. You fucking MRs over there. I was like, okay, take it easy. Uh, let's go on to the Fatal Five Way Losers, as I or as I call them, the Fatal Five Way Mike Kiaris. Um, in the main, oh, I'm just kidding. They're really BGs. In the main event, Joe choked out Seth Rollins after distraction from Bray Wyatt's music. (laughs) So that's really just the lights going on. He's like, it's this bat. It was. It was just like, and he's like, what's going on? Seth looks like an asshole. He's like, wait a minute. I'm fighting the fucking, this beast ass killing motherfucker, Samoa Joe. But I'm like, what? It all stems from calling uh, Wyatt a false prophet. Yeah, he That's did. All from... Which, uh, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt, that'll be fun. I'll, I'll enjoy that. No, Roman Reigns defeats fun. Bray Wyatt because holy fucking shit, Roman go. Reigns is like, they're like, wait, wait. And, we didn't and, let him win a match. We, we got to give him a win. So let's a week without winning. He went a week without bowl. winning, exactly. Uh, the Triple H Bowl. So you took one back on this one. You know, I think the score is 135 to 1. Uh, one back for the boys. <laughs> take, I'm, cra- I'm cracking a cold one for the boys, and you're fucking, uh, you're over here fucking just taking one back for the boys. Uh, Bray Wyatt, I thought Bray Wyatt was great in both matches. I, I actually thought Roman well, Reigns Bray Wyatt. This was the best Roman Reigns Bray Wyatt match since that Hell in a Cell match, in my opinion. I really thought this was a good match. Wasn't the first one? It was alright. Uh, Finn Balor took the loss. Extreme Rules not on the show. He's nope. recovering from turning red. He's actually in Japan, but. I mean, whatever. It's very hurt, very hurt. I, okay, where? what do you guys... What's happening for all these guys? What goes on, Mike Keary? I mean, we're definitely getting Rollins versus Bray Wyatt, obviously, which uh. I, I'm not excited about because excited. I see this every time. I see this every time. If you're going to have Bray Wyatt face somebody, have him face somebody who is, like, not the greatest worker because you waste workers on him. You waste a Seth Rollins on him. What you would have wasted a Finn Balor on him if that would have been a, a singles feud. You waste guys on him in that respect. Have it if you want to play up the whole supernatural and mind game type of thing. Don't use it on a guy like a Seth Rollins. Uh, I'd rather see Seth Rollins have great matches because that's what he does. Um, and then I guess just by process of elimination, we would get Roman Reigns against Finn Balor because who else are those guys going to face at this point? And if Finn Balor were to win that feud, I'd be like, great because they've had great matches and that's an intriguing feud. But is that really going to happen? I mean, Finn Balor's been losing quite a lot lately. He took the fall in that fatal five-way. So that could be a bad thing for Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm con- concerned there. Unless you have 
Braun Strowman coming back sooner than we think. Who? Nah. <laughs> what did he say? What does he always <laughs> say? I forget already. I need more competition. Get more competition. No, what does he always say? That I'm not done with you yet. I'm not finished with you yet. Whatever he says to Roman Reigns, I think that's legitimately where I think that's going. So, BG. If if something like that were to happen, like I'll keep saying it, I really want Austin Aries to go heel and feud with with Finn Balor. That'd be an amazing feud. Yeah, I agree. That would be if you, I, if you can get Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor versus Austin Aries. That was me uh, whistling. But yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Mike, BG, whatever your name is. Well, I think it's pretty dumb here, is that we just had a few weeks of, I want to be the number one contender. No, I want to be the number one contender. Okay, we're going to put you five guys. We're going to have a match. The winner goes on to face Brock Lesnar in July. Okay, but what about after that? Why, why don't people still want to go and be number one contender? Like, there's also SummerSlam. There's going to be other events. Like, why aren't you trying to be number one contender? So why why isn't, like, Bray Wyatt coming out and saying something about still trying to be champion? Same with Roman Reigns. Finn Balor, do something. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Seth Rollins, the same thing. Like, you just were buddy-buddy with Kurt Angle. Be like, listen, I want, I still want the fucking championship. Go after the championship. Yeah, I want to be the, I want to be the number two contender. I want okay, to be the but you, have the, you want to be next in line. So yeah, as fucking poof. in July <laughs> at the... In July, you have a fucking match between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt and being like, listen, this is for for SummerSlam. This is your number one contendership for SummerSlam. Yeah, that would be smart. We're not going to do that, though. Another thing is, we talked about this before, BG, how I was all excited about the best Super Juniors. I said, why are we not doing more, like, even, like, mini tournaments? Why are we not doing this? One great thing about a mini tournament, even if you just get, like, you know, six guys, eight guys that do a fucking weird mini six tournament. Six is not a great tournament. Dude, six is a great tournament. Two teams get a bye. Two guys get a bye. Double elimination. Double elimination. Round robin style. Um, Sort of, but for real, like, why wouldn't you do? The best part of a tournament is you can get feuds out of that. So you're like, well, okay, the right. number one contender. Fucking love feud. tournaments. Give me a tournament. Yeah, but like the, you, this whole Give Seth me Rollins. King of the Ring. This whole Seth Rollins Wyatt feud we got got going on here. You could fucking you could have started that in the tournament, and then you could have had Wyatt if he lost to Rollins come back and cost Rollins in the next round, and then you, there you go. There's a fucking storyline out of that, and you explain why they're not. Chasing after the championship all of a sudden. It's already built in. It's like, fuck, before I get that championship, I'm going to whip your ass. Yep. Great Balls of Fire should be king of the ring, and that's where the number one contender for SummerSlam should be determined. And then that's what they did in 2002 oh, when Brock won. It was fucking that's all amazing. It, that's all it needs to be. It you doesn't have to be you're it. a king. It has to be you're the right. number one contender no. for SummerSlam. I got it. I got it. You're not oh. a king. You get a fucking flaming dick codpiece. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That is, instead of the crown... It's a trophy. It's like, you know, it's in, the, in the lineage of Harley Race, and may he get better. I heard he was injured yes. at home. Broke both his legs. Um, but I, I, just, instead of a crown and, and a scepter and the cape, you just get a cod piece with a big-ass flaming dick. Mm-hmm. Can you use it in the match? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can you, you, can, use you, you can use it at home, for sure. Okay. With a con- with sense. another consenting adult, you can, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I th- like I said, Seth Rollins, Wyatt looks to be a thing. I think I think Bray's coming back. Or uh, not Bray. I thought Braun's coming back sooner than people think. So I think that that is going to be what Roman Reigns ends up doing. Because uh, we saw ba- Baylor and Reigns have had a thing for a while now, and it kind of feels like they're even. Oh, uh, they're, they're even. No, but I would leave it there because that's something you can come back to oh, later. Oh, they're not on. leaving it there. Roman Reigns can't be even, baby girl. Oh my God, 
Oh my God, he's Roman Reigns is like, but I'm not, I can't be even, cause it's my yard and I'm marking my. Why does it always sound like he's pissing on the fucking ring? He's like, I'm marking my territory, motherfucker. <laughs> I see, see this fucking corner post. I'm a piss on it, and you're gonna have to understand. It's my ring now, baby girl. Also, thank you to the fan. I forget who it was who sent in the emails of um the Roman Reigns hand glove. I do appreciate the videos. Yes. He, he was in Toys R Us or wherever he was, <laughs> videotaping it, just continuing to push the button. It's like, bam, bam, bam. felt like I was watching QVC or whatever. I might buy one. I, you should. I'm surprised you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You haven't already. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have I'm one. Surprised I should have worn it to WrestleMania. I'm surprised you don't wear one and then just beat your dick and you're like, I'm, I'm Roman Reigns. It's like Roman Reigns is jerking me off. <laughs> It's on fire by this point. Mom, don't come in here. <laughs> um, okay, let's go. I'm on. vacuuming my room. <laughs> it's like it looks like you're beating your dick, son. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus The Miz. Uh, I see title. Miz's victory celebration is ruined by Dean Ambrose after Miz ruins it himself. I don't know what this means. He fucking <laughs> he attacks. He, he attacks paranoid. an innocent. He attacks an innocent bear. <laughs> Then he breaks the grandfather clock, and he's in a fight with his wife now. And fucking Dean Ambrose the whole time is just like, I'm a camera guy. What? Look at this asshole. If you're Dean Ambrose, you're just like, this is working perfectly. <laughs> so, yes, this, I, like I said, this segment, these segments are working. From an in-ring perspective, the matches aren't the best. But it's, not a, this, it's about the story being told here, and I really appreciate that. Because, thank God, we got a good story going on. Yeah, I mean... We all weren't necessarily pumped about the prospect of just carrying over a feud from SmackDown, essentially. But if you look at where everything else is right now on Raw, Dean Ambrose against The Miz is one of the most consistently entertaining things going on on Raw because they have these great segments. They're both really charismatic. They're both good on the mic. And we have moments like this. And I I think it's great that The Miz won the title back, and it's not just because I'm a Miz fan. It's just because that that's a fact that it's just better when a guy like him, a heel, who cares about the title and elevates it, has the title, and then you can have somebody like Dean Ambrose chasing it. So it was a great decision to put the title back on him. And for the mere fact that he's just going to keep gloating that he's got the, the Miz Intercontinental Championship reunion tour, and we can hear that every week, and it's it's great material for him. And then I thought that I thought that the whole celebration was hilarious because it plays off like most of the time you have a heel and they're just totally oblivious to what's going on. And they would just not even know that there's anybody in this giant present, and they would get beaten up. 
And so he, he was thinking, like, okay, he's in this bear costume, he's in this present, and then he ends up getting tricked ultimately, but he wasn't made to look like a moron because he didn't fall for the same shit that everybody else No, he, he looked like a paranoid, the, delusional heel, right. which is it what was, he is. It's perfect. So, that, yeah, that's why it was so good, and I thought that was one of the best segments of the night. Uh, aside from Samoa Joe, was my favorite segment of the night, and uh, I'm okay with this feud to keep going till G-Boff, uh, because I, there's not really any other great options right now for either either of these guys to feud with. It kind of seems like it's going to be Ambrose versus Elias Samson after that. So I, I I hope that they don't throw away the IC title match on a Raw, because I'd be cool with going another month with this feud. BG? Yeah, I enjoyed this as well. This is the Dean Ambrose that I enjoy, where it's not just always goofy, but it's you're playing up to both sides of it, where, all right, he's pissed off now. He has this whole thing with Elias Samson in the mid. His current angle fucking... Sends him off, then he sneaks back inside, and then he's the camera guy, which is, hey, once you see him unveil himself, oh, that's funny, that's creative, that's smart, and then he goes, he goes and gets the upper hand. So I enjoy all that. I agree with you guys. Just have this continue on through July, and then move them on to separate opponents for SummerSlam. Yeah, I, this is this has been fun. As I, this defied the odds because when they came over from SmackDown. And you're like, okay, now it's new opportunities, fresh opportunities, and they're like, no, they're still together. And you're like, you what are you doing? What are you doing here? Why do you do this to me? So it's like, uh, at first, I think we were mad at the situation, but there was no question that the performers did well on SmackDown. They translated that to doing well on Raw. So it, it's fun. And like I said, as, much, as dumb as the as the um, the caveat, for the, the stipulation for the match was, it was more because it was extreme rules. If it was like money right. in the bank or whatever, we wouldn't have complained so much because, okay, I can see what they're doing here. But it's fucking right. extreme rules, that, dude. That was, the only, that was the only problem. If it was any other pay-per-view, I wouldn't have cared. And they made it work great, but it's yeah. just the fact that it said extreme rules. Like, it's that's fucking extreme rules, but yeah. like you think of ECW. And like when I think of ECW, the only time I think of like extra rules was like um, – what was the old Ring of Honor commentator? I'm blanking on his name. God damn it. Chris, Steve Carino, when he was, like, totally against everything that was hardcore mm-hmm. about ECW, yeah. and he was hating everything they did, and was like, that—that that is the kind of stuff that I understand, but that wasn't the angle here. It was just part of the, I don't even want to get into it. That's WWE and the dumbass fucking names of their pay-per-views. Miz was but also in good all on. Honestly, in all honesty, BG, I'm going to ask you a question. Dude, would you rather have a pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell where pigeonholes things into having Hell in a Cell matches, or would you rather have pay-per-views called Great Balls of Fire? Can you pick neither? No, you pick one or the other, because that's what WWE's doing. I want I want where you don't pigeonhole it, but it's also a good name. All right. <laughs> Can I have so you want you want like, your cake and you want to eat it. I just too. want it all. Like Backlash, No Mercy, yeah, Unforgiven, Judgment Day. How about you know, you know what? Though it started out with fucking gimmick pay per views. Royal Rumble, King of the blood. Ring, those are fine. fine. I was excited right. for Bad Blood. When remember it was Bad Blood? I didn't really like Bad Blood that much because they had like two Ds. Now, what do you mean? Oh, so you're gonna shit on the double Ds now? You don't like the double Ds. You're gonna shit on the double Ds. You don't like Donnie Wood too much. Yeah. Do I love double Ds? Bro. Uh, but no, I thought the Miz was the also batteries, good. The batteries I'm talking about. And this was also good on Raw Talk with Renee Young, but I felt so bad for her. She was, he was like berating her for no like real good reason. I wanted like Dean Ambrose to come in and fucking smack him or do oh, something or build up on that, and they didn't play up to that. So I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity. I think Raw Talk sucks, man. I'm, 
It well, that one misses on. That one misses on it. The Miz was, was good I, though. I, it was a, that, that was a, that was a good that, that was fun to watch, but it just it, Raw Talk doesn't have the same oomph that Talk and Smack does. Well, Miz has to put oomph. a stamp on, so that wasn't exactly it yet. I didn't. He has to be on it again. He's got to yell at her. Got to put my yeah. stank on it. Let's go to the women's division. Um, Nia, Jax yeah, beats, Nia Jax beats Alexa Bliss by DQ after Mickey James and Dana Brooke get involved. Um, Bailey's not on the show. Nia Jax beats the shit out of Mickey James and Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, they announce Nia Jax weight only. That's mm-hmm. something I've noticed, and I don't like it. Why are you doing that? I understand she's a big woman, but she's you don't not like to. most girls. I know, exactly. I know, but it it's, still doesn't seem not, very right. She, well, no, she doesn't care. She put it out there like on she, social media, like I weigh this much. She's, and a, she's a, a plus care. size model, and she's fantastic right. at what she does. I, I, she's a I don't have a problem woman. with it at all because they're trying to set her apart. So okay, whatever. That sets her apart. Like, we we know that she's bigger than all of them, and whether you tell us or you don't what? tell us, we know that, so go ahead. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. I just wouldn't say it. I think that's... I, my yeah, mom taught I, me as a very young child that you never ask a woman her weight, never reference a woman's weight. If she's okay with it, then it doesn't matter. It's still, it's just be common courtesy. It's weird. It's, I don't like it. Do they give gorillas... Do they give fucking King Kong's weight before his fucking movie started? No. Uh, that's, of course that's not. That's fucked up, man. I'm calling her know. King Kong, yeah. yes. Yep. Um, Bailey, no, way, nowhere, way worse than I thought. Bailey, no, right? Bailey, nowhere to be found. Sasha Banks is not a thing anymore. She was there for a second. There's your women's division, y'all. This is horrible. <laughs> what happened to it? Even the only good part was Kurt Angle telling Lisa Bliss, "Your segment sucked last week." Yes, and then the series. <laughs> so now thing. that's why you have a match with Nia Jax. <laughs> it's punishment. <laughs> I I don't I really am very disappointed in the Raw women's division. It's what horrible. are they doing? Why is Smackdown's women's divisions over here fucking making Brooke. history and shit? We're yeah. over here having to deal with this garbage. Why are Mickey James and Dana Brooke friends all of a sudden? Your your enemy's enemy is your friend. You know what I mean? I I feel like there was a covert face turn of some kind that we missed on Dana Brooke. Oh no, she's been turning face. She, she did it against Charlotte. No, she did it against yeah, she did it against Charlotte. Remember going into WrestleMania? She had like a week long feud. Yeah, remember that? We just had to get hey, that. I in try there. To, I try to forget. Dana, you have really improved this year. Okay, you keep working on it. You and Alexa Bliss need to work on it because you're neither of you are that good. Um, We're both great. There's a lot of talent there. And and shit, yep. That's the thing. There's a shit ton of talent. I would and say. I would say. Properly. You need a Sasha Banks heel turn at this point. Raw's women's division has, I think, more overall talent. You have Charlotte and Becky over on SmackDown, but I think Raw has more overall talent. They just don't use it at all. What are they doing? I agree, but it doesn't look that way. If you, if I'm a casual oh, fan just tuning in, I'm thinking, man, SmackDown's got all the awesome women now. Cause you, just you like, wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't know that Bailey and Sasha Banks are like mega stars in the women's division because they don't present them that way. No, they're presented like both junk. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I know. I listen. I'm not a huge fan of Sasha Banks <sighs> and how she's been treated. I mean, she was great in NXT, but since she came up the main roster, it's been kind of poop. But right now, if, poop. if I'm great matches, but she's, she's been poop. I don't care what you said. She's been poop. It's been not good. It's been really not good overall. Yeah, looks like poop for sure. That's that's has a she, huge part of it. Has she done anything good this year? She's on the same. That's level a legit. As oh, that's a legit Fox. question. She's on the same she level had, as Alicia Fox. The matches at WrestleMania was good. She had great matches against Charlotte whenever that was last year. Wasn't that last year? It might have been this year and last year. That was a long few. I, they they I know they had like one six time. I think. I know they well, had once, one before WrestleMania. Once that ended, all they did was like, okay, you're gonna be Bailey's friend, and we're gonna make everybody think that you're gonna turn heel one day, and then you're not. 
That's what our character's done the whole time. It's really dumb. It's yep. been really bad. When that face turn comes, though, it's going to be exciting, I think. Well, let's see. They fucked up Sasha Banks. They fucked up Bailey big time. So that's two of your top stars from NXT. They totally fucked up. Honestly, they're not, they're not doing they're, they're, out, they're on the road to Finn Balor. Well, hold on. I'm just up. talking about the women's oh, division. Alexa yeah, Bliss so has not been oh, handled great. I was great. going everywhere. Alexa Bliss was really good on SmackDown. Came here and been up and down. Nia Jax, they completely botched her. Dana Brooke, they rushed out. Mickey James is nothing. It's weird. And you got Alicia Fox over here. She's the title on 1205. Alicia Fox is literally... Right now, right now, Alicia Fox is technically... Would be second in line for a title shot right now. I don't even know. I don't don't, don't even care. No, second in line would probably be Sasha, right? Yeah, she won the Extreme Rules. You know what? I just stopped caring. Let's go into Hardy Boys and Sheamus and Cesaro. Sheamus and Cesaro win the titles in Extreme Rules, defeat Rhino and Heath Slater on Raw. Oh, there they they are. Then they see it for real. They're just jobbers now. (laughs) Uh, Even though they got a good reaction, fucking crowd was fun to see them. Yeah, they're super fun. Remember when they gave... uh, You know what? We can just say SmackDown does a much better job at doing that stuff. Fashion Files, look at the tag team of Rhino and Slater. Goldust and R-Truth is good, but like... Rhino and Heath Slater can do the same stuff. Yep. And probably just as entertaining, too, because I really enjoyed their stuff together. Uh, They're Cesaro, never doing anything again, just so you know. Seamus and Cesaro, they talked a lot of shit. Not the best little little no. uh, bit here. Didn't quite enjoy this at all. Um, no. Hardy. They should more stick to just kicking ass. Yeah, and that, they're really good at that. They are really yeah. good at that. Uh, Hardy's not there. It appears that... Uh, Nobody was there. It appears that Matt is heading to home for baby time. Yes. But wasn't there a report that they were actually at Raw? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't read. I try to read less reports now. Okay. Maybe, maybe she was having the baby at Raw. Just because, like, she my thing is... Raw, like, may she's like, I'm having this here. <laughs> my thing with the Hardys is that it wasn't such a grueling match that all of a sudden you wouldn't show up on Raw. Like, Matt was pretty much okay after the match. He's the one fucking standing there. Jeff Hardy somehow, from the Whisper in the Wind, was hurt more than both Sheamus and Cesaro were. Yeah. Which is strange. And, and then you know that one moves hurt you more than the other guys? That's right, why you do smart. Them. He's running out of bumps. That's the problem. His bump, just, his you bump, only got so many. His bumpometer's almost up. <laughs> this doesn't make sense they wouldn't be on the show. Like, if... Just beat them down. Have Seamus Cesaro do a fucking full-on beatdown of those guys, and that way you're off TV for a couple weeks. Or do something really cool, like fucking spear him through the cage or something like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, shit, he got speared to the cage. He fucking fucking slams the cage on them. Yeah, just picks it. They pick it up and fucking drop it on them. Yeah. Or have the Hardys cut a fucking promo. Nah. I want them them to go away and then come back broken. Nah. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's go on to the Cruiserweight division. Uh, Cedric Alexander beats Noam Dar, and he's like, I'm done That's a good pickup. Good pickup for Big Money Mike. Oh, my God. How I fucking regret Who trapped Samoa Joe? Who, who did Samoa that? Joe? What <laughs> idiot? <laughs> Can I say something to you? He's got like a billion points. Since three dropped. years since ago. Three years ago or something like Samoa that. Good for Samoa Joe. I picked Samoa. I dropped Samoa Joe uh, for Braun. Um, it reminds me of the, my, my worst fantasy football move of all time. 
Odell Beckham was injured for like five weeks, right? And I fucking was, I was like, just I'm scrambling <laughs> to get points. I was like, I gotta drop this guy, and I fucking dropped Bro, him. You were in a you were in a fucking four team league. I well, that's what I do, but I had to drop him, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna regret this, and oh, boy did I, <laughs> boy yeah. did I regret that. You remember who you picked up? No, oh, it was nobody. Not worth Odell Beckham. <laughs> It was Nelson Ch- Aguilar. West or something horrible, dude. It's I know it's not worth the fucking waste of a fucking move. Um, yeah, Mustafa Ali, Drew Gulak continuing their feud. That's fun. I watched 205 Live, so I know what all this means now. Titus <laughs> O'Neil trying to recruit um, Apollo Crews' friend, Akira Tozawa, or as he calls him, Tawaza. T- um, to, to, to the Titus, he's like, ah, man, I want to talk to Tawaza. And fucking Rich Swan's like, his name's Tozawa. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> Why um, is everyone Apollo Cruz's friend? I like, get, I never knew he was friends with Kalisto or Tawaza or Tawaza. anybody. Uh, Neville beats TJP to retain title. Really hard-hitting match. I feel like it was really physical. It, it seemed mm-hmm. like there was genuine yeah, animosity. They really sold it as such. Um, great ending. And, yep. you know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rich Swan, uh, story, they're, they're going back to Rich Swan. Well, maybe have him, you know, he's the one who lost it to Neville. So maybe we rekindle that. I don't think he'd be the one to take it off, but, you know, it would be a good fucking program. It would be a fun match at the very least. So uh, I'm not good, sure where we're going next. It'd be good, but we saw it. Like, I'm hoping maybe Cedric Alexander is being set up to face him. I'd like to see Tazawa, but it seems like they're yeah. doing something else with him. Uh, or how about you, like, you try building Grand Metalik because that would be who? awesome matches against Neville. Yeah, who? Kalista. Kalista who? He's busy. Titus Brand. He did just beat Apollo Crews. I don't even remember that happening. That's in the pre-show. That was the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, I, I vaguely. I, I didn't watch it, but I, I heard. I watched it, I, and I don't remember. That's it. ridiculous. That is. What are you, me? Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, so, anything, anything about the cruiserweight division? Who you, Neville? Who do you think Neville fights, BG? I think they're gonna go with Swan, but I would like to see kind of like a tournament being set up here. Ooh, scoop, scoop. No such thing. Yeah, we don't do that. Because there's a lot of guys just floating around right now. And I agree, it kind of should have been Tozawa after his feud with Brian Kendrick, which then led to absolutely nothing for either of them. That's the problem. Pathetic. So Tozawa should have been moved up. He should be in this position that I think Rich Swan is going because they had a hype video for Rich Swan. Like, I would love for Tozawa. It was the same damn video, though. That's the problem. I was, like, expecting something new, and it's just like they're just like, oh, yeah, this is from the CWC. We're going to play it again. I mean, Cedric Alexander would be the, I guess, the ideal guy because it seemed like they were kind of going that way a few months ago and they got hurt. One thing Dude, I'll ha- say about the cruiserweight division is 
The only way I would want to see Austin Aries stay in it any longer is a quick program with Kendrick. That's the only thing that would interest me. In or a heel turn. For him. Yeah. But like, even then, like, do I really need him to fight Alexander or Rich Swan or Gallagher? Like, not really. Because he's better than that. But I'd be cool with him and Kendrick. I think that there are plenty of options. But my question is, really, who's taking the title off Neville? I don't think that person exists right now on the roster. I don't think and so I'm either. okay with that. I'm uh, okay yeah. with that, to be honest. Ne- Neville has He's been, been amazing. So good. As Aries will say later, he will pay the ultimate compliments toward Neville. He is the yes. fucking, he is not, no one is on the Neville level right now. But that doesn't necessarily mean someone can't be on the Neville level. You know who uh, I would like to see come in, come up? What about Tyler Bate? He's under 205 pounds. What about a Tommy? I was just going to say a Tommy. A Tommy's another great option, but I, the, Dave Meltzer's already planting the seeds that he wants to go back to Japan. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so there are options. I'm excited. Like I said... Could be Enzo, what Chris Jericho was saying. He's 206, if, though. He's 206. That's what you... Um, I like, PG, your idea of a montage of you know, <laughs> him trying to lose that pound. Like, just running in trash bags. You know, the, doing the Rocky things where he's trying he to really chase a chicken. He really is Two oh six on Wikipedia. Yeah, remember with uh, Christian the chicken suit? Yes, and <laughs> and Kurt Angle's like, "Hey, my chicken suit." <laughs> I watch a shit ton of uh, Table for Threes, including this week's, which didn't fucking make a lick of sense. BG, Mike, did you end up watching it? No, I just wasn't like pumped enough to force myself to watch There's it. No like, why is this a thing? I kind of hated it. In all honesty, <laughs> it's fucking it Bruno was... San Martino, Ric Flair, and Randy Orton. I was like, what? And it's just like, it's the same stories you heard, except for I did hear a new story about um, Bruno Sammartino's oh, yeah. life in oh, yeah. uh, in his home country before he came over to America, which is fucking insane, of his mom mm-hmm. walking for 24 hours to sneak into a Nazi-occupied home, to sneak into the basement to fucking get food for her children. Bruno Sammartino almost dies, and he fucking, she gives him leeches to help him live, and it keeps him yeah. alive. Those are, that's I do crazy. Think I've, I do think I've heard that before. But he then. has really interesting stories. It just takes a while to Sure, going. he's an older man. Friend uh, of the yeah. show. Friend of the show. But then you got Ric Flair who's like, uh, you should have known this fucking time Harley Race brought a fucking gun and put the yeah. fucking Hulk Hogan's head. And you see just across the table, Bruno Sammartino stone face at him. He's like, why do you have to use such Flair harsh language? Flair and do not mix no. at all. No. It's because they all have so many like titles and, and length titles. Whatever. Um, Big Cass attacked backstage. He thinks maybe it's Enzo. Then he thinks it's Big Show. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, Gold Dust. He doesn't think it's Enzo. He, yeah, he did. At one point, he thought it was Enzo. He's like, he all handed him well, the chain. He's like, oh, bro. Enzo, Enzo was like, he took it upon himself to be like, nah, nah, it wasn't me. Right. That's why he handed him the chain, though, because it was from Enzo. Whatever. Right. Um, so it's the revival, I think, right? Or are I we, we going to get a master swerve here? What's going on? I don't. I really don't want it to be Big Cass. I don't think Not it's gonna yet. be Big Cass. A lot of people it, saying like, "Oh, he was faking it," and it's like I. I just don't want that to happen. I already fucking honest. pushed a gigantic like white. I don't know that referee. He that, that referee is fucking ripped. He fucking just threw that thing. <laughs> you know what I like? You know what I want? I want it to be heavy machinery. That's. I'm gonna go on record. I want it to be heavy machinery. Okay, well, it's not, and that's all. Oh, I want Otis... James I want, I want Otis Dozovich in a suit. I need that guy in a suit, because I want to see they what it looks like. They don't make suits for that. 
body type. I, there's a there's a fucking character from Ghostbusters with a, a big fat I thought you were going to say Kingpin. Kingpin from Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good one, too. Just the giant fat guy in a suit and, like, just, like, I, I need, like, a pinstripe suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever, looking like a gangster. Gold Dust and R Truth, they're absolutely doing great things. I don't know yep. if it's gonna Love lead it. to anything worth a fuck, but the promos have been clutch, so I'm enjoying that. It's just it's exactly what Gold Dust used to be. Yeah. It just went back to the well and it's perfect. And it's R right. Truth kinda going back to little Jimmy, but like the hard ass yeah. edged little Jimmy. Yeah. Love it. And here's the thing. It's like you have a fucking three hour show, you got two hours on SmackDown. This shows like a minute and a half. And it's fucking great. Like, you don't have to do that much to build character development in a feud. I would love fucking... SmackDown to hear that because there's guys like Luke Harper and Ty Dillinger yeah. who, oh, with only fucking Shane being like, you know what, I better mention these guys. So <laughs> right. American Alpha. Them. None of them have been on TV for weeks. I, just weeks. give me a promo. Just give me a backstage fuck. Just give me a vignette. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, Kalisto beat Titus. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and Kurt Angle still glued to his phone. He is. I think he's just looking at porn. Because every time, every time <laughs> someone comes in, he grabs his phone like someone who's looking at porn grabs a phone, like holds it against their chest with two hands and shit. Like I'm not looking at porn. It's like I That's never true. said you were. I just walked in. Well, I saw I saw a meme, and I think this might be the answer. Where he's looking at his phone, and then they show on the phone, and it's it's Tom Phillips. Say he's gonna face fuck the shit out of him. No, that's that why he's so pissed. I saw that's one. I saw one that was him and Dixie, and it was when he was going to the Hall of Fame, and he just like he just looking at it like no one can see this. Did you see her tweet? Yes. Yeah. Oh, about how like somebody's like I'm having flashbacks or yep. something like that, and she's like me too. Me too. <laughs> when it was Joe looking at uh, I love Angle. Dixie. Yep. I don't know what the problem is. I love Dixie. She she made she's some. She's a sweetheart. She was yeah. she's a sweetheart, and she made she trusted oh, wrong. In all honesty, she trusted the wrong people because con men like Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan tricked her. And in all honesty, Jeff Jarrett tricked her too. And I feel bad for her because she, she, she is someone who's not so she's not someone who's super wise to the business. She's not she wasn't born and bred into the wrestling business. So she in that position, you have to trust certain people. Unfortunately. She trusted the fucking bottom feeders of the business, so. Should have trusted us. Should have. Seriously. I, I, we we could have run that company. I almost worked. There is no doubt in my mind that we could have, well, Donnie had to leave. I, I, yeah, we would. Yeah, of course. Die. We would just, you could be Don Yikes. West. Don West. <laughs> guys, you got to get inside this brown box special, all right, the guys. Thing is, you, gotta, you, you have to make sell. you like an on-air right. talent just to get the you, fuck out of the office. <laughs> You'd have to sell everything like I sell the Cut Your Dick shirt. Could you do that? Could you get we that? We never sold level? anything. Yeah. Oh. We never sell those shirts. No one Always. wants to cut their dick. No one People wants have to, to be... lose, like, tournaments to fucking Exactly. Or they ha we have to answer their question on air, and then, like, if we do something, then they'll buy that shirt. And that's the only way. Oh, you got to say this. Whenever there's the chance for somebody to buy a Cut Your Dick shirt, I come up clutch, and I make sure they buy that Cut Your Dick shirt. You're, you just prove each and every like week. Each and every week, while you're the Albert Fish of Ring Rust Radio, you're you're, you're just fo you're just fucking fascination with cutting dicks. He's his fascination with cutting dicks. It's really like I almost want to you, study you like a fucking animal in a zoo, just so I can like when you eventually. You have a, yeah, no, you no, have just, a far worse dick fascination than I do. So excuse me, excuse me. I'm, I'm, I don't want to cut them. I, don't I think know they're majestic creatures. Works. Yeah, I think they're majestic creatures that should be talked about. Spoke I, I about. spoke out against setting them on fire, so like I don't know why I'm the. But if you cut it, it's gonna burn also. So really, yeah. well, no, are you that much better? 
I am. It's not better. It's not. I would rather have my dick. No, that's really. You would rather have it cut. Would you rather have it cut or burnt? Neither. <laughs> Leave my dick because out of this, okay? You got a better yeah. chance to recover from a cut. Okay, that's this true. is not a conversation. I'm giving you a fighting chance. Is what I'm doing. That's almost worse. I feel like you've thought about this. Like, <laughs> I'm going to let you live just long enough to feel the pain. <laughs> Smackdown Live, y'all. Uh, the, the fashion files are still a thing. Thank the yes. Lord above. And our dreams have come true. We talked about how much we wanted New Day and, and against uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. But you know what? At least this is a start to something. Oh, um, it will happen, but first they're going to work together. Yes, that's what I, I feel start. like because they kept saying how the colognes didn't ruin their um, office, how they didn't ruin their, their set. It wasn't the colognes cologne. It right. wasn't the colognes cologne. I think it was New Day's, and I eventually no. think it's going to be New no. Day. Yeah. No, that's a heel turn. I don't Rizano think so. is the one that's going to have to turn heel. Honest. Can't turn into heel. I don't know if anybody will turn heel. Yeah, just leave it as it is. Uh, New Day enter into black and white. They say black and white. And black <laughs> and white. So good. And they're, they're just the subtleties Did you think they were going to come in in color? No. I did, actually. When they I thought at no. first they were going to come in I don't think WWE color. has that capability right now. <laughs> in all honesty. I knew they have Kevin limitations. Kevin knock the job done. He's like, that. God damn. He's like, maybe if we use two cameras and we just like kind of... I can't do it. Never mind. Um, th- th- this is fantastic. The New Day come in. Uh, they-, they say, will you take the case? Brizongo refuses to talk out loud. They're only speaking through ESP <laughs> toward each other, and that's they fucking funny. And Big- Biggie's like, um, your silence is weird. Why are you just staring out. at us? Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, they're like, we got something for you. So uh, Biggie and Ex- Xavier Woods and Kofi reach into Biggie's thing. He's like, little down, little down. No, not that far down. Um, they hand them rompers. The best part is Fandango spiking his twice. He spikes it, they pick it up, and they spike it again. New Day, they're like, oh, don't, why are you doing this? And then Tyler Breeze comes in with the romper on, which is fantastic. Um, and Fandango getting in Big E's face, he's like, Big E, if that is your real initial. And he, he just starts talking, he's like, I'm not, I'm a dirty dancer, but I'm not a dirty dancer. He's like, what are you talking about? What is happening here? Uh, but yeah, this is hilarious. This is all New, funny. New Day were appalled by is H. Yeah, yeah. Yes. New, no, New Day, they're like ish, and he's like Kazunite. He's like thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bulletin board. The bulletin is, board is the bulletin board is always so the good. highlight. Humphrey Bogart looking at Billy Kidman with the caption, "Here's looking at you, kid." <laughs> dot dot dot. Man, Billy Kidman. <laughs> Billy Kidman. Go check him out on Twitter. He responded. He's like, "Why am I getting busted oh, on really? for shit I did 20 years ago?" Yeah, look up Billy Kidman. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Get some um, sick jorts. The Cologne's Cologne, and uh, <laughs> fucking poor Tyler Breeze could not figure it out. Uh, the Uzo's labeled as anno- annoying. And annoying. Annoying. And purple much. <laughs> Michael Hayes listed as a repeat offender. <laughs> Ascend no, as for Ascension. Uh, Enzo Mori labeled out of jurisdiction. And G. Rose is G-Rose. really good. G. Rose. Freddy, classy Freddie Blassie always is take note. Uh, Tony Schimmel labeled his total waste off the rack. Uh, American Alpha is American Can't. American uh, American Can't. Can't. And Big Boss Man, as always, still there. Yes. Uh, and yes, later Incredible. New Day beat the Colognes. Um, Uzos come out. They're like, hair on your neck. 
And it's been, we got that promo again. I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, the hell? Like, hey, every every night, time, we're going to sneak up on you in the nighttime. We're going to sneak in your front door because you didn't lock it. We're going to end up sleeping in your living room until you wake up and kick us out on time. Motherfucker, you can feel that on the back of your fucking throat? That's me breathing because I'll be sleeping next to you. When you fall asleep, I'm in the bed. It's comfortable. <laughs> and New Day, that's the, the only way you give the Usos the upper hand is by not letting New Day respond. Because New yeah. Day got they rolled. They didn't know how to respond. Xavier gets rolled for his shoes, and then he's just like, ooh, you're lucky they just didn't script me to just fucking roll your ass right, right. here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely would have. Yeah, of course, of course. So, yeah, I'm excited about all of this. Tag Team Division on SmackDown. Being really good. I'm having a lot of fun. It went from nothing to great. Yeah, and that's what New Day does. That's what New it's Day does. New, primarily case? The new, file, new so. case. New, new case. New case. I, I want this. I want the Breezango and New Day just like working together all the time to try to take down the Usos. Them is and then that's so how good. you how you get uh, Breezango to turn on them or just start the feud. That's, however you want to do so it. So good. I, I, I love I, it. We need more. Great. Or they give him wrong information for the, the Usos, and that's how it starts. They, they you know what? They're like they're they don't tell them that New Day's day one is H. You know what I mean? They don't tell them that. And that's the caveat that they needed. That's that fucking little uh that they needed. Uh, let's go on. Let's go into the women's division. It's not good. Women's division. Shane McMahon introduces a new brave case for the women. And it's fair. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The briefcase. 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 It's a great briefcase. It is a great briefcase. It's gorgeous. It is. I fucking, of all the briefcases. It's a lot better than the fucking blue one. The only. I want it. The only. I'll carry my crackers in that any day. The only briefcase (laughs) that's better than this one was Damien Sandow's leather bound one. Yeah, but that was besides good. that one, this is the next best one. I love. But it got one. ruined by Cody Rhodes in a river. Yeah, and he pulled it out, and it's all filled with water and fish. That's really yep. good. Yep. All <laughs> of that's really good still. Um, Lana tries to get in the Money in the Bank match. Naomi snatches her bald, um, <laughs> and then I'm cool. And then Shane shits on her. <laughs> Naomi shits on her, and then Lana just leaves like at the like me when I when I in the hotel room when you guys are like get the fuck out, fatty, and I'm like okay. I'm going to go downstairs and get ice cream dots <laughs> from the convenience thing. Um, welcoming committee beat Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte after Lana interferes. And Naomi's like, yo, I'm, I'm going to snatch this bitch bald. And then he's like, you don't have to put the title on And I'm going to feel that glow. And she's like, I'm going to put the title on line. Then on Talking Smack, Shane McMahon straight up looks at Lana in the face and says, <laughs> you still don't deserve this title yeah. thing. And Lana's like, damn, boy, what the fuck, dude? Holy shit. <laughs> 
and Renee Young, she, like, BG, you talked about how uh, Charlotte and Becky were sipping tea or smoking joints or whatever it looked like they were it doing. Was, yeah. I thought it was smoking joints. I thought I it was too. once. But on, on fucking talking smack, Renee's over there sipping tea, too. I'm like, everyone's <laughs> sipping tea at this poor Lana. The fucking lady's getting fucking <laughs> roasted Kermit. here. Holy shit, man! Yeah, so the women's division—that's this is a, this is a thing. I'm really, really, genuinely excited for the women's Money in the Bank match. Um, yes. I thought this was Tamina got the win. Holy shit, I was surprised. But there you go. And my time. And you're trying. And she didn't. I don't. I didn't think she was horrible. They kept it really small, and it was just it wasn't great. But hey, it was better it than good. fucking nothing. But I like that they're making everybody look strong going into this. It's like, hey, it really gives that feeling. Anybody could win. Um, I have no I don't hope. think anybody could win. I have no hope that Naomi and Lana is going to be a good match, but at least there's a women's championship match. I think match it'll on be good. Card. I, d- I think I it's going to surprise you. Okay, th- then I'm leaving my expectations low, though. I'm not Naomi gonna... is really good. She is good. And Lana has to have been training for like three years. We saw her at WrestleMania a few years ago. She wasn't bad, she was even though it was very splits. limited. She's, just she's a good been... dancer. She's been doing splits and yeah, dances. Yeah, she's athletic. I- I'm going to... I don't think they'd throw her into this match when they only if she wasn't ready to go. Okay, I, I do think they would do that, absolutely. And I think that um, it's not going to be a good match. But I, I am excited. I'm glad they got the Women's Championship on the fucking card. So. Eh, she should have well, yeah. been fucking Money in the Bank. I, see, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I don't think so. So. She could have done awesome shit in the Money in the Bank match. That's uh, what I'm, next year, I'm not talking about Naomi. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Next no, I'm year. About no, no, no. No, she next, shouldn't be in no, it. She, in next that. year, I, Naomi will be in it, and then she can do her huge spot. You know what I mean? She's going to be the Kalisto of this, where she just, like, every year has a big spot. Here's the thing about this this whole situation is, I, of course, looking forward to the Money in the Bank ladder match. It's going to be awesome. But basically, Lana just, like, leapfrogged everybody. It's better yeah. to just straight up get a championship match than to have to face four other people to maybe have a championship match sometime. Like, yep. that doesn't really make any sense at all. Why are Becky and Charlotte friends still? What the because fuck? Charlotte hasn't turned heel yet. That's why. She's been a heel. I know. It kind of feels got... like because they're friends in real life, like they forget sometimes and like, oh yeah, we should. No, no, I feel right, like, like no, they no, were... they're definitely being portrayed that way. They're definitely being portrayed mm. as friends. Like when they talk backstage, right, and shit, they're like friendly. It. Yeah, no, I don't think it's. I don't know what they're what they're doing with it. Charlotte's character, and that's my issue here. Right, like it was our fear when she went to SmackDown, where it's like. Do not turn her face, and that's exactly what they did. Well, she'd better win Money in the Bank and not be like this anymore. Woo! Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be Carmella. I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. So, there we go. I think it's going to be Charlotte. We need to have some co-hosts. That way we it's going to be just, Tamina. It's going to be Tamina, guys. We need to pick the other people. The, someone, we need someone to come on and pick Natty. Call up Joe! Joe, just, Joe, I need you to pick Natty. Natty. It's a great pick, No, Joe. I won't do it. No, he would do it. <laughs> I'm uh, going to take, uh... Take, uh, Yuri Yoto. What is the new lady's name? <laughs> yeah, Io Shirai. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know that. But he, he, know, he showed me a lot of videos of her. She is fantastic. We're going with Nicole Matthews. Unbelievable. Uh, men's Money in the Bank match. AJ Styles beats Dolph Ziggler, takes one back for himself. He, uh, he appears on um, What talk- was the point? He that be- whole conversation we had last week about Ziggler. Yep. Right down the toilet. He appears on talking. AJ Styles appears on talking smack. He's got a huge wristband with Jesus on it, and I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "He's best friends with Shane." I was like, "Jesus zipper." But for real, I I was looking at his wrist. I was like, "What is that? Like it's an armband, like like a Hot Topic style one." I was like, "What's the band on there?" And it's just a big ass picture of Jesus. Jesus. 
I was like, ooh, okay, I don't know what that means. Um, Sami Zayn was going to be on commentary, gets killed by Baron Corbin. Then we get Corbin on commentary, <laughs> who didn't talk very much, but when he did, it you was good. You rolled Aaron Saxon. He did. I thought Baron Corbin was awesome on commentary here. I think I he's get, every Zane week Corbin's commentary. getting better, I think. He's good. I like him. Nakamura beats yeah. Owens clean. He's fucking good. Owens. Owens' second job is taking Kinshasa's to the head. Fucking like, I was like real, that was like the best Kinshasa. It looked like I like how every time they're like Nakamura Owens first time ever, and then I just have gifts running through my head like it's fucking <laughs> gumdrops in fucking fairy tale land. I'm it like, wait a minute, this, why would you do this? Why would you give this away? Yeah, why didn't they just have like Baron Corbin go in there and fuck both them up? No, we said last week it should never have happened. Yeah, yeah. why would you do this? Because you're giving away, you're giving. And away they only st- gave him like nine. Neville and TJP got more time on 205 Live than they did. It you know, he's just it straight weird. up fucking lost again. Like he he's lost like a month in a row, every week. It's not it's not, not good, good booking. I mean, he he will recover. Heels can recover from these constant losses with just a couple good promos and then a big win, and he's right back to where he should be. But it's it's just weird that you would even should do it the, the other way place. around. Should have been Owens on commentary. Corbin against Nakamura. Well, you're gonna get that next week. We'll get that next week. Right? Yeah, you're gonna give. Oh, you're gonna get. Like I said, we. No, talk, I should have dropped Corbin. It's uh, what we. It's no. honestly what we talked about <laughs> heading into the Fatal Five Way and how they had every combination. By the time you get there for this Money in the Bank, everybody's touched gloves and everybody. We've seen it all, and I feel like they're doing that right now. And it's like, fuck, man, I don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, here's the thing. I, you should never, that match should never happen. Owens against Nakamura. That should be a long-term feud with all kinds of awesome matches on pay-per-views. That shouldn't have happened. I don't have a problem with the guys mixing it up otherwise because it's going to be a totally different animal when you're in a ladder match. But don't give away big money matches. Yeah. Don't do that. Next week you got to have a six-man tag. No less. No, next week I firmly believe you're going to have Shinsuke Nakamura beat Corbin clean. Stop. That's what I I that, you know what that's my thing I think that's what they're gonna do so just put that one on the fucking record we'll just play that. I should game. have Samoa Joe him when I had the chance. Fucking unbelievable! I just don't <laughs> stop stop just stop okay. I'm not gonna stop. There's gonna be more later. <sighs> BG anything here? I can't wait for the match. Agreed. Yeah, um, really. Just get to it. Jinder Mahal against Randy Orton. I, I can wait for this match. Jinder Mahal comes out. By the way, I love Jinder's music. I think Jinder's music is fantastic. I will say this. That's his maybe. Yeah, it's like the best part. This uh, one redeeming quality. I thought Jinder yeah. looked good against... I, I'll tell you what. I thought Mojo's promo with Shane during SmackDown was good. And I thought Mojo on Talking Smack was good. I thought he was actually really good. Um, he's a real. He, he, but he, he, see, like we said, he's like, I lost. I got to take responsibility for it. He's like, am I pissed? He's like, goddamn right, I'm fucking pissed. But he's like, I got, I'm, I'm not gonna change who I am. I'm not gonna lower myself. I just really, I, I was really impressed by Mojo. On you were inspired. You were inspired by Mojo. I wasn't inspired. I was impressed by that. He's, he, he's a good talker. He, he and I he are lives the life. He yeah, does. he and I are friends, so like he, I'd probably he's inspire him a little bit. He's not your friend. He's we fucking discussed what? this. He's not your friend at all. If he was Maybe your he's... friend. Would he be on the show? Exactly. That's a great well, point. We, That's what I was trying to say. You can't just go doing that. That's it's dumb WWE. shit. That's they exactly how. That's not how it works. That's fucking incorrect. Yes, it is. Jinder you Mahal. Uh, Jinder beats Mojo, and then Orton no. is too full from table for three to show up for anything but a promo where he he's was like, there for two seconds. Yeah, he came up. He's like, you know what? My dad told me. He he says like eleven sentences, and he's like, my dad. Said, let your actions speak louder than words. Then he walks away. It's like, 
Why is oh, his I dad remember. like a legend a now? All of a sudden, the fucking guy. The, I know Bob. He made him at a WrestleMania. Did the, you hear that? The before? only thing I know about him is that he had a cast for a little while there, and more like a few years it seemed. And that's all. That's all I know. Never him. That's all I know of him. Um, but Mike, here, thoughts on gender, Randy Orton? You excited? I'm more excited for the match. I'm excited. Hate Stupid. it. Less excited. Always less excited. I don't know. Do you do you think gender is gonna win? Yeah. Yeah, I do. BG. Whatever. <laughs> Why do you say you sound more dejected now than ever? What's going on? He fucking blows. His promo is so bad. It doesn't even look like he is the one speaking. It still looks like they're playing a fucking voiceover. Maybe for he's him. a puppet. I don't know. I think JBL. Maybe he's a puppet baby. I think JBL was right when he compared himself to um, Jinder Mahal in the way that he rebuilt himself following a, not the a same full at all. run. No, so when not. he became went from Bradshaw. To JBL, that's kind of the rebirth. That's not that the he's, same. This is nothing that, like that. Jinder JBL Mahal said it. It's always JBL's, been this way. JBL yeah. said it. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a difference, and it's a it's a, it's it's he has not always been this way. I feel like it's a completely different character. Yes, he's uh, the, the build, the, the the way that he's being portrayed, I think it's much different. I like what they're doing with him. Okay. He was essentially doing the same character when he first came up, except he wasn't fucking ripped to shreds, so Vince didn't. Get a hard on when he saw right. him. Well, That's did you see the fucking veins on his neck and his fucking pimples on I his tr- back? Try, try not yeah. to look. I fucking dude, I would. I, you could literally grate cheese off of his Jesus, fucking stomach, dude. It's very impressive. Give him that, dude. He's, he's fucking. His body I'm, is I'm fucking sculpture worthy. I'm not scared. He's in great shape. Fucking goddamn gorgeous body on the guy. He just but can't fuck, fucking yeah. wrestle or speak. Can't explode your heart. He can't do. That's the problem. He can't do either. Good. I don't know. I don't know. Do do one thing I good. I don't know. I At think least. I think the promo was solid, and I, I thought the ring work know. is solid. <laughs> it's okay. okay. The ring work is horrible. I don't know. I like the Cobra Clutch release slam thing. It looks like, like it. shit. Uh, we gotta pay. We gotta. Anything else about SmackDown? Uh, it's can't pretty be cool. Where's the other guys? That's my question. Where's the, the Where's all the rest of them? Alpha. They're the on fuck? main event. Don't. Where's the, I would rather have Luke Harbour feuding Aiden English on television than just not having him there. Found the time. Just just bring in a local job or let Ty Dillinger beat him in four seconds with the tiebreaker. That's the problem with the brand So we only have two hours. It's, it's less than now commercials. Like, there's not the that vignettes, much time. Like, you, we talk, give... we talked about, you talked about a BG with Goldust and R-Truth. It was three yeah. minutes tops for both of them combined. Do that with Luke Harper. Do that with Ty Dillinger. Spread them out. Just don't give Jinder Mahal any TV time. That'll solve one problem. Two problems, really. Wow, you're just being a real ignorant. I, I want to build a wall around you right now because you're just fucking... Keep the hate in. You know what I mean? And, and, and you'll make me pay for it. It's going to be a solar wall now. So it's <laughs> it's going to pay for itself, you piece of shit. Got it. Uh, how about the Patreon poll, BG? So this... Months well, first off, anyone that is a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash radio. You will be entered into our monthly poll. And so on the first of every month, we send out a poll question, we reply, and on the first episode of the show, hopefully, we will answer that question with what you guys said. So this month's question was, who who was your favorite, or what was your favorite match, or who was your favorite moment from May? Now, do you guys have any guesses on what this is going to be? Uh, May, May. Mm. No, I don't remember May. Okay. May. So in second place was the UK Championship match. Ah, yeah. Backlash. I do remember that. 
Oh, I'm sorry, from NXT TakeOver Chicago. TakeOver Chicago. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, incredible match. Oh, the ladder match is one. And then your winner was the DIY breakup, which I I voted for. So I know, Donnie, you, coming out of NXT weekend, was all about the UK championship. So how do you feel about this? Oh, I love them both. Don't get me wrong. It's like picking between kids. I love them fucking both. I just, I just personally think that the UK championship match was the the better match in itself. But I think that the turn of Champa was incredible. So that's what the yeah. vote was for match or moment. Yeah, it's for match or moment. About, that's why. If you're talking about like what you're gonna remember like five or ten years from now. I think you'll more so remember that turn. Probably See, I agree. I, I love I love that, but I I love matches too. I, I think that I, I hold a great match in the same regard as a great moment. It's it's both of them will resonate for a long time. Is I, that your match of the year so far? No, it's still Kenny Omega and Okada. But it, okay. I would have. I hoping would, you forgot about that. I would probably put the UK Championship match second, and then the wow. AJ Styles Cena match third. Now, yeah, impressive. But now, it, Donnie, there's a lot of great matches, have, man. There's been some really good matches this year, but we also have in with this poll, this monthly poll, some of the top comments oh, that I love people these. chime in with. It's not just giving us your answer; it's what you also give us Sass in return. Us back. Yeah, you sass us back a little bit. Speaking of, Troy Nicholson says easily the best moment in what has been a poop month was Randy Orton trying to murder one of the Singh brothers. I'm with that. That was great. I love the Bollywood boys. (laughs) I I think more so than that, him actually doing it was his face afterward. Yes, that was the went viral. He was like, yikes. (laughs) Speaking of yikes, which is a... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great show on ProWrestlingTees.com. Says Rance Rail. Two of them. George Sparrows. Of the show, be time for the show. It says forgetting to pay my car insurance, but remembering to pay adults on the internet to watch cartoons for me. Yeah, that's dude. priority. <laughs> <laughs> for real, pay your fucking bills though, please. Yeah. Holy shit. Pay your bills first, then pay us. Yeah. God damn. At least one dollar well, a month. Colin Woods says that my favorite match was Mike Chiari versus sexuality. <laughs> I lose every time. Every fucking time. You see a Timmy like, and you I, just it's faint. It's like Kevin Owens against the You're like the dude. I'm just getting beat in the face. You're like you're like the the dude from American Pie. You just come thinking about women. You're just like, holy shit, is that a girl? And she shakes your I hand. Mean, and she's like, my name is. You're the fair, DMV. Did you, did you see Nadia? Who? Yeah. Nadia. I can't handle you right now. <laughs> Piggybacking off that was Mr. Audi 420. Sure, Donnie. My favorite moment was Donnie calling Chiari a fat bitch for yelling at him. <laughs> so all the shows. That's what yeah, I was, was going to say. That happens ten times a week. Yeah, every week. Uh, every single fucking okay. week, dude. It's, it's, but something that doesn't happen every week was our Paul London interview, which is what Dante Rodriguez voted for. Yeah, that was really fun. I really that happens it. never. Yeah. We got Nothing a, like that has ever happened. No. <laughs> three more, three more comments to okay. close out, Donnie. Yeah. From Drew Ogden. When Mike Chiari karaoke various Eagle songs, 
That is true. Because it was because he got the greatest hit CD from his dad one time. Got it. Got it. You got the greatest hit CD from fucking Walmart for three dollars. I got it. The bin of CDs at Walmart. It's a good deal. I go in there every once in a while, just digging through there. I find some gems in there, man. The smart collector. It says, Donnie will probably say it was Jahindama Balls winning the W title, which will lead to BG and Kiari shitting on him for it. <laughs> However, the best moment in May is obviously every show when Kiari has to read the fantasy standings. And not only is he sad because he's losing, but you can hear the sadness in his voice and it's so very gratifying. I love it. Plus, I'm like 75 plus points ahead of him. And every time he has to announce, I'm in first, kills him a little inside. Ooh, yeah. That's tough talk from somebody who's in second place now. That's Woo! okay. Hey, you know what? <laughs> He's still way a fucking ahead of you, and he still he at least not, has a chance. Really. He's he has a chance. I'm on to the win. move, baby. You I'm are on not. The move. This is I'm fucking very much on the move. move. Yeah, you're on I'm the move. I'm ahead of you. I'm you're ahead like, of you. Oh, that's totally temporary. You're gonna don't learn even, today. Don't even worry your pretty little head, no, dude. I have a long-term game plan. I'm heading to SummerSlam. This is a fucking marathon, baby, not a sprint. I get mentioned a lot in these. Speaking <laughs> of marathons, Donnie. Jason Johnson, our last comment. UK Championship match at NXT TakeOver. And Johnny Ace giving Triple R the word of the day. Not sure how you fit Blumpkin into a wrestling podcast, <laughs> but I'm glad you did. <laughs> you know what? That is, that's the tagline. I'm not sure how you did it, but I'm glad you did it. That's, I'm not sure why. It should be, I'm not sure why you did it, but why? I'm glad why you did you? it. Yeah, why would you? Why wouldn't you is right. Johnny Ace is a man of his word, and he he told me he would bring in some he would bring in some true sexuality to this show, and I really appreciate that. Um, and you know what, Patreon? Let's talk about some Patreon shoutouts. Let's do some shoutouts real quick. The people who make this show possible: um, Dante Rodriguez, George Sparrows, Andrew Skeens, Dalton Serber, <laughs> Randy Hammond, Tyler Walsh, Ira Larks. They call him Ira Larks. Robert Hernandez, Jeff Sang. Audit, Kale Ryan, Dave Morris, Hunter, Hoyo, Hoyo. Yikes. <laughs> BG, Mike, you are, you say it, you know how to say things so good. Oilian. Oilian. Hoyo. Um, I like the, I like the next one. The audacity of the next person to just have the name Ryan. Just motherfuckers like, just like... He's like Cher or Beyonce. He's like Madonna. The audacity to just be one fucking name. He's like, I'm, especially a, a common-ass name. I'm Dave. It's like, all right. So, so Ryan, big shout-out to Ryan. All the Ryans who are listening, it's, it's you. <laughs> Eric Blue, uh, Justin Fincher, and Vic and K. Dombalajian. So thank you to all those people for making the show possible. We yes, really thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love you so guys. Much. Yes. Uh, is that, did we miss That's, anything from WWE? Not no, never. I really but Donnie, you have a pretty cool moment right now. Okay, I was watching, on. I have a TV on. They're having a commercial for, like, my cable provider. And they show, like, the, the TV guide. And one of the shows on there, Lucha Underground, they're showing. Wow. On my, wow. On my, wow, on my cable box, it still <laughs> says David Ortega is on SmackDown. Every single week it says <laughs> David Ortega. And I'm like... Now I'm hungry for nachos, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it says David Ortega. It says David Ortega every fucking time. I send you the picture. I took a picture. I know. I thought maybe they would fix it. No. Why would they? Mauro Ronaldo and David Ortega are just bringing up the blue brand. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. You know, let's go. We got Smarks comments. Let's do it. 
Alright guys, after every pay-per-view, we scour the internet to find the greatest in Smarks comments. These are the people who are so angry, they must, they must enter the interweb and leave their doo-doo thoughts all over the place, okay? And, what we and here we are, we're cleaning up the yard. We're cleaning up, the, this is our yard, okay? <laughs> and we're tired of doo-doo in our yard, so we collect it, we make fun of the dog. It's like a dog shitting on your yard, and then you take the doo-doo, and you're like, no! what kind of poop's this, huh? You're fat, you're a stupid-looking dog, and here's your stupid-looking doo-doo. I would dog? never do that. I, no, I would, I would berate the owner. I have almost I almost fought a dude for fucking ha letting his dog shit on my yard and then refusing to pick it up. Everything in the world. You should put his face in it. I just I will. I'll rub his fucking nose in it. The adult, the adult man. Yeah, the adult, not the dog. Yeah, I would. I love dogs. I don't like. Yeah. My cat died this week. Did I say that to you guys? I'm oh, sorry. My kitty crack died. I'm yeah. sorry too. Wow, that's terrible. Fifteen years, and she we got her from the pound, so she was at least two or three years old. So, she got a fucking long life out of me. Wow. I'm a, I'm, while, I'm, while, I'm on, while I'm downer news, my uh, one of my best friends got diagnosed with terminal stage four liver, lung, and colon cancer. Holy shit! <laughs> right? He just called me up. He's like, "Yeah, I don't go to the doctor very often, but when I did, they said I'm dying." I was like, "I'm going oh on God. vacation. Why are you telling me now?" It's like you son of a bitch. Oh yeah, you're Smarks. Really, Josh, you're really pulling wow. a Josh Matthew here. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let, let, yeah, I think you should cut this out. How's uh, your cat? Dead. Uh, let's talk about Smarks. That's our true reenactment of what happened. <laughs> Smarks. Say the darndest thing. No telling what, no telling when. Never a moment. You think you know, they surprise you again. Saying what they wanna. They're gone tomorrow, right here today. Smark say, smark say, smark say. Smark say, smark say, smark say. Smarks. Oh, that music has me fucking pumped, baby. We were all over the web. We found these from Instagram, WWE.com, BleacherReport.com. A few shout-outs for people who helped me collect the Smart Say comments. This week, Kenny Johnson, George Murphy, Brandon Galvin, uh, Sean Stevens, Dave Cliff, and Mike Kenny. And? Donald Wood. And? You didn't give me any. I did. No. Wow. Vince Russo gave me some comments that we're going to talk mm -hmm. about later. Oh, but that was not okay, part of okay. this. He is That's a part of it. He is a human being walking around in smart And clothing. Mike Chiari. No, fuck you. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> you don't ever contribute to this, and you will never get credit from me. That's pretty But mean. Mike Chiari starts on number one. You fat bitch. You are no suck people judge you on they don't have clues. Ho, are you keep up, Kalisto? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. No, There's a lot of words in fuck. there. They sure are. <sighs> they are words. And they're all spelled correctly. Yeah, I get except for ho. No, that's no, correct. I spelled correctly. No, if you're Santa, but like if you're say the, the implement, okay. I think he's lady called like Godfather's ho. No, that's a lady of the night would be not H O. Yes, it would. Urban no, Dictionary, I... please. I'm ch I'm I'm challenging. How do you think it? How do you think it's spelled? H O E. No, that's like a garden tool. I th yeah, I thought they were both spelled that way. No, no. H-O. H-O. Okay, I'm, I don't believe it. 
Wicked. Brush up on your hose, alright? <laughs> Brush up on my hose. I'm sorry, I, you know what? Pardon me over here. Treating women with respect. Number two? See, if you played WF No Mercy, you would have known that. That's true. Because she's in there. I did Wait, play I did play it. I just play. I just chose to play the superior game more often, WCW vs. NWO Revenge. That's dumb. Have fun unlocking Number two. I love Meng, so it doesn't even <laughs> hurt me that you say that. <laughs> Number two. Yes, Joe one nut nut hyper nut. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our next shirt. Nut nut hyper nut. <laughs> it's just get on the back. It's our our logo with the AJ Styles like semen logo that was for there for a while. Discharge. Discharge. Yuck. Yikes. Oh. Uh, I'm not reading number three. I'm gonna pass it over to Mike. I was gonna say what happened here. Uh, I would munch on Sasha's box and be satisfied. I can't even handle you right now. I saw that, and I, it said from Mike Kiari, and I was like, he couldn't be this brazen. And then there's a big picture of you, and it was like, it yeah, was under that's an it. alias. It was under an alias. Not a good alias. Like, like you, using your actual name is not a good alias. <laughs> Uh, they they choose to let a guy that looks like Speedy Gonzalez with a donut addiction face Brock. Their storylines are the worst ever. So on, Samoa Joe is Speedy Gonzalez with a donut addiction face. Uh, can I? I just gotta I tell you, Speedy Gonzalez is cute as fuck. Oh so my god, like, he's adorable. I hate yeah. mice, but he's not him. I, I, you know what would be cool though? He's so fast. Feeding Speedy Gonzalez to a fucking snake. And he's like, hey, wow. I'm sleepy, man. I was like, just fucking boom, eat that and fucking snake just eating him. He's like, oh my god! Speedy Gonzalez Why would like, you do that? You would never catch Speedy Gonzalez. No, I trick him. He would just run run out the snake. I'd hold ass. him, fuck you. I'd hold him by his stupid mouse tail. He, I'd fucking beat him. Get out of here. I'd stomp Speedy on him with Gonzalez my boot. He's fuck dead. Fuck you up. Speedy really Gonzalez would fucking Number five, you. please. Speedy, I want that on my gravestone. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez would bury you, no. bro. Death by Speedy Gonzalez. Five. Play fucking speed bag with your balls. <laughs> that would be delightful, I think. His soft little hands, you know what I mean? You're like, this he's is. He's got claws, I'm pretty sure. No, I don't think. They would not. He's gonna, he's gonna cut your dick! They he's would not. Cut your dick! Number <laughs> five, please! This is not even. None of this is smart. We're being the better smarts right now. We are! Mike. No, no, Chew, you're number five. Uh, me? Okay. Joe was beaten with someone who got one leg. LOL, fools. You think Joe can beat my suplex city? Turn up, Brock. Kill the coward. <laughs> Turn up. Turn, Turn up, up, Brock, baby. Turn, Turn up. Man. Brock is going to be turned up. Kill the coward. Kill the coward. Turn. I just need, the, I need like, Flavor Flav saying this one. <laughs> Joe was beaten. Someone got one leg, fools. You think Joe can beat my suplex and turn up? Brock will kill that cow. Kill the cow. <laughs> thank God. Thank God Roman lost. I would have put my first through my computer if Borman Lames won. Yeah. Like his firstborn son? I'm going to or... put my first no. through my computer. No, that would be terrible. Right. It's like that Not biblical good. tale. But instead of, like, you know, killing the firstborn son, they throw them through computers. <laughs> it's that old adage. Number seven. Joe, why you chosen to end your WWE carrier by having a match with the Beast Incarnate? Hey, it's gonna be an end to you, baby. 
<laughs> that last line made me cry laughing when I fucking read it out loud. I read all of these out loud. So there's hundreds of comments I read it loud. But hey, it's gonna be the end. it's gonna be an end to you, baby. I read it like a like 1940s <laughs> yeah. guy, like Casablanca. It's oh, <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, number eight, please. This it is the worst. I am angry for Romaine. Angry. I am angry for Romaine. Go ahead, do it again. <laughs> oh, I said it correctly. This is the worst. Oh, I am angry. No, this it is the worst. This it is the worst. This I am angry the... for Romaine. There it is. We'll come <laughs> back to that one. That's a good one. That's just one you can yell again and again. Uh, go ahead, number nine. You. It's on you. Well, KFC versus UFC, Brock will win, Fatty Joe. <laughs> KFC versus UFC, I get it. Because he's chumpy, I get it. Oh, God, people just, like, don't like fat wrestlers. Yeah, I noticed that. It's all of it's Russo. I know. I no, but honestly, I was just did nobody watch wrestling before, like, 1989? It used to be a lot of fatties. Dude, mostly fatties. Like, wrestling was predominantly fatties. And then you get a Hulk Hogan out there, and you're like, my God, look at his body. Vince is like, no more of that. <laughs> He's fighting Adrian Adonis, and you're like, yikes, look at the difference here. <laughs> um, look him up. Adrian Adonis was awesome. Uh, number 10. From Buffalo. He was, and he died in a bus accident. Wow. He really did. My mother wrestles better than Samoa Joe. <laughs> Ugh, he has no skill and is so terrible when he lands punches. They're so fake looking. He pulls back terribly and can't sell it like the other real wrestlers. He's fat and ugly. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> this I, is I, so If I didn't know any better, I would say this was Donnie writing about Shane McMahon. <laughs> no, I would, no, it's uh, Roman Reigns, of course. No, Shane has terrible punches. punches. I had That's plenty I of people hate his punches. But, I mean, I, I still acknowledge when he does good things. I, I feel like this person's got a... I feel like Samoa Joe slept with this man's mother. Could be. Maybe there's, a, there's a personal right. vendetta here. Number 11, please. That whole match was a setup. He cheated all the way just to win. Real men don't hide behind their wives. So, personally, Mike the Miz sucks ass. <laughs> Mike the Miz does suck ass, but I don't hide behind their wives. I don't hide behind my wives because I've only got one wife. <laughs> he's talking. You know, he's talking about the Mormon religion. He's talking about Utah, where they can have multiple wives. Polygamy. Which, yeah, polygamy. In all honesty, that's a pretty fucking good place. If I was a wrestler, I'd be the polygamist, and I would fucking just have a like a stable of my wives, and they would do all my dirty work for me. It'd be like seven Singh brothers, but they'd all be wives, sister wives. You might be onto something. Po the polygamist is a really good wrestling name, dude. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably an indie gimmick somewhere. Yeah, for real. But it's just like he comes down and it's just like the normal goofy white guy look. He's got like a, a collared polo. He's got khakis. <laughs> his hair is slicked over to one side. His name is his name is Paul E. Gimmist. <laughs> yeah, it's Gimmist. And he's a, he's, a, he's a chemist. And he's it just comes down in a weird lab coat. But he looks like the brother from Napoleon Dynamite. Like, listen, I'm, yes. uh, I'm the polygamist. I'm the polygamist. This is a really Get, good gimmick. Getting pretty serious. For, for real. We, if it's not an indie thing, make it an indie thing. Because this is, this is life. No, I, I'm all about this. Um, probably chitted to get it. The all way he knows how to win. It's chided. 
Like, <laughs> hey, don't do that. Keep cool or chide. Um, probably chided to get it. The all way he knows how to win. Hmm. I bet there that's about Miz. That's about Miz. He's great. Oh, shit. Here we go. Is there, you good? I love that you're reading this. <laughs> you cheated. You had to have your ugly wife cheat for you because you're just a scared little boy who cries to his mommy whenever he loses. So basically all the time. Wheel when his ugly wife w- don't cheat for him. He would always be on his mommy's lap crying his eyes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah! Uh, we got so, him, so, boys. So Mar- Maurice is the quote unquote ugly wife. Yeah, yep. K. Yeah, a big K. He has a big <laughs> old fight. You know how people get handed L's. This motherfucker just got handed a big ass K, dude. <laughs> yep. Also, unless this person is twelve or younger. They should be ashamed. Cinnamon's ashamed. He's she's like this <laughs> motherfucker, dude. What adult still says that? You crying on your mommy's lap? It reminds me of the bad kids from fucking Christmas Story. Those two, the two, like you're gonna cry to your mom, like that's oh, what yeah. it sounds like. That's fucking what I, Farkas. Yeah, Farkas. And then, he Cody. Gets, then he gets the shit kicked out of him, baby. Which, by the way, everybody compares those two bully kids to Brock and Paul Heyman, which is just very funny to me. That's true. Yeah, but like but. It. But Brock wouldn't get his ass kicked at the end. That's the difference. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Samoa Joe. Maybe he's Ralphie. Maybe, no, I, no, he's definitely... Yeah, you know who's Ralphie, unfortunately? Roman Reigns. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable. He is no Ralphie. He's the... You know Roman Reigns? He's the asshole who sticks his tongue to the fucking pole and gets stuck in the... Flick. The call. Flick. Flick. He's Flick. He's fucking Flick, dude. Because isn't Flick the one who gets the shit kicked out of him? Because, uh... Ralphie says that he told yeah, him his mom fucks his ass because what? he said what? that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas story is so fucking good. Uh, okay, uh, number fourteen. Send Jeff to SmackDown to challenge for the Wii Championship or USA title. You, it's the title for the the the, comp, the the TV channel. The Wii Championship is always something that I pop for when it's I see for, the Wii. For the, for the little people. The, oh, we all see. Oh, we all see. Oh, oh, we're gonna get the horn swoggle here in a little bit. Um, number fifteen. You guys made my cry, made me cry, and almost got me and my family kicked out of the hotel. I trashed the place, and I threw a bad fit. You guys are my second favorite team. Jeff and Matt are my first. If you guys lost, you tried at least. Who was he talking to? Uh, The world at large. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's just kind of venting. Because he just tore up a hotel room like he's fucking Nikki Six and Motley Crue from 1988. Like he sees their shit and only a little bit of shit. <laughs> shit and, and blood all over. Okay, number sixteen. <laughs> Jeff Hardy is off his tits. <laughs> Hashtag extreme rules. Okay. <laughs> all right. T- tits is code word for a drug of some sort. I'm sure. My favorite. My favorite ones of these is like you say a statement and then there's something like bizarre at the end. <laughs> That's what these have to be. Yep. Number seventeen. Hashtag extreme rules. Okay. Hey. Don't tell Vince Russo, but I came a little thinking about the promos between Joe and Paul Heyman. <laughs> this guy's a fan of the show, and I don't care if he is or isn't. This is fucking classic shit. Are you shit. freaking talking to me, bro? Bro, bro, yo, yo, Vince, what do you think of this guy? He came a little bit when he heard the promos between Joe and Paul Heyman. Bro, he's in one of three freaking Okay, all right, that's enough. No, day, bro. no, I don't, I can't have it. 
<laughs> your, your, your fucking archaic and outdated opinions are not reflected by the staff here at Ring Rust Radio, and we hate you for them. I'm going to freaking be back in a little while. You will. I know you will. We're going to embarrass <laughs> you more. We'll get to you. Uh, number 18. I do not think I can I can against Lesnar, Brock. The fittest for that fight is Roman Reigns. Clear fighting cleanly. <laughs> I guess so. I just like the idea of I do not think I can. I don't think I do not think I can against Lesnar, Brock. I felt like I was listening to Yoda. I cannot look Lesnar, Brock. <sighs> Whatever. Number 19. Dean, you deserve that title. Fuck that, Miz. Come on. You will have a rematch, Dean. You have to fuck Miz now and get back the title. Yeah, that's Whoa. it. That's a, that's a that would get ratings. Yeah, for real. Okay. That's a live sex party. Like, Edge, and, like, like Edge and Lita, but it's Dean and <laughs> Miz. Gimme all your Miz is what it'd be called. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. There's a, that, he's getting delivered a different package that night. Uh, number 20. <laughs> Oh, Samoa Joe. He's a fat fuck from a long time ago. Where did he come from? Nobody knows. Fat fuck Samoa Joe. He has the power! Holy shit. Okay. I love this because it's Cotton Eye Joe. I love this, dude. I literally read it, passed over it, and it hit me like three comments past. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Went back, realized the rhyme was there, realized the fucking... The fucking... Uh, it's... It's song. gold. This is my favorite one thus far. Go ahead. It's gold, Jer. Number 21. I hate the Miz and Maurice. You are filthy pigs, fat curry, and mini curry. Like I, Steph curry? I like or, curry. Or like the food. Like the food. The Indian food. It's good. Mm. Why are they fat and mini curry? <laughs> I see That's it. Funny. I don't know why, but I see it. I see what he's saying. Number 22. Take us home. Ha <laughs> ha. A fatty, bulky guy who try to make his face scary, which becomes funny like his tummy. Ha! Ha ha! Why WWE promoting such extras? Whoa. <laughs> funny like his tummy is definitely a fucking awesome little kid show tagline. Hi, I'm Harry. I'm funny like my tummy. It's like, yeah, this is all right. Popping kids left and right with that one. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Mike, give me, give me a one that you loved. Oh no! First, before you get to pick, I want you since you are, your music taste consists of only things you hear at like you know, da- high school dances when you still went to those and the shit bars you go to. So sing number twenty as Cotton Eye Joe, please. Okay. <laughs> oh Samoa Joe, he's a fat fuck from a long time ago. Where That's did awful. he come this from? Nobody bad. know. Fat fuck Samoa Joe. Okay, I that regret. I regret ever letting you do that. You like. <laughs> I don't. I hate that Cotton Eye Joe song, but somehow I'm still mad that you ruined it worse for me. I only like it from hockey games. I hate you so much, no. dude. Act like you don't still go to. You don't lurk outside dances. You're like, this is my first home. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what all the fucking parents say when they see you. Um, BG. Oh, Mike, I'll let you pick another one. So I made you do that one. Yes, Joe won. Nut, nut, hyper nut. <laughs> It does sound like a superhero. The worst, the, the sloppiest superhero around. She's like, hyper not! Oh, I'm done. I'm going to go to bed now. It's like, we didn't do anything. The, the bad guy's still going. It's like, 
yeah, but I'm tired now. Like, yeah, you know, here's 20 bucks. Catch an Uber, man. It's like, okay, thanks so much. BG? I'm a 19. What the fuck, Dean? You deserve that title. Fuck that, Miz. Come on, you will have a rematch, Dean. You have to fuck Miz now and get back the title. Yeah, boy. That's the only way. Joe, <laughs> why are you choosing... Joe, why are you chosen to end your WWE carrier by having a match with the Beast Incarnate? Hey, it's going to be an end to you, baby. <laughs> hey, it's going to be an end to you, baby. Baby. Hey, it's going to be an end to you, baby. Kill the coward. Kill the coward. Which, which one of those is you, that? Number five. <laughs> okay, number five. Joe was beaten with someone who got one leg. LOL, fools. Do you think Joe can beat my suplex city? Turn up, bro. Kill the coward. Okay, and I want to do number 20, but I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to do it in my Shakespearean accent. Another rendition of Ringrass Radio Theater. Oh, Samara Joe. He's a fat fuck from long time ago. Where did he come from? Nobody knew. Fat fuck, Samara Joe. Thank you. You sound like a ghost. Samara Joe. Why do you leave the toilet seat out? <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, oh no, it's not it. No. We got two bonus. bonus Smarks comments. And these ones are not. This is from an asshole who just goes willy nilly <laughs> posting things on the internet without really thinking things through. This What's is the name? This is the quintessential Smark. Vince mm-hmm. fucking Russo. This is genuine comments from his Twitter timeline. And, uh,. I was like, Mike Kiara, I want you to read him. And Mike Kiara is like, I don't feel comfortable. He's a friend of the show. So I said, fuck this. I called up. Boop, 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 boop. Bring, 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 bring. Oh, bro. Oh, here he is. It's Vince Russo. Hey, bro. Who the freak is this, bro? Bro, it's it's Donnie from Ring Russ. How you doing? Who the fuck are you, bro? I don't, listen, it doesn't really matter. I'm over here freaking whacking it to bust the posy. Right? I know. They're not doing good. The Giants aren't doing well. Mm-hmm. Did you have be real the only quick? Way I can get through is by freaking whacking it, bro. Two, two questions. <laughs> One, actually, just real quick, uh, sports question for you, Vince. Uh, what are your thoughts on Bryce? Har- uh, not Bryce Harper. What are your thoughts on um, Bryce Harper? Yeah, Bryce Harper Buster attacking you. Post, bro. Yeah, no. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Buster Posey standing around like a fucking warm <laughs> bottle of piss while Bryce Harper charges his pitcher? Bro, Buster freaking Posey. I don't fucking care what he does, bro. Because all the fucking time, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to freaking play with it. I'm going to be jerking it. You're dancing around the issue. You're really no dancing. what he does. You're dancing around the issue here, Vince. I don't like no, it. No, the issue at hand is that I need to freaking take it out and play with I, it. I, I hear that. Every time I see Buster freaking Posey. Okay, I, okay, okay. Maybe that's what Buster Posey was doing when he saw Bryce Harper. Because he just stood there while he was attacking. He By freaking the way, saw me, bro. I, I, I don't know where Mike Chiari went, Vince, but I bet you Mike Chiari throws a helmet like fucking Bryce Harper did right there. Very limp <laughs> He's like He's like the guy from uh, Police Academy. Or no, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Who throws the limp wrist to Javelin? That's my Kiari. Well, that's okay, Vince. I know you share hey, my... I, I, I wish I was Bryce Harper. I'd be getting $400 million soon. <laughs> he is going to be rich. Um, and Vince, come back. Vince, come back. I need you to read... What do you freaking want, bro? I want you to read the, fir- the second one first, please. This is your actual tweet as we were getting into the women's title match on Sunday. Bro, 
Seriously, I let that Alexa spank me with that freaking kendo stick, bro. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> he is such a garbage person. And listen, okay. I need that stick in my freaking ass, bro. There's there's that WWE porn Twitter account that many of the, the, many of the WWE superstars follow. There is, I mean, so there is definitely a sentiment amongst people to be perverts. Uh, but few are so as blatantly perverted and archaic in their mindset as Vince Russo. So, oh, may- so I freaking, I ain't gonna freaking apologize for saying I want a freaking hot girl to spank me with a freaking stick, bro. We're trying to win a freaking war. But what if, what if I said I wanted, um, Samoa Joe, that's my style, and I wanted him to you're smack me. you <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm just making sure gay, that, bro. so you're just throwing, okay, so you don't have a justifiable position here. So you're a fucking piece of shit. Got it's it. It's just, not that, not that there's anything freaking wrong with it, but you're <laughs> okay. freaking gay. Okay, gotta add that caveat to it, understood. Um, speaking of that, this is Vince, don't, let's everybody just, like, let's do a little reset here. Vince Russo accused wrestling fans who chant, this is awesome. He called them homosexual because they're doing that. So, one, that's super offensive to homosexuals. I didn't say you're freaking homosexual. I said, you're freaking homosexual, or you got homosexual freaking tendencies. Okay, first off, that's super offensive to homosexuals, because then you're, you're using the term homosexual as a way to belittle a group of people, which is extremely fucking ignorant. So, one, you're never right there. You're dumb as shit. Two, you're, you're, just, a, you're just grouping a bunch of people like that. That's very offensive. You're being extremely offensive right now, Vince Russo. Um, so my thing is, I, I hope you live by that creed that you, you stood so strongly behind. Now, read your number one tweet, please. Bro, Freddy freaking Mercury couldn't get through a freaking concert without almost stripping naked. Freaking pops me every time, bro. <laughs> two, two things, two things. I know what he's this talking about. This is awesome. This <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> First off, I agree. Freddie Mercury does love getting naked during shows or damn near naked. And that he's was part of it. glistening, bro. He was glistening. He was amazing. He's one of my, he's one of the greatest frontmen of any band ever. He's an amazing singer, great fucking showman. And I totally agree with Vince Russo. Unfortunately, this is the guy who just said, because I like Finn Balor and he happens to have tons of abs that I'm <laughs> now gay. And you know this what? This is freak, bro, bro, bro. This is freaking different. This is Freddy freaking Mercury, bro. They ain't freaking gay. Is it freaking gay? Is it freaking gay if I see this freaking dude getting naked and I get a freaking hot on over it? Is that you freaking know, gay? Can I tell you the truth, Vince? It doesn't matter because it, whether it, whether you are or not, it shouldn't be something you use as a term to demean other people. If you freaking do that. That's freaking gay, bro. <laughs> okay, right? Unbelievable. I can't handle Vince, you know what? I think you take you and your archaic views. And you know what? You're not welcome here on Ring Rust Radio right now. Get the fuck out of here. Listen to Vince freaking Russo, the brand. Every freaking <laughs> oh, don't, don't get bro. plugs. Get out of here. Get him the fuck out of here. Fucking stop yeah, plugging his shit. Go, go. Unbelievable. With Vince Russo and fucking Johnny Ace lurking, I don't like it. The studios aren't safe anymore dangerous we it's might wild. get thrown off the air it's wild it's crazy out here it's gonna be wild and crazy <laughs> wild and crazy kids all right uh, is that it for smarks god damn it's a lot of fun a lot of dumb <laughs> shit happening right now you know we got dirt cheap busters though so let's get into it
Ring Rust Radio listeners, we've got another show for you right here on the Block Talk Radio Network, the PW Torch Livecast. I'm Wade Keller. You might have heard me on the Steve Austin Show or heard of my newsletter that I've been doing for over three decades, the Pro Wrestling Torch Weekly Newsletter. You can join me in an array of co-hosts throughout the week for live shows six times, Monday through Friday, plus immediately after WWE pay-per-views. We're live on the air Monday, right after Raw concludes, taking your phone calls and talking about the show. Smackdown on Tuesdays. Join us as soon as the show ends for more conversation and live calls. Thursdays, immediately after Impact, we have a live post-game show taking your calls. Plus, the midweek flagship I host with a rotation of co-hosts talking about all the hot topics in professional wrestling, one Eastern every Wednesday, and then Interview Thursday, whether it's Steve Austin, Jim Ross, Sean Waltman, or ex-WWE creative team members, we have a fascinating, fresh, new, long-form interview live on the air taking your phone calls every Thursday at 1 Eastern. And then Primetime Friday with Torch Senior Columnist Bruce Mitchell, 7 Eastern, on Friday nights talking about the weekend wrestling. All shows are live, but you can also listen on demand at pwtorchlivecast.com. That's our homepage. Or subscribe in iTunes or any popular podcast app. If you're a fan of professional wrestling and a fan of Ring Rust Radio, you'll also become a fan of the PW Torch Livecast. All right, guys, that was Smart Say the Darnest Things, but it is time now for Dirt Sheet Busters. Hit it. Scoop, scoop, per sauce. There's a feeling that it's interesting to know. Dirt Sheet Busters. If there's something strange in the latest report, who are you going to call? Dirt Sheet Busters. If it's an egregious lie and anonymous is sourced, who are you going to call? Dirt Sheet Busters! I ain't afraid of no lies. I ain't printing a retraction. Dirt Sheet Busters! All right, guys, Dirt Sheet Busters. we got a sponsor this week, Mike Chiari. Talk about him. Uh, Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service sending six to eight often exclusive geek, gamer, and pop culture-related items to your door every single month for less than $20 per month. And every month is a new theme of Loot Crate, and right now you can sign up for June's Alter Ego Crate, featuring items from DC, Marvel, Spider-Man, Transformers, and more, but you must sign up before June 20th in order to get it. And you can currently sign up for the Stables WWE Slam Crate, featuring exclusive items from Sasha Banks, including a t-shirt, also Bray Wyatt, and an exclusive Triple H action figure, but you must sign up before June 15th. So, if you want to get the WWE Slam Crate, or any of Loot Crate's other awesome offerings, go to LootCrate.com slash RingRust, RingRust, enter the code RingRust, RingRust, to save $3 on any new subscription, make the best deal on the internet even better, go to LootCrate.com slash RingRust. I won. I won. Fuck you. Also, I just uh, someone's just messaged me. Uh, Raw women got ten total minutes of time in a three-hour show. SmackDown two-hour show. Women got thirty-one minutes. Believe it. That seems yeah. like a lot for Raw. Sounds that was right. a lot less. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that is actually fair. That's I really thought it was like five minutes. Go ahead. Where am I going? Yeah, but you're about to say some shit about dirt sheets, dude. Let's do it. Oh, okay. Do you, what, how, why, since when do you not know how the segment works? Well, when you don't toss properly or in a way that I feel is becoming of the segment. <laughs> okay. That's one. 
Let uh, go on, please, sir. Okay, that's more like it. <laughs> Wrestling Observer Radio. WWE is cool with Hulk Hogan being a racist now. I disagree. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to go flat out there and just disagree. <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, there is there has once again been lots of talk within WWE about Hulk Hogan returning to work for the company, according to the rest of her newsletter. It's like a roller coaster, brother. <laughs> and I'm, I feel like I'm going to throw up every time. <laughs> Coming out of the racist comments debacle from 2015. That's what that's what we're that's calling. How, that's it. how the I would call it. Comments <laughs> the racist comments debacle. Debacle, Michael. It's a debacle, Michael. Yeah, his racism was un- unfurled. <laughs> it's an so yeah, it's debacle. debacle. Uh, Hogan's WWE return is dependent on the company being reasonably sure that bringing him back won't cause a big backlash. It's possible he's rehired for some sort of ambassador role in the near future. Hogan poster was recently featured in the WWE Kids magazine, which is released internationally but not in the United States. Hogan has also said he and Vince McMahon have had talks about a return. So per so he lied. him being mentioned sometimes and per a poster, he's coming back. Okay, let me say something right here. I would, I would, if I'm WWE, I bring him back and I send him to inner cities. I make him fucking. It's not a. I would make him <laughs> fucking prove. I know. Fucking make it. You fucking say you're not racist. You said you said it because it was a weird thing when you grew up in Florida or some lie. You fucking go to the inner cities. You fucking. It was work. like the MR of Florida. That's what it was. It's unbelievable, dude. And he's wrong. It's not acceptable. And he needs to. I for real. I would send him to fucking inner cities. Have him work with the fucking kids and earn his fucking stripes. You fucking put it. You know what? You put in two hundred. I do community service. Do two hundred hours of WWE sponsored community service and we'll think about allowing you anywhere near WWE television again. Well, and here's the thing. I always thought Hulk Hogan was a light-skinned black man. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <sighs> Whatever. I can't. That's a smarks comment. There's people out there who's like, Mike Kelly, <laughs> cross the fucking line when he said that. That's a smarks comment. Don't yell at him. Uh, go ahead. This is from Wrestling Observer Radio. Dalton Castle might go to WWE someday. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fair. Ring of Honor star Dalton Castle may be headed to WWE this summer as his ROH contract expires this month. So Meltz always gets a scoop on when a uh, contract expires. He's like, might go to WWE? Could be. Yeah, that's uh, what he does. He, he must be yep. in with Delirious. <laughs> sure. Uh, Hunter Johnston. Yeah. WWE's, I know things. Stop WWE's knowing showing people's pictures. real names. You're so creepy. I know. Joe's like, well, that's pretty good. I got no, it. Joe, right now, he just looked at me, he winked and did a handgun. He's like, you got him, buddy. WWE <laughs> <laughs> has shown major interest in Castle, meaning it would take a major offer from ROH, even on their roster, the Major Brothers. Uh, the 31-year-old is known to be a top live show performer, as the Wrestling Observer Newsletter points out. Uh, he would have potential to be a real star in WWE. Tell Ring of Honor that, please. Tell Ring of Honor that. Jesus Christ, they fucking ruined his momentum. When I went to see... a lot of people. I know. I went, when I went to see Ring of Honor, um, a few, probably like a year and a half ago, when he was feuding with Silas Young, right? And I fucking That was went, a nine-year feud. I, for real, that's like, it could have been any year. But I, I went, when I went, he was the most over guy at the whole show. In Philadelphia, yeah. that fucking place exploded for that guy. I, le- I legit saw him in ESW mm-hmm. before he was in ROH. As, at what, as this uh, Peacock gimmick, or as, like, yeah, what? Yeah, well, he was kind of, like, somewhat, not quite to the level, but, yeah. I mean, in Chikara, I know he was, uh, what the hell was his name in Chikara, where he was a sailor? Oh, He was a yachtsman. He was a sailor, he was a we yachtsman. We asked him about that, and he, uh, he didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> but he, he, he looked like, uh, the, the bad guy from Caddyshack. 
The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smallsworth or whatever his name was. Go ahead. It's, um, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> just happened? I'm, I'm oh choking on the lies. It's a <laughs> shut up, BG. That probably popped you. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you call up and fart? Yeah. yeah. I think you feel damn out. close to throwing up for you, BG. <laughs> yeah. Do that and I'll laugh. This from PW Insider. Here's a bunch of random dates related to the May Young Classic. Okay. Right. We noted before that WWE officials were planning on releasing three or four episodes of the May Young Classic at a time instead of <laughs> one new episode each week. PW Insider now reports that a preview special for the tournament will air on WWE Network on Sunday, August 20th, with the first round of the tournament being released via on demand during the final week of August as a way to let fans binge watch the episodes. The second round of the tournament will then be released during the first week of September. This is too many numbers. September. <laughs> the original plan was to release them during SummerSlam week, but the decision was made to hold off so the Mae Young Classic isn't overshadowed by everything else going on that week. That's actually the fair li- point. These are all fair points. The live finals had been scheduled for Tuesday, August 29th, but the new date is Tuesday, September 12th. It's possible that the finals air live from Las Vegas on the WWE Network as WWE will be in town that night to tape SmackDown. As noted, 32 competitor tournament will tape on Thursday, July 4th, 13th, and Friday, July 14th at Full Sail University. So all the dates they said at first were wrong, and here's the new ones, and they're for sure going to be right. Hmm. You take that to the bank. I'm just ignoring all this because I want this tournament to be really good, and it, it, I was hoping it would be just like the CWC, and it kind of doesn't be. feel like it's like that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. This from the No Dick. Hideo Itami is from Japan, so he might go back there. Okay. But here's the caveat. It's for Christmas! Oh, huh. uh, you're like, oh, son of a bitch. Might go back there one Got day. Him. <laughs> there are reports going around that Hideo Itami's contract with WWE expires later this year, and he could end up leaving the company. Itami's momentum in WWE slash NXT has stalled several times due to injuries, and it's possible Itami will return to wrestling in Japan. Being back in Japan would also allow Itami to spend more time with his family. Oh. Uh, did he bring his fucking family with him? I think, yeah. Pretty, pretty sure he did. Moved his pretty sure that was on that thing when he went into the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. It's like, it's my family. Yeah, of course. Injuries right have side, are derailed a, a lot of his momentum. That's Yeah, of course. I, I also because, saw that vignette last week. Because he's from Japan, he might... He might he go might. back. Okay. Yo, I, I'm from Pennsylvania. I may go back one day. It's like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be. Uh, this is from the No Dick... WWE doesn't hate Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I, doesn't, doesn't say anything about I, Bailey. Though. I was like, no, it kind of feels like they hate Alexa Bliss too. They're putting her in a bunch of poop segments as well. <laughs> She's stamped though. Uh, that's just the women's division on Raw. Yeah, hi. Uh, regarding the "This Is Your Life" segment on Raw, Dave Meltzer of F4WOnline.com noted that management is very high on Alexa Bliss and had confidence in her being able to carry the segment. There were false reports of... <laughs> is that Alexa yeah. Bliss? Is this Alexa Bliss? <laughs> I feel like Snoop Dogg, man. What do you call this? That's a California sunshine. What, what do you got? It's Alexa Bliss. I'm high on it, bro. It's like, okay, man. Real. Go ahead. There were false reports a few months ago that Bliss had backstage heat with the creative team. Oh, those were false, huh? Mm. Good thing we told everyone they were. <laughs> I still don't believe it. No. Uh, this is from F4W Online. Vince has to want to do something in order for it to happen. So so the owner and boss of everything in the company has to approve of something happening in the company. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, I'm uh, going to listen. 
I believe according, it. According to Dave Meltzer of F4WOnline.com, there's talk going around about having Vince McMahon featured on an upcoming Table for Three episode. The idea is that it would be a huge draw for the WWE Network, similar to when Vince was on Steve Austin's podcast. The big thing that would keep it from happening is obviously if Vince doesn't want to do it. What? Yeah, yeah, that would stop it. That is, you know, you know what? I want to have Undertaker <laughs> on Ring Rest Radio, but guess what, guys? There's a big holdup. Undertaker doesn't thing- want to do it. Undertaker's like, who? No thanks. The big <laughs> thing that would obviously keep that from happening is he hates he hates us. He's Undertaker not knowing <laughs> we exist. Yeah. Agreed. He doesn't hate us, it's true. He doesn't hate us. If he if he knew us, he would hate us, but I'd be like, Undertaker, first question. How about that dong? <laughs> when you like, sit up does your dong also <sighs> i like the cut of your jib it's like, <laughs> it's like thanks man i appreciate it go ahead this is from the no dick wwe jabbed out bailey because it produced a shitty segment i think they just think remember how they treated daniel bryan for a while there and i always complained about how she treated like total shit i think they think they're, they're daniel bryaning bailey they're oh. not. They're Sasha Banksing Bailey, and they're bailying Sasha Banks. No, Sasha Banks is being Dean Ambrose. That's true. Or Dolph Ziggler. It's just all. They're just. It's the six degrees of wrestlers you <laughs> fucked up. There's too many. Uh, regarding the Alexa Bliss versus Bailey feud, WWE has reportedly decided to end it because of the negative reaction to the poorly received "This Is Your Life" segment from Raw. You know, or it was scheduled to end. Uh, that is also why the Match at Extreme Rules pay-per-view was cut short. It's been speculated that Nia Jax will be Alexa's next challenger for the Raw Women's title. Yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I, so yeah, I watched Raw, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the feud ended because when, like, the champion gets the rematch and then they lose, then it's usually over. Whatever. That's Go. what happened. Uh, this is from Wrestling Observer Radio. Melt spoils Miz versus Ambrose at Extreme Rules. Asshole. Good. Uh, what's the story? Oh my god. <laughs> just, just tell me the story. Just get to the heart of the matter already. Get to the yeah. heart of the matter. All in good time. Dean Ambrose it's will not defend a good, his For the record, it's not a good time. It's a great time. Dean Ambrose will defend his Intercontinental Championship against the Miz at Extreme Rules, with the stipulation being the title will change hands should Ambrose get disqualified. The rest of Observer Newsletter claims that Ambrose could get disqualified and lose the championship at the hands of Elias Sampson. Whoa. Nice. The heart of the matter. The what? Wrestling Observer claims that the Drifter is likely to interfere in the Intercontinental Championship match this Sunday to follow up on one of the lyrics to his song this past week, which included the phrase, an eye for an eye. The Miz attacks Sampson during his debut match and is more than likely the person to whom the an eye for an eye line should concern. Now, By the way, just had a concert there. I forgot to even mention that. He did have a concert during the pay-per-view, didn't he? Did you see him on Raw? Was he on Raw, though? Yeah, he had a concert. Yeah, oh. yeah he had a concert. I must admit. I um, must have just It's really that. good. The, I, I love the him. The thing about this thing about this report is that uh, he's, like, he's going to go after Miz because he hit him in the match, but then they're also saying that he was going to get Ambrose disqualified so Miz would win the title. I don't think either one of those happened. No, they for sure didn't. Okay. He was singing about the fucking garbage in the streets of Baltimore or whatever he said. Which is fair. It's a it's a shit town. <laughs> well, the Inner Harbor is nice. I'll, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. Camden Yards okay. is gorgeous. I love it there, yeah. Yeah. 
There is. It's a lot of garbage, though. It's a lot of garbage. Just don't go past certain points. I mean, that's any city. Go to Philly, and there's certain places you can't go. There's, go to, there's, the yeah, there's Philly. no place you can go. There's yeah, no place. Go to Buffalo, and you just like you just instantly. There's no place you can go. Yeah, I was about to say, you just instantly want to kill yourself. This from cage side seats. The Hardys are getting broken. Yeah. I'm bringing back in scary ghost voice me for this one. I'm broken, Hardy. They're they're getting broken up. What's the story? As reported by cage side seats, the real reason behind the Hardy boys lost last night at Extreme Rules pay per view has been revealed. Matt and Jeff lost a competitive bout against Seamus and Cesaro who picked up the win after a death-defying stunt from Jeff cost the brothers the match. The heart of the matter, the report suggests that the finish of the match, in addition to the title change, could be used to facilitate a breakup between the longtime tag partners and longtime brothers. The story would be centered around Jeff's high-risk move costing the duo their titles, with Matt potentially moving ever so slowly towards the broken side after months of portraying his old Hardy Boys persona. It's not really been months. It's not really been a Hardy Boys persona either. No, it hasn't. And been I really anything. don't think they're breaking them up at all yet. No, they're not. Break, they're not breaking them uh, up ever. at all. I, I mean, they may be broken at some point, but I mean, no, they'll. Die. I definitely think they'll go away from each other at some point. You'd I mean, be foolish I think not that to. They, so. lo- they love Jeff Hardy, and yeah. I can see them wanting like a main event run at some point, but. Not yet. They're not going to do it yet. If you can get Broken Matt as a sing on a singles run, and you have Jeff Hardy, just Jeff Hardy, um, doing his thing, I think that's what WWE would want. I think that's the best use of both of them, in all honesty. Bench, but I don't think they want to do anything like that yet. No. No, not when you have it's fucking red hot still. <clears throat> well, they're fucking ruining it, but people still love them. Whatever. This is from Cage Side Seats. WWE suddenly cares about TNA now. Okay. Definitely not true. They do. Uh, I, I don't doubt it at all. What's the story? Oh my God, according please to the just rumor, stop this. According to the rumor roundup section of Cage Side Seats, WWE Champion Ginger Mahal's Ginger Mahal's meteoric rise is a direct result of Impact Wrestling's tapings in Mumbai, India. Oh my God. The heart of the matter. Impact Wrestling recently filmed four episodes in Mumbai, India, which shows with shows heavily centered around two of their Indian parentheses, origin, performers, Sanjay Dutt and Mahabali Shira. In doing so, Impact Wrestling became the first American promotion to actually film episodes for their television product in India. The event was a grand success with completely packed stands. The rumor at hand speculates that since these tapings were not really a secret, WWE pushed Jahinder Mabals to the top spot to reign on Impact's parade. All I know is that the major benefactor is the fucking wrestling fans in India. If you love wrestling and, you, and you're from India, you're having TNA and you're having WWE all of a sudden care about you out of nowhere. So it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice change of pace. So uh, if and, you're uh, an Indian wrestling fan, thank you for listening and enjoy. I'm pretty positive that the reason they did this is because they want money, not because they give a fuck about what Impact Wrestling is doing. I, I agree with that. Okay. That's what it's always been. I think I, I'll, I'll take that back. I think Vince McMahon still holds a, a vendetta against Jerry Jarrett, and he heard Jeff is over there. He's he, like who? He's no, he no, he knows exactly who Jerry Jarrett is. He still thinks it's the territories, uh, and if he can, he better killed than, all those, so he doesn't think. He, no, he definitely know. He, he yeah, but that's in the back. You know how old people are. He never let it go. He's in the gym pounding that. That's why he looks so vascular. Uh, he's yeah. fucking slamming those fucking weights, and oh, he's just like that reminds me. 
He's like, ah, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna put them out of business. You think this fucking Smoky Mountain wrestling are feeding me things? I'm gonna put them out of business too. It's like, you're working that reminds, with them. That reminds me of a Melts tweet from last week where somebody asked him if he was more ripped than Vince, mm-hmm. and then Melts is like, if he was, uh, if he was all natural, it wouldn't even be close. Yep. It's like, so PG. he's basically saying Vince is fucking hopped up on roids, and if he wasn't, then Meltz would just be so much bigger and stronger than mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. PG, can you go through his Twitter and actually find that tweet for me? That's going to be tough to find. I know, probably. it was last week. It was like, it was after yeah. the show last week. So There's a lot of fucking bullshit. Start last Thursday. There's a lot of shit smeared all over the wall. <laughs> he just kind of throws it against it and sees what sticks. But go ahead. You ready for the coup de gras? No, no, no. I don't know what the fuck it is, but Michael Cole is calling it coup de grace every time yeah. now. Did you hear this? Yep. He does a lot of dumb things. No, but it, you're, it, it you're seems that, no, it's an edict. It's a fucking edict because he's edict. putting he's putting the lick on that shit at the end. He's like coup de grace. That's he turned into a slither. Coup de grace. That's part of the slow burial of Finn Balor. He's like edict. Vince is in his ear. He's like say coup de grace. So coup de grace. He's like coup de grace. He's like why'd you say grass? He's like you did. Um, okay, double stop me. It's from the L. Does anyone think that maybe, just just maybe, maybe, AJ wasn't supposed to lose clean to Dolph? Whoa, dude. What's the story? Oh, my God. (laughs) Just just tell me them now. I don't need this anymore. Dolph Ziggler defeated AJ Styles in the main event for... This week's, aka last week's, episode of SmackDown Live, but that doesn't seem to have been the planned finish. Oh the Elf of Wrestling Observer Radio claims that the finish in the match between Styles and Ziggler was botched. What? The heart of the matter. Alvarez claimed the finish on SmackDown Live may have been botched due to Styles' feet being on the rope prior to Ziggler getting the pinfall victory. After delivering a super kick to the back of Styles' head, Styles' foot landed on the ropes and were moved out of the way by Ziggler to get the pinfall. It was originally supposed to be on the rope, but Ziggler screwed up by taking it off of it. Alvarez also mentioned that the announcers referenced Styles' feet being on the bottom rope and that they may have had to reword the finish for the match, likely anticipating the pinfall being waved off. All right. No, that's not. No, no that's I, not I how watched it works. this. I watched this clip over. There's no fucking way that was supposed to happen because okay, he went down and his foot was on the rope, but if Dolph would have just covered him. And not, like, noticed that the foot was there? That would have been the dumbest-looking thing of all time. Also, also, AJ Styles is a fucking in-ring general. He's not just gonna fucking... He's gonna kick out. If he's not supposed to fucking lose... He would have put his foot back right. on the rope. Yeah, or he would have fucking kicked out. He would have just... That, that, that's not the end of the fucking match. He ain't gonna let the match end there. Right. He's botched, bro. The fucking AJ, this is a... You're talking to... Okay, if this was <laughs> Mojo and fucking Jinder, and you said this, okay, I could buy it. It's Dolph Ziggler, a decade of wrestling in the WWE, and AJ Styles, 20 years of being the best wrestler in the fucking world. Pretty damn good at this. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I don't. He's think, all right. He's all right. <laughs> I, I, they can botch during matches, sure, but the finish, I think they're gonna get it every time. I think so. Woo! Scott Steiner's please, like he's about to come for the L. Papa pump their asses up, bitch. Uh oh, the melts tweets here. Oh, good job. Oh, my God. <laughs> gimme, so, gimme, gimme. Uh, somebody asked, who's more ripped, you or Vinnie Mac? 
If he was fully clean, it wouldn't be close. He's 71 years old. Not fair to compare otherwise. But not fair due to age either. So he's saying he's on steroids. So he's saying he has it twice on then. Yeah, he's saying he's on on steroids. And he's saying that, um, so if Vince wasn't on steroids, he would beat him. And also Vince is old, so he would beat him. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, Meltz was looking what good, I, what I but see is I don't think Vince so. Him. Meltz was looking. Meltz looked good when he fucking was all fucking. He, you never see those commercials on YouTube for he that old guy who's always hitting on people. He's always he's like dressed like slumpy and then fucking takes off. He's like all ripped up. Cool. You know what the problem is? He's got this fucking ripped up body and he's in fucking Abercrombie and Fitch pants. He's got fucking acid wash jeans on. It's fucking. He's conch shell necklace. You fucking. What are you doing? He's disgusting. I hate him. I think he's handsome. Um, is that it for Dirty Is that it for Dirty Busters? That's it. BG, how we do? <laughs> Mike Chiari? <laughs> Ooh, ah! I'm burying Bray even deeper. Alright, guys, it is time for Wednesday Wrestling Miniature. Fuck you, Mike Chiari. Yeah, you'd like that. Wednesday Wrestling Miniature. Yeah, I would like that, Mike Chiara. Yeah, I would. Okay? Well, then, break I know you would. Down? I know you would. This fucking unspoken tension's been going on for too long, so it's, let's say we do something about it. We're the, <laughs> no. Hit me or kiss me, man. Hit me or kiss me, man. Wednesday. But really, just, just kiss me. Okay, crazy in New Orleans. <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. George is like, I'm not going. Wednesday Wrestling <laughs> Minutes is brought to you thanks to Joe Archidiacono and the South B-Plus Podcast. If you need more NXT, Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, New Japan, or any Chatter, check out the Solid B-Plus Podcast. Available on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and Stitcher. Mikey, you number one. Tommaso Ciampa opens NXT walking to the ring on crutches. Ciampa says in the last few weeks he's learned more than in his previous 32 years. Before TakeOver, he was injured and fans began a fantasy book replacement for Johnny Gargano. That's real, by the way. Yep. During the latter match... That's what made Ciampa this feel so good. Yep. During the latter match, Champa felt his knee pop and knew it was bad. When the match ended, he looked at Gargano and the fans and realized they were the same. Gargano would replace him first chance he got. Champa wouldn't let himself become an afterthought and says, This isn't his fault. This isn't Johnny's fault. This is the fans' fault. Ooh, such and a good heel moment. Got him. Yeah, this is amazing. And Champa vows when he comes back, he'll be the most dangerous man in NXT. I love all awesome this. Promo. This Perfect. is, and it makes his eventual return. Um, he's going to come back as a completely different fucking dude. He's going to come back as the psycho killer, and he's going to yes. fucking just <laughs> devastate motherfuckers on his way to finally catching up with Johnny Gargano, which is going to be and awesome. I, I love the excellent. No, I love the explanation of it because it's like they just played up the injury and it makes like perfect sense mm-hmm. in a it's delusional steep, sense, but it's right. steeped, time, but it's but steeped but in reality right. too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's him being to basically he's like an insecure heel because he felt like everybody was out to get him and that's just gonna play up his rage. paranoia. Yeah, and it, and it fucking feeds into his paranoia, which feeds into his fucking delusions, which is exactly he's a fucking psychopath, and that's this. And is you're on the brink. You're hurt. You're, you know you have a major injury. You're on the brink mentally, and you 
Fucking go snap. off the deep end. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking amazing. It, it's an incredible segment. It's the perfect the heel way to turn get, it's itself the perfect was perfect, and yeah. then the explanation was perfect. It's the perfect way to get a guy from a face to a his true psycho killer fucking yeah. heel character. Which he's and, which is the better character for him. Yeah. And someone who's not known for cutting great promos, well, starting off with a fucking excellent promo. Yeah, for real. And and the fact that he because he's beloved, because he's an indie guy, and because he was with Gargano. So turning it all back on the fans is the perfect way to do it, It's the only way to get them to really yep. hate you. Yep. Good. So good. Uh, Bobby Roode is headed to his glorious championship celebration, but that you aren't invited, and next week the champ will return to TV. Oh, so uh, I wanted this. to see it. Me too. But he, he got his, he dicked this. Which I kind of like, too. I kind of like that they just kept it short. Yeah. He's like, you know what? You're not welcome anymore. And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like, he brought you to the party, then he's about to get in, and he's like, you know what? Nah. We weren't on the list. We weren't on the list! <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm okay with that. Good. Uh, UK champion Pete Dunn defeats Danny Burch with the bitter ending. Afterward, he says that since January, he's had to watch some boy carry a championship that rightfully belongs to him. History will remember the WWUK brand truly started, but the bruiser weight, Pete Dunn. This is good. I like this. Yeah, good match. I like Danny Burch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny Burch yeah. seems like a good, a good fucking good jobber for that UK. Always I'm, I'm glad that they have him back. Cause like when he was just like a normal jobber on NXT, I didn't think anything of him. But once he was in that tournament, yeah, I don't know, it's pretty solid. And, and like I said, if you, this is what they're gonna do, then I, I would love a UK show. It would be in front of the UK crowds. It'd be really fun. I, I've been told it's happening. Oh uh, yeah, a I've been told. Times yeah, me too. By Tom yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I just take his word for it. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas controls a match against Cesar Bonani, but Bonani... It sounds like Punani, but I mean, whatever, it's my head. (laughs) But Bonani reverses the suplex into a cradle for the win. Almas flips out after the match, but then walks up the ramp smiling and laughing. Where is this going, but I kind of love it. He doesn't care about matches, He's turning into Allen Iverson. It's the best, dude. He's like, practice? These are actual games, and he doesn't care about those either. I know, for real. Yeah, AI fucking. I was like, I think it was two days ago was the anniversary of him fucking shooting a step over or fucking shooting a step over. Yeah, that was incredible. He's the best. He was my. He was my one of. uh, He's my top three favorite Philadelphia players ever. I mean, he was the only person that played for the for the Sixers for like a decade. He was one of my favorite players. His name is Eric Snow. Thanks. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> how could I forget? Go I already ahead. did. Uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce talk about how they're going to change the performance center when Ember Moon walks by. The iconic duo are upset Moon has ruined their shot as Moon signs a medical release form and tells them, see you soon. Oh, shit. See, she, how, oh, it's so convenient. She's already cleared. Oh, like she wasn't fucking injured. She was. She was. Not, she, was. She, she didn't have a shoulder injury. She had another injury. It was a shoot work. Okay. It was a work shoot. <laughs> shoot work. It was a whoop. <laughs> it's a whoop. Whoop. There it is. Whoop. There it is. As I'm pointing to her shoulder. Good. Uh, great. Uh, no more talking. Get for <laughs> yes. or for you. Cassius Ono teams up with Roderick Strong to face Sanity in the main event again. Uh, Killian Dane gets involved to help Sanity until No Way Jose returns to take out Dane. Allowing Roddy to pin Eric Young. Mm, I just I mm. want some clarity in what's happening here. Cassie's owner, Roddy want, Strong. There's no direction here. After the Roddy you know Strong thing, really it's want, just kind of been flattering again. I want Sanity to be like, hey, we're here to fuck shit up and do... Here's what we're going to do, and here's why we're going to do it, and yeah, now we're yeah. going to destroy it. They don't even have any promos anymore. No. 
Remember that one time they had like a backstage like vignette? Yeah. Like an yeah. off location. Oh, I like what they're doing with Nikki Cross. Like she's got the right yeah. idea there. But the rest of them are kind of just floundering right now. Speaking of, they did announce that, so not this week, but next week, it's going to be Oscar, a rematch from NXT oh, yeah. TakeOver Chicago with the women's. But elimination, I think. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, by the way, Killian Dane versus Noah Jose. So just, I know we're talking about matches that are coming up. Great. Well, there's the way. There's altogether too much No Way Jose talk on this show. It'll be worth <laughs> it when we talk to Austin Aries. But. Okay, let's go to number two, please. Uh, Lucha Underground returns yes. from its mid-season break. I watched it Thursday, and I didn't get to watch it until later in the day because I was doing other things. Oh my god, I was oh, so I was so excited when I first got back into it. It kind of was like when you dip your toe in the water, and it's still kind of cold. And then by the end, I was fucking surfing, bro. Fuck the cold. Oh, I was fucking... I was, I was peeing well, all over the place. It was they just threw us into the deep end, by the way, because they're like, oh, yeah, I remember two weeks ago when uh, this <laughs> oh, match happened. I'm like, no, I don't. I remember right. two years ago when that match that's happened. That's fucking stupid striker. <laughs> um, but yes, this was... Oh, my God, this match. Let's, let's talk about it. Lucha Underground returned from its mid-season break last week with an all-night-long match where the Mac looked to win the Lucha Underground title from Johnny Mundo. As they fight on the top row, Mundo knocks the Mac off the ropes and to the mat to hit end of the world to take an early 1-0 lead. Yeah, this was a good... Uh, you expect this kind of stuff. We saw this. This match is a bit reminiscent early on of what we saw with Puma and Morrison in that first one. Which but I was okay with. You give Morrison that early lead, and the, then he's the kind of... should have the lead. Yes, and then he's fucking... Yeah. And then you have... Yes, that's... It's perfect. The turnbuckle spot, though, was so cool, which is kind of, like, just overshadowed here, which is they're fighting on the top rope, but Mundo is, like, circling around the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's going in and out, like, essentially in and out and over the turnbuckle, and then catches Mac. That's yeah. awesome. And then Mac was like, get your ass in here! Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so fucking good. Mundo rolls up... <laughs> The Mackin. <laughs> it's like the Kraken. Yeah. It's like the Kraken. It's the Mackin. I just, it's it's just, it's just all, all the it's the, the Kraken booze. It's the Mackin booze. Instead of the giant octopus coming out and eating a ship, I just want the Mack coming out of the sea and just snatching up the ship. He's Mackin on Sexy Star. I'll tell you yeah. Damn right he is, man. You'd be foolish uh, not to. Of course. <laughs> The rolls of the Mac. Use the ropes to earn another pin and go up 2-0. Oh, but soon after that, Mac hits a sit-up powerbomb to get on the board at 2-1. This was exciting. This was a really... This BG uh, refused to say Maestral Chris. Maestral. He couldn't. <laughs> I said it before. Um, but no, legitimately, this... So, this in this episode, I got more and more excited with every fucking passing minute. I was just like, because you're like, okay, it's getting closer. And then you just... You know what's going to... I thought I knew what was going to happen. So it was hard for me, like, I no way you fucking Mac wins. And then it's just like, you're just watching and watching. Dude, it just, I was so into this. this they did such a good job keep, like, bringing you in and making you care. Well, yeah, you this. knew. You knew you knew Mac was going to make that comeback. And that's just a matter of, yeah. I thought he was going to lose for sure. Yeah. But, but it, they made me believe by the end. Yeah, they really win. did. And then they made me <laughs> cry almost fucking yep. with them. But let's do it. The ref made me cry. We'll get to that. That's just a sign, Donnie, of a well-booked Iron Man match because you have some Iron matches that kind of drag and yeah. they they don't have this roller coaster type storyline. Yeah, roller coaster. And then you brother. have, excuse me, roller coaster, brother. Roller coaster. Yeah, just eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then you have some that like you know Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. I always enjoyed The Rock and Triple H, so those have good stories built into it. 
Prince Puma, Johnny Mundo was fucking awesome. This was just another example of great storytelling in an Iron Man match. Uh, moving on, after Mundo rakes Mac's eyes and he hits Mackin's the floor, eyes. the, the Mackin's eyes and he hits the floor <laughs> outside the ring, Mundo lands a corkscrew splash on him but hurts his ankle. The refs and the trainers check on Mundo and it looks like they might call the match. Oh, so sad. But when Mac turns his back, Mundo kips up, kicks Mac low, <laughs> and DTs him on the stretcher backboard to go up 3-1. Oh this was God. the best. That was such and a good And then he started th- his celebrating afterwards. Yeah, where he's flexing his ankle. He's <laughs> dancing like one of those fucking Times Square dancers and shit like that. He's fucking flexing the leg. It's so good. That was my favorite part of the match. The kip-up. Yeah. The kip-up was classic. Yeah. Oh, just all there's over. another just... great part where Mac gets revived that I pop for Yes, you. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As they fired the stairs, Mac hits Mundo with the backboard and sends... Oh, this is also incredible. The Mac <laughs> <laughs> hits Mundo with the backboard and sends him sliding down the stairs, strapped to it. At the, the only... bottom... The only bad part was, like, he just, like, landed, like, kind of nicely. Like, yeah, I yeah. wish it would have, like, yeah. just, It was still out. very funny. And the best yeah. part is Max coming down the stairs and fucking Mundo's, like, frantically trying to unhook himself from it and <laughs> yeah. he can't get out of it. <laughs> and then he, the dumped, then he dumped some, like, fucking, um, I guess it was uh, yeah. Kane did, uh, or Triple H. Triple H did to Kane. When he just put, he, someone, whoever was strapped to the, the stretcher, he literally got dumped on his head. Remember Big Show and Rey Mysterio? Yes, yes. Remember, remember Roman Reigns and Braun? Yeah. Because at the bottom, Mac floats Mundo onto his face, then hits a stunner to pin Mundo and make the score 3-2. Yeah. Mundo crawls under the ring to try and escape the Mac. The Mac chases him to the back, and when he sees him, but the real Mundo comes out with a kendo stick as Mac chases PJ Black back to the ring. Mundo attacks Another him. Another good swerve. So much heel yeah. stuff going. There's so that much going good. on in this one match like that son of havoc appears with two <laughs> kendo sticks to even the odds mundo and black get the upper hand and mundo tells the band to play some victory music but when <laughs> they do the morocco player leaps off the stage onto mundo and black and we see it's sexy yeah star. this is so yeah, good this is so much good in one match you can tell it was about to happen yep because they're just dancing and shit and then you see them the um the he, she uh she drops the uh maracas down and they're like what's going on and then she just does a fucking jump on him so good. Amazing. Mac puts Mundo through two tables with a pile driver and pins him to even the score at 3-3. With five minutes left, Mac pulls out a tall ladder. Mac eventually sets Mundo up on a table and begins climbing, but Ricky Mandel grabs his leg. Unbelievable. Hey, I'm stuff. mad. I'm mad. He did not put the part in where only Miller Lite could revive the Mac from his, his slumber. That is true. He did hand him beer wow, yeah. and came back. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, it's incredible. I forgot all about Ricky Mandel being a fucking uh, Johnny Mundo mark. I, I still I forgot totally about forgot. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was the thing. That's, it was the thing last year. That was the only bad part. The of the, that was the only bad part of the match that Ricky Mandel was there. No, no, because he's a, he's a, he's a fanboy. You don't remember last year he came in and like he had a uh, he had the fucking Johnny Mundo jacket and glasses and he like does oh, the yeah, weird hand thing. He does the weird hand thing where he throws up in the air. Like, Johnny Mundo was walking through the backstage area, and the dude's just doing the hand thing in front of him. It's so good. Yeah, I recall Vinny Massaro showing up randomly in backstage segments. Yeah, that's true, too. That's very funny. (laughs) Sexy Star chases Mandela away, and Mac hits a big frog splash off the ladder and makes the cover. But time runs out before the ref can finish the three count. He's one second away. Okay, we need to talk about 
we need to talk about the Earl Hebner moment that occurred. He kind of did. He kinda that was did. really bad. That was really that was worse than a Hebner moment, if that's possible. No, I I, I think they did great. I, I saw it, it coming. Great. Yeah, I, I saw it coming too, and I appreciate what they did. The timing, it, it's hard to time that perfectly, but I think they came pretty close to doing as best as they could. Mm-hmm. They were second off, but it was still an amazing match. Yeah, and the ending just—it's so depressing because Max sitting there crying. And sexy stars trying to hold him, but you see Mac is just fucking completely losing it. And I fucking I believed it because it's like you just see everything slipping away. Or do you? Ooh. Mac and sexy star are distraught just as Dario Quayle steps out of his office. He says there are no ties in his temple and there must be a winner. So next week he is restarting the match and first fall wins. Even if it takes all night long. Yes, just do it dude. again. Just do it again. Just do it again. I, I hope don't, that's what happens. They're not doing it again. I, firmly I don't think they will, but I hope that's I bet it's gonna be a It's going to be a 10-minute match. and It better not be a 10-minute match. No. It's going to be a 10-minute I, I firmly I, I believe it's going to be a 10-minute I was kind of disappointed it didn't restart. No, yeah, I'm I not. I, I like that they're kind of, it's, it, Here's the thing. What Lucha does there, is it brings you back time, every was, week. And it's doing that. If there was time for Dario to say things, then it really didn't go all night long, the match. I know they went overtime just like WWE does. It's all right network. They're, they're not. It's not like Vince shutting shit down. They own the fucking network, dude. Dario, uh, he was having fun. So Dario kept the lights on. <laughs> He's like, I see you kids out here dancing and having fun. I don't like the twerking. <laughs> I don't like this new twerking thing and your fidget spinners. Get him out of here. But I tell you what, <laughs> I keep the lights on for another fifteen. Then you're fucking out of here. Um. But yeah, I'm super, dude, I, you know what, the best part of Lucha Underground is that they get you to come back every week. I'm super excited for this week's show. Can't fucking wait. Yeah. Can't, Can't wait. wait. It's there right now. Uh, <laughs> so sad right there. Go ahead, number three. Kushida defeated Will Ospreay, hitting a small package driver from the top rope to win the 24th best of Super Juniors tournament. Kushida will face Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP <laughs> heavyweight title this Sunday at the Minion. What's so funny? Fucking, fucking popped himself. I, I, I know. <laughs> for real. What is going on here? I'm confused at him. I know. Okay, that's also Sunday. Dominion. Dom- D- Dominion Sunday. DG, I know you don't watch much of this, but I will try to find you a proper link. This is going to talk about we have to watch you shit. I want to see Kushida versus uh, Will Ospreay. Oh, that I'll I'll get you a, a legal link link. Thank to you. That. A legal wink to that. And, um, and Prince Puma against Will Ospreay. I want to see just, that one too. Okay, just buy fucking world, you cheap prick. Go ahead. Nah, You're one to talk, as you borrow someone else's. I do borrow Joe's all the time. That is true. <laughs> it's like Netflix. I've never paid for Netflix one time in my entire life. And I don't Shouldn't watch say it. Either. That actually, <laughs> I, I believe me. I don't even watch it. That's why I didn't pay for it, you. Fucking jerk. I'm gonna send this to Netflix. Yeah, don't worry. That's why you shouldn't say it. They're listening. Ah, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Also at Dominion, Los Ingobernables they have home will defend a never openweight six man titles in a gauntlet match. Why do you sound like the guy who did the fucking what are those little cars? <laughs> from when we were kids? Micro, micro, micro. Why do you sound like the micro machines guy all of a sudden right now? It's weird. Just be the. Well, that's gonna be a title change. Yeah, of course. Probably. <laughs> never defend the weight. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> RPG Vice defends the junior heavyweight tag titles against the Young Bucks. Never the, seen that one before. I, know. Hey, I was gonna say, has that match happened nine million times? It's, it's, it's like every show. It's gonna be super fun. It's just we've seen it three hundred thirty times. RPG Vice must be tired of working the fucking Bucks every night, though. You know? The Young Bucks are working like, them. Go ahead, go ahead. Don't do this. The Gorillas <laughs> Destiny Challenge War Machine for the heavyweight tag titles. Everything a tag title match? 
Uh, there's a lot of yep. titles in this company. <laughs> Anything to say there, Donnie? It's like TNA. Um, War Machine is going to retain, and I think that RPG Vice retains. I think there's a lot of retention going on here. Tension. Hey, like you and your water. I have my water. That's why, that's why I'm so fat. We're going to ride that. <laughs> Hiroki Gozo looks to reclaim the never open way title from Minoru Suzuki. I'm so, sure he will. <laughs> so two th- no, no, two things. I mean, he might. I don't even know. This is a deathmatch lumberjack. Shouldn't <laughs> that be stated here? It's, um, I mean, it's, it's Maybe a Maybe they changed it on you. What did you say? It's a lumberjack deathmatch. Lumberjack death so they kill the lumberjacks? I don't know. All I know is Minoru Suzuki. It's like a Mario Party Minoru, game. Minoru, Minoru Suzuki also fights for other Japanese companies. And he was in the world's largest, in, during, I think it was DDT, uh, he was in the world's largest empty arena match this past week. What does that mean? It was a, a, ba- a empty baseball stadium in Japan. Oh, okay. And they just fucking had this ridiculous, like the 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 um, the mascot for the team threw balls at them, and they just like it was a DDT is the place where they fight. It wasn't the arena. They blow up the do- no. It's all through like the building. Like they're all through like the bullpen. It was an empty and, ballpark. It was an empty ballpark. Yeah. And they fucking, um, but, but they, just like, DDT's the one where, like, Kenny Omega fought the little girl, and then they fight the blow-up dolls, and Jim Cornette hates how they're killing wrestling or whatever it lies. But this, yeah. so, it's all funny right. shit. It's hilarious. This is a fucking great match. And they're finally at the end, he's like, he goes to retire, and it's like a draw, and they're singing the national anthem, and right in the middle of the national anthem, the dude scoops him up and slams him, and shit just continues <laughs> on. It's really, really funny. It's Disrespectful. Worth, it's, yeah, it's super disrespectful, but super funny. Go ahead. Hiroshi Tanahashi challenges Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. Let's go. Okay, I think Tanahashi wins the IC title here. Because I think the idea is you're going to have Kenny Omega. We'll talk, okay, go to the main event, and then I'll just go through this. Main event, a rematch from Wrestle Kingdom 11, when Kenny Omega challenges Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So, we are, Wrestle Kingdom's in January. So, this is my, this is my idea. Ready for this? Kenny Omega beats Okada at Dominion. Naito beats Omega in the fall. Okada wins the G1 and challenges for the title at Wrestle Kingdom and beats Naito for the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Hasn't he won the fucking G1 20 times? It's it's but yes, of course, but that's he's their Cena. So it doesn't matter. He's going to win it again. So I so just mark that down. See if I can see if I got my finger on the pulse. Of New Japan. Also, I finished the best Super Juniors tournament. BG, you wanted all these matches. I'm at the send them all to you. They are. Nice. There are so many. This is the most fun I had watching a tournament. Um, even more so than the CWC. And I love the CWC to death. I thought there were so many great things coming out of it. But I, I thought I had more fun overall with this than I have with that. Baby and Eichner signed finally, by the way, or going to be. <sighs> he had to fucking. I don't know. I don't know why it took so long. I don't know either. There may, uh, although there is issues with. Um, Visas? Visas and things like that, so that could have been an issue. Uh, oh, my tablet. My Don't make it tough. <sighs> Impact moments. EC3 opens the show of the celebration as a barbershop quartet sings. El Patron interrupts and officials make a match for tonight. EC3 versus El Patron for number one contendership and GFW world title. Yeah, what was he, he celebrating? He won the number one contender. He's made, he was main eventing Slammiversary, and he's celebrating oh. the fact he's going to beat Lashley, but he laid his hands on Bruce Pritchard, so they made this match as a punishment. Oh. Cool. That's cool. When is Slammiversary? Uh, July 2nd. Yikes. Or something like that. M- somewhere in there. 
Moose defeats Eli Drake by judge's decision. Bad decision. Yeah, Eli Drake beat the shit out of Moose for most of this fucking match. He should have absolutely won, and that's the huge controversy now. Because it's, it's all a bunch of fucking face-ass mark-ass busters who fucking mm. were the judges. It was like fucking um, Bruce Pritchard, um, Zeb Coulter, and some... Uh, oh, <sighs> Scott Demore. Scott fucking Demore. It's dumb as yeah, fuck yes. to have judges. Yes. Go ahead. Stop with that. Just turn your bus wait down. For the, wait for the tank to go back. <laughs> the, the rhino tank. This is what it's like to do fucking, like, uh, this is podcasting from inside communist Russia. USSR in the 80s this is what it would have sounded like. We must keep quiet or the, the government would hear us. Go ahead. I'm looking at the, uh, the card for anniversary. It's oh, fucking I, stacked. I Don't look. It's fucking stacked. Yeah, Angel Williams wrestles for... Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah, right? Who? Angela Williams? Williams? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Does anyone, like, know this? He d- I don't think he He was only there once. It, it, it was pre-taped. It was pre-taped, so I, we haven't seen that part yet. Oh, I'm it, sorry. It, it's not announced yet. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm fucking tore up. I am tore up. Ellie defeats Amber Nova after Rosemary says she's fighting against evil. Yeah, so um, this I was really worried about. Um, Rosemary here, but she comes in and she's got this idea of being like, defend like almost like Robin Hood, but a badass demon version. That's pretty cool, and I like I like her explanation of it. That's all. L A L A X defeats V O W to win the G F W tag titles and become dual champions. It's a lot of initials. Yeah, that's the thing. L A X has all the titles. Great. Uh, there should only be one title. Loki defeats Andrew Everett, then talks shit on Sanjay Dutt. It's probably a bad move, as we'll see. Uh, yeah, Sanjay Dutt. Well, did you see, you didn't see what happened. Loki, in the first match back with Sanjay Dutt, too, hit him in the eye by accident and, like, fucking destroyed his eye. Like, it was disgusting. It's like, what are those bumps on your head you get? What do they call them? Like a, a knot? No, yeah, but like there's a like a, there's a, a medical term. What's his name? Donald Cerrone got one. Yeah, of hematoma. Heart. Hematoma. Yeah, there it is. Fucking, he got. It on I know his, a lot of words. On his fucking eyeball, it's fucking <laughs> disgusting, dude. Good. It's probably because he's wrestling in a fucking suit, so he yeah, he was constricted. Uh, he's been great in the suit. Loki, Loki's amazing. Don't you worry about Loki. It was an accident. Shut up. Shut up. Rockstar Spud <laughs> attacks Hornswoggle with a ball pin. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> pride, motherfucker. With a ball pin hammer, including hitting him in the dick. <laughs> he Dude, cut his dick. The best part of this whole thing is Hornswoggle brutally attacked Rockstar Spud. Like, so violently. I, like, he was. it looked like he was trying to kill him with a hammer. Like, legitimately. Hornswoggle was in the crowd here. And when Rockstar Spud attacked them from behind and started fucking them up, all the commentators, including Josh Matthews, were like, Rockstar Spud is a monster for doing this. And I'm like, wait, weren't we supposed to like him? He's, we're justified. He, he had this happen to him. And so he's beating the shit out of Hornswoggle with the hammer. He spreads his legs open, dude, and he leans down and just <laughs> hits him right in his fucking dick. So hard, dude. It was the best <laughs> visual. Just imagine a little dude hitting a midget right in the dick with a hammer, dude. It is a fucking entertaining-ass visual. Why is it always the ball-peen hammer? It's, all they, it's the only foam hammer they have <laughs> left. <laughs> it's the same one, probably. It is, I guarantee it's the same one. He Fucking Doc had to return it before he left. 
It's like, it's give like, me your keys, give me your, uh... Your, no, it, yeah, you know, it's like the stapler. Give me it's your a, ball peen hammer. It's a stapler from, uh, Office Space. He's like, I'm gonna keep my, I'm gonna keep my hammer. Can I keep my hammer? Like, we're, we're exchanging it for a swing line. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Alberto Alpatron defeats EC3 in Six Sides of Steel. Pritchard calls it a salad steel cage match. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Solid, but it sounds like sa- he's like at the salad steel cage match, and I'm like salad steel cage, huh? That's a good call, huh? Was he on? Was he on commentary? No, he just fucking came out and made the match start yelling, dude. He's all over this program. Wait, 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 wait. So the match already happened, then he's like, "That was no, a no, no, no." To announce it, like it was a match, and then he announces that oh, it's not a normal like match. he's calling the steel solid. Yes, like. And salad steel. You're in a... Nah, this match is... I like the match. But you know what? It's going to take place inside a salad steel cage. <laughs> and I'm like, a what? A what I, re- I rewound and I was like, wait, wait. That motherfucker said salad, dude. Uh, really good match, but not loving the decision. Can I say something else I'm not loving? <laughs> um, in addition, to, it's El Patron against Lashley now for all the titles. Um... Remember that like double stomp when you have to like pull yourself up? He's yes, doing he's doing that me. again, <sighs> and this time he did it from the top of the cage on EC3. Hmm. And he just he just sat there and let in, him the, do it. in this case like EC3's feet were caught in the cage, so you could see him like trying to struggle to get his foot out. And as he was doing that, he got stomped, so it was more believable. But literally in the match last week, or whenever he fought Eli Drake. Eli Drake had to literally pick himself up with both hands and fucking just wait for the move. And I was like, oh, my God. That's it's so the dumbest dumb. fucking move ever. <sighs> Whatever. It's just, it is what it is. Um, that's it. Any other comments on Impact Wrestling, Mike? No. Oh. No. All right, let's go on. All right, guys, that was Wednesday Wrestling Minutes. This week on the show, we had WWE Superstar and now author Austin Aries for a fantastic interview, if I do say so myself, if I do say so myself, if I do say so myself. So you know what, without further ado, here it is. Our guest tonight is WWE superstar and author Austin Aries. How you doing? I'm doing good, gentlemen. How's everybody? I'm fantastic. We got you on the line, man. Very excited, very excited. Your new book, Food Fight, My Plant-Powered Journey from the Bingo Halls to the Big Time, begins shipping on June 9th. Why did you feel now was the right time to write this book? And what are you hoping to accomplish with its release? Uh, well, I, I actually started the project a, a couple of years back, and uh, it really kind of was born from uh, the number of questions I would receive from, from fans, from family and, and friends about my dietary choices, my plant-based diet, what led me to the decision, where do I get my protein, is it difficult, is it expensive? Um really there was this kind of reoccurring theme of questions when you know that people would have and i just felt like by writing a book it would give people a little bit of a background of where i came from um my, my food journey and how i ended up being uh completely plant-based well as someone myself who loves eating meat and never really considered veganism and that's a big part of the book uh you, you talk about how someone who never considered it this is the book for them uh what are some of the benefits to the lifestyle and what are some of the challenges you have faced being a vegan well you know so i think it's important like this book isn't about trying to turn people uh vegan or plant-based um that's where my food journey led me i think really the 
the message I want people to take away from the book is just about informing yourself about the food choices we do have. Where does our food come from? What's in it? Uh, is it good for us? Um, who, who's making money on it? And is that the same message telling us that we need to eat it every day to be healthy? Um, that journey of just kind of peeling back the layers uh, and, and finding out and, and more about what I call the corporate food system um, has led me now to be plant-based because that was what my decision was after figuring these things out. But for someone like you who likes to eat meat, I'm not going to tell you stop eating meat. Uh, I'm gonna, But I do say like, implementing a bit of a plant-based diet into your lifestyle certainly couldn't hurt, right? Um, doesn't mean that you go 100% or all the way. Um, the challenge is really, I think, first and foremost, is just the knowledge, right? And, and everything that's in front of you, for the most part, when you walk into a supermarket or when you look at your food options, if you're on the road like I am, um, aren't really great, you know? So um, once you kind of figure out what you're looking for, then you figure out where to find it. And that really just comes from dedication and deciding that your food and your diet is something that's important to you. Mike, Kieran, next question. Uh, having wrestled both as a vegan and before you became vegan, how do you feel it's helped change you as a performer? Well, so so I really I, I went vegetarian back in 2000. That was really when right right around the time I started training. So. Um, I don't know that I, I felt a big difference because, again, my transition from being vegetarian to then being completely plant-based with, with no, uh, no dairy, no eggs, and no meat um, was a slow transition, right? It, it, it was probably over 12 years. So by the time I really kicked the dairy and the eggs, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big change for me, right? Because I I'd already been doing the vegetarian thing for so long. It was just kind of replacing things like whey protein with plant-based protein, um, you know, get rid of eggs, maybe start eating more like tofu scrambles. Um, but I will say, like, and I know a lot of guys uh, and girls in the locker room now, um, you know, some of them are starting to switch over to kind of plant-based protein powders anyway because they just they feel better afterwards. They don't feel bloated or they don't feel a little lethargic or whatever the case might be. It's not as heavy. So, um, you know, I think overall I think that I feel better because I've had a really a predominantly plant-based lifestyle for my whole career and I think that's why now, after 17 years, you know, I'm still able to perform at a high level and, and really still do all the things I was doing uh, 10 or 15 years ago. Brandon Gavin, Gavin, next question. Well, you've been on your diet for so long, as you said, but do you find it difficult to maintain your diet while you're on the road so much? And also, do you have any cheat days or meals? And if so, what is your preferred cheat meal? Um, you know, I, I think uh, – if you're trying to be mindful of eating well on the road, it's going to be difficult no matter what, right? Because your choices at, um, you know, midnight or one o'clock or some of these smaller towns and we're getting out of shows, uh, aren't going to be the best choices for eating healthy, no matter what your, uh, dietary, you know, choices or restrictions are. Um, so I think the important part is though, it's always being prepared, right? Like I always try to carry some stuff with me that if I can't find some food around me, I'm not stuck in a bad position of having to make a choice. Right. Uh, so I think, I think the hardest part is just is the dedication to it. But once you, I think like anything else, once you decide it's important to you, uh, it, it becomes easier to do because you're invested in it. Uh, and what was the second part of your question? Do you have any cheat meals? And if so, oh, what are your preferred cheat meals? I love pizza, you know? Uh, and, and I say like, it, it's, it's kind of cool because I feel like I have a little more leeway to cheat more often because even bad, like vegan food is, is probably not as bad as the alternative. So even like a vegan pizza, 
I, you know, I can still eat a healthier version of a pizza, you know, and it still feel like I'm cheating, but not, not completely like jumping off, you know, the deep end, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. I like waffles, uh, you know, but even that, you know, I try to find, I try to find, I just buy, I like, I like nice food. You know, I, th- I think I kind of say in my book, like some people like nice cars or nice clothes or a nice house. And I like that stuff, but I like nice food. So I'll spend a little more money on quality, uh, nice food as opposed to the cheapest, easiest, fastest stuff. Well, switching gears a little here a little bit to, toward wrestling, uh, we spoke to you a few times during your run with TNA, but we haven't spoken to you since you joined WWE. What was the signing process like for you, and how have you enjoyed your time thus far in WWE? Uh, you know, the signing process uh, can can be a little drawn out, um, obviously from, like, initial contact of just, you know, finding if there's interest or them letting let me know there was interest and then, you know, having some meetings and talking about where you fit in, what the opportunity is. Um, and then, you know, being being a, such a large uh, entity, you know, there's a lot of paperwork and stuff involved, background checks. And, and so um, it's it's a drawn-out process, but, you know, it's it's well worth it, obviously, because once you get there, uh, that's it's the pinnacle of, of, of what we do. So, um, you know, I have been fortunate to uh, – Performed for lots of different companies and different promotions all over the place, um, but at the end of the day, this is the uh, this is the top of the iceberg, and and uh, you know to, to finally you know achieve that after after my, my journey uh, was rewarding and uh, and just also created a whole new opportunity for me uh, in front of a, a larger fan base and, and people who maybe don't know anything about Austin Aries, and here's the opportunity for them to find out. Mike Carey. You uh, had a great feud against Neville uh, with amazing match after amazing match, but now that it seems like Neville might be transitioning in, into other programs, do you, do you at all have an eye toward moving out of the Cruiserweight division and pursuing other titles, or are you focused on continuing to help build the Cruiserweight division? Uh, you know, right now I think I'm, at, I'm kind of at a... Uh... I'm at a point where I'm just kind of reflecting and trying to figure out what my next move is, right? Um, I obviously put a lot of energy and focus into into capturing the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, you know, I obviously didn't, didn't get the job done. And uh, and so I'm not really sure what my next move is. You know, I think I think right now I'm going to take, uh, take a step back, see the uh, the landscape in front of me, and, and figure out where I fit in best moving forward. Brendan Gavin? Well, your matches with Neville have been some of my most anticipated and favorite of the year. How did you feel about those matches, and did you receive any praise backstage from management or your peers? Uh, I we we've gotten a lot of uh, really really uh, positive feedback from from a number of people back there whose opinions I I hold very high. Um, I think you know Neville, uh, you know, obviously he's at a different level right now. You know, like he really has, and, and he's and he's really rejuvenated. I've, I've enjoyed competing with him in there. Um, I think we we've got a lot of the same chip on our shoulder. We're, we're out there to kind of prove the same thing to the same people, likely. And um, we just have maybe a little difference of opinion on how you get there right now. You know, but I mean, if you really look, uh, our 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 beef, so to speak, just to use a, a totally bad pun for a vegan, but. Um, <laughs> Was really was really just based around respect, right? Respect. We don't feel we get. It, it wasn't really, not, and, and, and it hits cliche like it was really nothing personal. 
with us as much as it was. It was just it was just two real stubborn competitive dudes going out there trying to prove who's the best. And I'll tip my hat to him. Like right now, he's at a different he, he's at a different level physically. He's in his prime, uh, and and he's found something in in this reincarnation of himself that is that is taking him to it to a new level. So um, I just got to tip my hat to him. And uh, you know, I, I think that I like I've, I've like to consider myself a measuring stick at points in my career and. Uh, you know, I matched up with him three times, and and uh, and and he and he measured up uh, each and every each and every time to each and every inch. Mike Carey, uh, while you were out injured, you did commentary for the cruiserweight division on Raw and Two Hundred Five Live, and I thought you were absolutely great. And it led me to wonder if you'd have any interest in potentially becoming a full time commentator down the line once your wrestling career is over. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I, I had a lot of fun doing that. It was a, a new, a new opportunity for me. I, I learned a lot. You know, got to work with with some cool people that maybe I, I wouldn't have had the chance to to work with. Uh, you know, just being an in ring competitor, and um, you know, and a lot of respect for what those guys do. There's a lot going on that people don't know about in, in those headsets and stuff that that those guys are are trying to manage while they're also kind of narrating stories. So. Um, yeah, I think at, at a certain point, you know, when the time's right, if that opportunity is there for me, it's definitely something I'd like to pursue. I do miss your package. A little off topic, but I do miss your package <laughs> just a you bit. You know, I, I I get a lot of DMs about that. People just DM me <laughs> my package. Don't we all? No, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. We, you know? we certainly do not. Uh, Brandon Govan, final question? <laughs> Well, the three of us don't agree on much, but one thing we often reference still as being an incredible moment was your heel turn on No Way Jose in NXT. Do you recall how that came about, and do you look back on it as fondly as we do? Uh, probably one of my favorite moments. Uh, probably one of my favorite dance moves I ever pulled off was the <laughs> slick spin into the forearm <laughs> on top of the commentary table. Um, I think my favorite part was is, is I as I strung I strung everybody along just long enough for for everyone to think oh he's he's got to he's gonna hit him right he's got to hit he's gonna hit him oh okay maybe he's not I guess he's not gonna hit him oh, I really thought he was gonna hit him I guess he's not gonna oh he just hit him <laughs> oh, you know and uh, that, that's me was the beauty of it was just was just uh, you know playing with the puppet strings just long enough to, to where people thought it wasn't gonna happen even though they all knew it was, it was, it's gonna happen right it's gotta happen. And then, and then, uh, and then it did. Well, a huge thank you to Austin Aries. Check out his new book, Food Fight, My Plant-Powered Journey from the Bingo Halls to the Big Time. Available for pre-order now on AustinAriesBook.com, and they will begin shipping on June 9th. Tell the fans where else they can support you. Yeah, I think the easiest way is just follow my social media, uh, Twitter, at Austin Aries. I'm on Instagram, at Austin Healy, H-E-A-L-Y, Aries. And, uh, you know, just keep in tune there, and we'll be announcing some stuff coming up with uh, hopefully some book signings in some towns near you. Another huge thank you to Austin Aries. Good luck moving forward, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. A huge thank you to Austin Aries for coming on the show. I really, right, I really, uh, I no, but honestly, I, I love, I love having Austin. I love talking about his package. What can I it's say? Great package. Uh, Mike, Curry, thoughts on that interview? Uh, I thought it was awesome. I'm so glad that we got to have him on. I was took, I was taken by surprise. I had no idea we were having Austin Aries until like two days ago. Uh, but I'm pumped that we did. One, one of my favorites in WWE right now. We had him before in TNA, but 
you know, it's always an entirely dis- different animal when they make the jump to WWE, uh, and you can't blame them. They generally perform at a higher level and care more because it's WWE. And he, I don't know. I heard Dolph Ziggler, and he was dead inside. Don't worry. He's uh, he's getting that big push. Oh no, he lost. Uh, but Austin Aries, no, he is getting the big push even though he lost, and he's amazing. And I just, uh, I loved hearing about, uh, really, you know, his, his vegan lifestyle. But on top of that. Uh, everything that's going on in WWE right now, his thoughts on maybe if he's going to keep in the cruiserweight division, talking about the heel turn with, with No Way Jose, uh, talking about commentary somewhere down the line, like all kinds of good information I think we got in this interview, and he was just awesome, like really good to us, and I, I really enjoyed uh, talking to him. Uh, BG? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't, I don't know how you pulled out another one, Donnie, but thank you for giving us Austin Aries, the gift that is Austin Aries and his package. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um I was very interested in hearing about his lifestyle, his vegan lifestyle. Uh, three of us have been trying to do a little bit better. Mike Kiara, maybe one less beer a day. I've heard mm. rumors. Down to ten? No. Huh? More lies than the melts, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he, he was really good in the first interview, but it's really interesting to hear now that we have some, we've seen him on WWTV and able to pick apart some of the stuff that he's done this year. And I enjoyed hearing how the thing with Noah Jose came about. And so just an awesome interview. Really appreciate it. I'm going to continue to eat meat. I just have to be straight up with you guys. Like, I am a hunter. I love eating meat. You, you love I mean? running over deer with your truck? Meat tastes like murder, and murder tastes damn good. You know what I mean? That's a Dennis Leary joke, but I don't care. I'll use it here. Uh, a huge thank you to Austin Aries. Uh, food Fight, my plant-powered journey from the bingo halls to the big time, uh, is in stores June 9th, so please go check that out. Go support him. And a big thank you to Austin Aries again. Guys, it's time for us to move on. All right, Mike Chiari, it is time for fantasies. Give, give me updates. I don't care. Okay. Uh, in last place, 16th, with negative 95 Joe. Oh, Joe, what happened? Oh, I defend God. you every fucking week, bro. And I wonder if that's a record. No, I so remember far. the one year when Mike Cahill was around. I'm pretty sure it was Poo Poo City for me. I keep tabs of all of them. We have them all. Yeah, they're here somewhere. <laughs> Just nobody cares it. to look them up. I, I am looking through it. In 15th with negative 75. BG. Okay, it's not. Was Joe. What snake? <laughs> I like how you're throwing stones at minus 75. <laughs> you're literally head to toe in shit. You're like, I don't I care. I just said it's not as bad as Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he can still breathe Back. a little bit, though. No. He's, not, at minus 75, you're, you're, no, he's not breathing. He's inhaling doo-doo. Don't worry, guys. I got you right when I want you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not really like, not worried at Another all. loss next week from <laughs> Ruby Ryan Nicky Cross. Go ahead. In uh, 14th with negative 50, Dalton. Oh, poor, poor Serbert. <laughs> In, it's for all the Ray-Ban ads. It's true. Uh, Come on, fuck, he's getting hacked. <laughs> Protect your fucking password, asshole. In 13th with he, negative you know, he 45. Mess- he, me- he messaged me after I told him he got hacked, right? And he's like, so you don't want the Ray-Bans? I was like, you fucking <laughs> asshole. I do. I do. I do kind of want uh, them. In 13th with negative 45, Dante. Oh, poor Dante. He did, he did I, pick while working. I blame you. In uh, 12th was zero, Andrew Skeens. Skeener hitting the fucking mm-hmm. zero line. That's good. On the wood line. In uh, 11th with 2.5, Randy. <laughs> 2.5 at this point <laughs> of the season is just fucking despicable, dude. It ain't negative. That's true. 
It's not like he's negative 95. Or, <laughs> or 65. Or 75, whatever the fucking PG is. <laughs> Combined, they're minus 170 fucking points. It's disgusting. Uh, in 10th with 5, George Spiros. Yeah. There you go, George. In 9th with 12.5, Robert. It's not good around here. This is not a the Hernandez man is not fucking doing good. This is not a good area to be in. All right, he's gonna be in a draft with us. Another one. Yeah, he different is. one. Current era draft. Get involved, pussies. One day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, in eighth with twenty, Andrew Sampson. Yeah. Dragon. Yeah. Dragon. Uh, in seventh with twenty-five, Daniel. I, I am very happy with my team. I think they're just perfect. I don't know why he turned into Looney Tunes cartoon at the end. Perfect. Perfect. In sixth with I'm not done yet, you fat pig. <laughs> okay, you can go on now. Okay. Uh, in sixth with 35, Donnie. Yeah, if I not drop Samoa Joe, you know, who knows what would happen. <laughs> You'd be in like, first place. Fuck that. Fucking idiot. Uh, in fifth with 37.5, it's a big money, Mike. He's making his comeback. The you're really not. You're, I ju- like you're just, you just passed me. Don't view that as a good thing. I, I make poor decisions. Good thing. Uh, in fourth with 50, George Cruz. Oh shit, George is doing really well for his first time. I'm very, I'm very. He's a, he's a smart guy. And handsome. So everyone out there, I don't know what I'm inferring, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in third was 70, Angel. Oh, Angel picked from college, and that proves it's working. Very true. In second was 72.5, Nathan. Oh, shit, Nathan got passed? Yep, that's what happens when you talk shit. I nah, that's that, okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, what we saw last year with you. <laughs> so don't do it. Uh, and in first was 75, the beneficiary of Donald Wood's dumbassery, <laughs> Audit. I can't believe it, Audit. You're welcome, Audit. Half the money you win, which is zero, you have to split with me. So half of zero is also zero. I'm surprised you could do that. I feel like he's just even going to keep the zero away from me. He refuses to share even zero with me. I would do the same. Okay, so Audit, uh, this is good. This has been a good season. I'm glad it's going to SummerSlam because it's keeping it really, like, I mean, it's really sad for Joe and BG, but, like, we're we're still in in the mix of it, man, and we got enough time to come back. If, you know, people fucking wrestling. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, okay, let's go into emails, guys. Ringrossradio at yahoo.com. Oh, by the way, by the way. Oh, there was a waiver draft. draft. There was a waiver draft. Dragon dropped Mustafa Ali for Goldust. Literally no other moves were made. Yeah, this was just a stay, <laughs> stay pack. We That's what happens moves. if you have a fucking pay-per-view every week. Yeah, fucking unbelievable. Emails, ringrossradio at yahoo.com. Keep them short, keep them sweet, keep them part what we're talking about, but not exactly what we're talking about. <gasps> like, you're number one. This is from Anthony Bam Bam Bigaro. The subject... <laughs> the, the, the proper name <laughs> would have been Anthony Raymond Rowe. <laughs> I don't think so. Because being a row sounds like you're being racist against Asians again. <laughs> Not at all. That's true. It does it's, sound that's what like it that. sounds like it you're being that. again. That's my... it, it rhymes with Bigelow. And it also Bam Bam Bigelow. Bigelow. Hello. <laughs> it's going to shitty walk. Could you? Oh, what's your name? Can I get your name, please? Bigelow. Hello. Oh, hello. This is... This is one of my all-time greatest nicknames. I fucking uh, so hate that... you. This is why people hate you. Just for the, I want it on the record. This is why people hate you. Nobody hates me. 
Uh, subject, well, as actually, as we'll see in this email section, a lot of people hate me. Subject, gender bender comparisons. By the way, gender, What's up? for those who don't know, gender bender is our name when we email you from the show. Because <laughs> I, it's not my name. It's not, it's like literally our email account's name because it made me choose a name. And I literally watched Rocky Horror Picture Show before I did it. And I was like, yeah, I'm gender bender now. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. forever. I don't care. Like I said, I love fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what, and not the dumb, stupid TV with Adam Lambert. I'm talking the one with fucking Meatloaf and fucking Tim Curry. Curry, Curry, a mini Curry. Good. Uh, so, <laughs> what's up, Ringrose Radicals? While I was watching, I'm the not Vicious Benoit. Girl. Happy birthday. <laughs> While I was. <laughs> While I was watching This Is Your Life segment on Raw, I started thinking about why Donnie isn't as high in Alexa Bliss as other people are. Then it hit me. She's the female equivalent of The Miz. A great heel who's a solid worker and a really good talker. I agree. So my question is, if you were to compare some of the female wrestlers on the WWE roster to any male wrestlers past or present, who would they be? Looking forward to your responses. Anthony Bam Bam Bigaro. Anthony Raymond Rowe. Can I just chime in real quick? Yes, sure. Please. The reason Donnie doesn't like Alexa Bliss is because Mike and I like Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I just think people are fucking enamored with her looks, and I think that they give her a lot I mean, of passes. Her, her looks ain't bad. Okay, no, 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 that's no, the no, reason no. that you like Braun Strowman. Yeah, no, that, looks. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it, it doesn't, and you guys don't like them. So, yeah. there you go. Great. I, don't know, I don't know what the point we proved was, but we proved up. That you're full of shit. How I just said I fucking don't like her because fucking everybody gives her pass because of her looks. I'm not giving hey, Braun a pass because of his why, looks. I like Braun because of his like looks, but he's fucking looks. good to back it up. No, he's not. He's a lot I don't think, I don't think Alexa Bliss is as good as you make her out to be, in all honesty. She's, she's fine on the mic, but she's Strowman not a great day. fucking in-ring worker, and most of her matches are not that good. No, she's honestly. better than Braun Strowman in no, every single not. way. I miss yes, Braun Strowman every Monday night. I fucking If Alexa's not there, I ain't missing her. I ain't missing her. I ain't missing her out. <laughs> You're so dumb, I hate you. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I didn't pick everyone's wrestler, just the one I care about. I did about, four. I, I did four. I did four. Okay, I did more than that. Okay. You uh, I've got Charlotte as Kevin Owens, because they're both really good heels, good on the mic, and really athletic. I've got Sasha Banks as Dolph Ziggler, per horrible booking. Bailey is Sami Zayn, per horrible booking. Becky Lynch is Finn Balor, per Ireland, and also per horrible booking. <laughs> Nia Jax, Nia Jax is Big Show. Carmella is Enzo Amore. And I have that. Yay, we got one alike. And I went and past wrestlers. I don't know why you did so many current wrestlers. Because I That's did what, what I said. fucking wanted to do. It said it said past or present. And you only uh, did present. Oh, Natalia is Baron Corbin for bad at talking. That's dumb. I don't Thanks. ever compare Baron Corbin to Natty, dude. You fucking did that. <laughs> I just did it. What's your favorite cartoon wolf? Like he's like. <laughs> your favorite cartoon <laughs> wolf. Big Bad Wolf is obviously number one. Okay, go ahead. BG. Oscar is Brock Lesnar. She fucking destroys everybody. Becky Lynch is AJ Styles. Not the greatest on the mic, but very good and incredible in the ring. Carmelo's Enzo. Navi, TJP. Either very good at talking or really good in the ring. 
Charlotte to me. I went I went past. Charlotte Good is Ric Flair. Uh, Becky oh, Lynch. That's, that's creative. Becky, Good explanation. Becky Lynch is Eddie Becky, Lynch. Gu- Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is Eddie Guerrero. Nia Jax is John Studd. And Sasha Banks is Brooklyn Brawler because Brooklyn. And Jobber. That's, that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> okay, take You're it dumb easy. As fuck. Take it easy. Take it easy. All right, BG, next one. Next email. One's from Brandon. Taka, Minich, and Noku. <laughs> I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed watching Taka fucking wrestle throughout this tournament too. He's still really good. Great. You know what? You know what his best performance was? Uh, when he got dropped on his head. Well, Rumble. Yeah, for Rumble 2000. <laughs> Actually, I watched a match. This is the truth. I watched a match between him and Eddie Guerrero. When Eddie Guerrero was what? Black Pegasus? What was he? His wasn't pe- well, it was Ben Benoit well, was, was something Pegasus. Yeah, and I think Pegasus he, kid. Pe- no, 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 Eddie Guerrero was, was uh, Black Pegasus, something like that. He was a masked character when he was with New Japan. It was Eddie versus Takamichinuku when they were very young, and it was a mm-hmm. fantastic match. It must have been, what, like 94 or I, I don't even know the year, to be honest with you, but it was really uh, – I, I would recommend you. That's one of those things. Go check it out. Totally worth it. He was watching. Black Tiger. Black Tiger, that's I- it. So, Okay, go ahead. Subject, the big day. The big, big day. day. Hey, Donnie and BG. Fuck you, Kiari. So as I write this, I'm one week away from my wedding. Get out. Doubt it. Go away. Go away. So I got to thinking, what are the best wrestling weddings ever? To me, the answer is obvious. It's Stephanie and Detst. Because it led to a great storyline and real-life true love. Look what you did, Mike Kiari. Love to hear your favorite marriage or wedding angles ever. Thanks for the contentertainment. P.S. Kiari, Strowman is greater than Roman. Nothing. Yeah, Brandon, take that, Taka, you fat Minich, bitch. Nope. He's so mean to me, and then he's like, oh, by the way, thanks for the fucking kick-ass nickname that I'm going to take with me forever. <laughs> nice. Except, yeah. except in the public, where it will never be said out loud. Holy shit. Um, the answer's Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Uh, but, oh, that's mine no. too. But one, but Nothing one, is better than Stephanie and Tess. That's dumb. Macho Man and Elizabeth is the best ever, and all their wedding stuff, like when Undertaker and Jake the Snake showed up at the snake wedding. Snake in the box. He wasn't the snake in the box. The snake in the box. And I don't actually mean it's a dick. I mean it's an actual snake. Uh, also, one that doesn't get a lot of love that I thought was really awesome and the whole situation being played out the way it did was uh, D. Brian and AJ and where she I became thought, the general manager. I thought manager. you were going to say when, when Taz hit Bully Ray with the fucking Okay, cover. that's another Okay, that's another <laughs> that one. Great. When Bully Ray was marrying Brooke Hogan and he also manned Hogan early, Hulk earlier <laughs> the night and then fucking... Awesome story, man. Um, that was such a fucking great... Aces and Aces was such a great angle. I, fr- I freaking slammed Andre, brother. And he's like rolling his eyes. That's an awesome He's like, story. bro, 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 I heard the story before, you <laughs> fucking jerk. I'm about to fucking take your girl for all she's worth. Get the fuck out of my face. Yo, yo, we really got to sell this. Hit me in the fucking face with a cinder block <laughs> post. <laughs> well, well, we'll horribly explain it later. Yeah, yeah. So you thought? So you thought I wouldn't take it? So you thought I wouldn't take a Cinderblock fucking post to my fucking dome piece for fucking the good of the team? We had you <laughs> fooled. Go ahead. It's on you. Oh, next email comes from fucking Jerry, the King Lawler Esposito. <laughs> Subject is Gray's revival. Wild thought. Could we see Corey Grace managing the revival as a swerve? Heenan style? Yes, please. 
Um, I gave you literally the shortest emails. Of I, all pre- time. I genuinely appreciate it too. <laughs> Um, so I would I would love the idea of Corey Graves kind of pulling a Bobby Heenan because I feel like he could be great in that heel manager role, and I, I love Corey Graves talking. And I think that could really get him over, and I, I can see him doing commentary still. You know what I mean? I, and I, if I had to build a um, so what I did here was I answered my own question. I built a, a uh, Heenan family, and I would have in my Heenan family as I try to find. I would have the revival, I would have the Big Show, and I would have Ember Moon disgusting people who Corey graves could talk for big show can talk i know and, and so can all? the revival and, and honestly but ember moon cannot really so the thing about everybody who heenan kind of worked with there for a while was i mean he worked with uh, mr perfect didn't need him it's like Heyman with cm punk just because he doesn't mean need him doesn't mean it won't make him better <laughs> I don't want to call a big show CM Punk or... Uh, okay, it's not exactly like that, but it's kind of, you know, it's like, you know, he worked with Andre, and big show's got more than Andre did. Can I go? Over for me, I was back a week. That's my uh, Andre. That's my Andre. Mm. Uh, Hogan. Hogan. Go ahead. Don't hate Hogan. the idea. <laughs> don't, don't hate the idea of Graves being like Bobby the Brain Heenan, managing and commentating. Uh, and the revival would make sense since uh, Dash and Dawson suck at talking. Shut would up. Be a good Shut fit. the fuck up, dude. You're just hating. Tilapia. Did I ever tell you about Did I ever tell you about the time Tilapia? Yeah, you have all scenarios talk about Tilapia type things, and you're like, God damn, he's fuck good at this. Man. God damn, he's good at this. Fuck you, you Mark. Go ahead. The only reason I dislike this is because I think it would be a shame for Corey Graves, who's fucking awesome, to be associated with an overrated tag team like the Revival. <laughs> so hatred. But, so you're fucking yes, Marquez Buster. This makes perfect sense since yeah. the Revival Got can't it. talk and Corey Graves praises them. Whatever yep. credibility we had, you're just shooting it in the face. Real good. Oh, when you say that Braun Strowman's amazing? Yeah, I'm, I know. I never said he's amazing. I said I really enjoy him. He's my cup of tea. <laughs> Mike Chiari, it's it's herbal, it's herbal, it's herbal tea. Mike Chiari, next email. Uh, this is from Nathan, Tammy, Lynn, Sitch. God, you say it with such animosity. Um, <laughs> you say it, you're such a piece of shit. Subject, I was wrong. Is that a real one? <laughs> Remix. It'll never not be funny. <laughs> I, just, uh, I really want someone to remix the porno. Just be like, oh, put it in me. Oops. Put it, put, 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 put it in me. Oops. Put it in me. Oops. Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on. I she I I she never says whoops, though. She probably just owns it. Put it in yeah. me. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Subject, I was wrong. With the recent rise to the top of Alexa Bliss, I remember her being completely different when she debuted in NXT and not thinking she'd make it. Do you guys have any wrestlers you initially thought were bad, but then ended up proving you wrong? Another that is changing my mind right now is Nikki Cross. She had no character when she started, but is so good at acting deranged and psychotic, and she's one of the main reasons I watch NXT. Thanks, Nathan. P.S. Fuck you, Mike Chiari. P.P.S. Kiari, you better start cheering if you want to dig yourself cheating. Out. Oh, cheating! If you want to dig yourself out of me, crushing you, fan Whoa. fantasy. I don't want to dig myself out of you. Uh, P P P S. As always, fuck you, my Kiari. I think he, I think he likes me. Yeah, I think he likes to uh, rip on you. 
Yeah, I don't like think Helga. you. I don't think you understand how he's, people liking he's you. Works. He's Helga. I'm Arnold. I get it. Uh, you're a lot like Helga. That would make me. No, no. You're the, you're you're Helga. the heavy breathing guy. No, he's the heavy breathing guy. You're Helga. I'm Arnold. <laughs> That's not true. I legit. You secretly you. love me, though. Not a thing. <laughs> uh, for me, it's the authors of pain. I didn't think much of them when they first started. I'm like, ah, this is just like a couple of green, like big, you know, fucking green guys. That, shit, bunch of greenhorns yeah, out there. Couple, couple greenhorns that they're just fucking <laughs> throwing out there, but they've proven that they can have really good matches and they're a really good tag team. Yeah, they are working some great teams, though. I want to see them work a shit team and how they do against them. Well, you'll see it soon. Heavy Machinery. Shut up. <laughs> I meant Blake and Murphy. I, heavy, heavy Machinery is going to be called out before You just last on this very show. Like, Blake and Murphy are the fucking shit. I love No, them. I said make them a tag team. They're serviceable. They're okay. very serviceable. That okay. is the perfect word for them. They're a great fucking jobber tag team. Um, BG? Baron Corbin and mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze. You're right on, Baron Corbin. You're right on. The answer is The Miz. I uh, no. I like The Miz from the real world. Didn't think, and I hated him once he got in WWE, and I hated him for most of the time. But honestly, since the whole since the whole brand split and he went to SmackDown, um, I like him as a heel. He's incredible. He's, He's incredible. good before that. Yep. He's been yeah. good for a long time. Yeah, I disagree with better that. Better late than never. Better Next like email, please. Next email comes from Hillbill Lee Jim Chappelle. Oh, my God. Subject is do better. That's just that towards Mike, Mike. for his nicknames. <laughs> By the way, I doubt that his last name is pronounced Chappelle. It's probably Chapel, so you you're not even right. Chapelle. I don't know. He puts in an email: Lee the Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm gonna trust him. Yeah, I'm gonna trust him too. <laughs> his last name is wrong. You're you're arguing <laughs> of a man's last name. You're you're arguing with a man <laughs> whose last name. I hate you so fucking much. Are you trying to tell Mike Chikari. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey, yo. We all know WWE have mishandled some very talented people on the current roster. Who are some guys who you think could do a better could do better at a different company? Where would they go? And what would their gimmick be? Keep up the great work. And as always, Ring Rust. Ring, Ring Rust. Rust. Lee the Dave Chappelle. P.S. We're going to an NXT house show when they come to Leeds United Kingdom and we'll be... Ringside! Fucking jealous. Also, I'll be going to my first indie event in Five Star Wrestling. All right. I gotta say something. No, no! uh, Wait, let it play out. Okay, okay. And Five Star Wrestling hosts a 128 wrestler tournament across the UK. RVD has just been added to a list that already includes Johnny Mundo, Moose, and Carlito. Editor's note. Mike, you want to chime in here? Oops, oops! Yeah. Not happening. Yeah, this fucking five-star wrestling thing was yeah. apparently a fucking giant scam. Who would have thought a guy just randomly offering CM Punk a million dollars and not be able to hold it together? Yeah, per per sources, a.k.a. people I trust in the United Kingdom on Twitter, uh, this is bullshit. I've heard, I've read that this guy is, like, kind of a scam artist and has been. Yeah. Sorry. He has done big matches in the past, though. Yeah, for sure. Hey, he's done. And they, they, I just remember Five Star, the wrestling website that came after our fans, and should we had to bury them, and they never came back. Oh yeah, remember oh, that? Yeah. We killed remember them that. forever. We killed. We literally killed a website because they fucking literally were reporting <laughs> nothing but lies. Here's the things we got right. And oh, then they came after one the of our. Here's the things we got wrong. None of it. They, 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 they the, the dude who ran it crossed the line with one of our fans, and we fucking buried yeah, him in fucking that. concrete. Remember that? Remember we went over the board yep. with our fucking buddy Adam, and I fucking buried him to death. Fucking piece of shit. Love you, Adam. Okay. 
Well, the end of the email says, fuck Mike Chiari. Yeah. BG and Donnie, you all right. You all right. I've gotten... A lot of hate. Good. <laughs> a lot of hate today, Michael. Like, Good. The I, fucking Patreon hey, as long, section. As long, as long as you get them to fucking talk about you, man, that's all that matters. Right? Yeah. That's what so, I'm saying. I'm exactly. Like uh, I got four. You're a lot like Roman Reigns in that you're you're like an ugly ass Roman Reigns, an Thank ugly out of shape Roman Reigns. <laughs> Agreed. At least I'm still Roman Reigns. You put without the tattoos and the affection of women, and men. <laughs> no. No, some like me. You. Okay, I don't do this. Go ahead. <laughs> Alright, Tyler Breeze's NXT gimmick in Lucha Underground. Ooh, I like it. Grand Metal Leak as is in Lucha anywhere, Underground. Literally anywhere. <laughs> Just hang <laughs> him anywhere. Yeah. Let me Dom see Ziggler, anything he wants to do in Lucha Underground. And Kalisto, a couple years ago. In Lucha Underground. You sent him the pattern. Yeah, I, how about Andre uh, Cien Almas in Lucha Underground, too? I don't really care about him, though. Yeah, he, he would be awesome when given a fucking proper gimmick. Now he's just this weird party all... Would you guy. put a fucking mask on this guy's face? Eddie Murphy. All I think of when I see of Almas, which is... I wish the theme was uh, was Eddie Murphy and Rick James. All I want to... What is it? I want to party every night, party oh. every night. What is, I forget what the name of the song is. I can't remember. But that song is all that comes up in my head. I got to look that up. God damn it. And for me, the answer is Sami Zayn is El Generico in TNA. World champion. Carry the company. Hitch your wagon to him and let it ride, baby girl. Uh, Luke Harper. Put him in Lucha Underground and let him run a good version of the Wyatt family. Mm. Uh, Ember Moon is an actual werewolf in Lucha Underground. Yep. And James Ellsworth, unstoppable world champion in TNA. <laughs> that would happen. It, would. it happened with it happened with EC3. Exactly. And Ellsworth is more talented. Uh, by the way, Party All the Time is the song, so it's fantastic. Party All Yeah. Uh, okay, this is from Matt Bowers of Pain, subject to entrances. Hey, Triple R people, besides The Undertaker's entrance, because that should be number one on everyone's list, what are your top five favorite entrances, both in music and theatricality? Theatricality? Woo! Woo. Theatricality. Yeah, you got it. Um, I was worried. Broken Matt Bowers. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm worried. Um, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to name five. I'm going to go Yeah, first. that's what you're supposed I to do. I got a bunch. I got five. So he didn't list. Okay. For the rules. Okay, BG, you just go first. Okay. DX and everybody associated with them during that era, Triple H, Stone Cold, Shinsuke Nakamura, Vince McMahon, and then the bonus, The Brood and Kane. I hate you. Excellent. Um, Can't disagree with anything. Mike, I disagree with how he handled it, in honesty. Ric Flair, Stone Cold, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Real American, and Ultimate Warrior. I'm, I went off the board with some of these. Some of these, these are my personal favorites. Sometimes, a lot of the times, you know, the flair. Oh, I just thought of one uh, I want to add as an honorable mention. Go ahead. Sandman. Yeah, Sandman's great too. Yeah. I went off the board a little bit because, you know, the Ric Flair's, the Macho Man's, these are some great ones. I went off with some of the ones that I really have become iconic for me and are a big part of the people and I really love. Finn Balor's is fantastic. 
Uh, Wyatt, I love the whole thing with Wyatt. RVD with the entrance music and fucking it, it's yes. the pop, the explosions. It was fucking awesome. Kenny Omega's cleaner coming out as the cleaner is fantastic for me. Uh, that actually sounded like a really wet fart. It was disgusting. <laughs> it sounded like a diarrhea fart. It, really it was did. far too real. And another one that doesn't get enough credit, Honky Tonk Man. I love Honky Tonk Man singing his own song and not doing it well. He's like the original drifter. He did what? He did it great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Revisionist you know, history. If got I got the long sideburns and my hair slicked two, back. Other two, also, two that I really <laughs> did like. Your town in my pink Cadillac. Two I like, Legion of Doom and yeah, Demolition as well. Yeah, I Legion said Demolition. Doom. LOD and Demolition. Yep, Demolition. Kick-ass you know, song. You guys probably didn't like it, but I like Rey Mysterio's in WWE when he used to pop up from, on, from under the stage. Yeah. I, I liked it. I honestly like Jinder Mahal's a lot. It's, it is a well, fucking... Well, entrance is poop, but it's, uh, the song's good. The song's awesome. It's Goldberg like, is good. Yeah. Yeah. This Tom's is only back. redeeming quality. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we're out of here! I am your host of the most, Donald Wood, looking fine and feeling fine, a baby. At Donald underscore Wood on Twitter. Find me on Bleacher Report. Find me on Travel Poles, baby. I'm taking over the interwebs. Brandy Gavin? That was disgusting. Really <laughs> you, got, was. you fucking chubbed up. You felt it took it, me. Was... It took me back to the original PW Torch ad. You I didn't you like you it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, do you like PW Torch? Ooh, do you need more wrestling? Lucha. You want NXT? Do you want to put your finger right in our Lucha Underground analysis? I'm like, it's like a sex play. Swirl it around. Hit five if you want five sexy minutes with us talking Lucha Underground. Pound six on your dial tone if you want to see me get wet. It's like, okay, all right, take it easy. I used to call those 1 800 numbers on payphones and just listen to them and be like, yeah, I don't have any money, hang out. <laughs> Remember call card, calling cards or um, like phone, what were they called? They were like phone cards. It had minutes phone on cards. them and shit, so you call yeah. long distance, like 1 800 collect and shit. Yep. I found one, and I used it to call one of those numbers. I was like, yup, this is how I'm going to fucking use this effectively, because I don't talk to anybody far away. Uh, Mike Chiari? You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Chiari, C-H-I-A-R-I. You can read all my articles at BleachReport.com. Guys, find us, RingRustRadio.com. Ring Rust Radio on YouTube. That's all of our interviews. They're all there. Go get them. Facebook, we need friends, obviously. Make that happen. iTunes, five stars and a positive rating. Or GTFO. Honestly, GTFO. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stitcher, Google Play, that's other places you can get us in your ears. We will will finger pop your your eardrums. We will penetrate your eardrums and we'll leave a seed of doubt. That makes you come back every single week. Interact with us on Twitter at Ringrust Radio. Email us ringrustradio at yahoo.com. Mike, you already talk about shirts that don't have dicks on them. ProWrestlingTees.com slash ringrustradio. Stand up against the travesty that is combustible dicks. Get a cut your dick shirt. Shows WWE what you're made of. I just realized my what hell on earth is for me. Dick on <laughs> me? fire. Dick on fire. <laughs> Mike Chiari appears out of nowhere, then cuts the dick to try to put it out, but it doesn't work. They start spitting on it, and he just no. He, he tries. He tries to smother it like a blanket with his mouth. Anyway. He's smothering it with his mouth. He's like, I'm gonna try to put it out. Uh, uh, uh. Go ahead. Is this good? Go ahead. I don't. I don't know where to go from there. 
Patreon.com slash ThingResRare. That's where you want to go. Because as Donnie mentioned, Hell on Earth. That's coming Monday, June 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Current era fantasy draft. Get in or shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But also, you could, you don't have to get it. You can vote if you sign up for Patreon.com. This is, this is, we just don't know how to sell things. <laughs> I think that's the fucking problem here. None of us went to school to do this, so. Um, I think it's good. Yeah, for real. Threatening people always gets to, to, to your side, you know what I mean? We, hey, we got a bunch of people. It's true. Don't be a bitch and sign up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on. Kill the coward! Uh, guys, you know what, that's it. Any song you want to go out on? I don't really have anything oh, in particular. Oh, Big song, baby. Why? Be Bray Wyatt. Eh. Baby. Baby. But he fucking lost. Baby Bray Wyatt. Between Bray Wyatt's song or Roman Reigns' song, so Roman Reigns' song. Both of them, because they faced each other. I am bald. I'm gonna snatch a ball, dude, right now. <laughs> I'm, looking like through, I'm looking through them right now to try to see if there's anything. Straight going. radio. <laughs> yeah, okay, fuck you. We're going Rain, Roman Reigns. Guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to the show. God bless America. Please come back next week, despite all the things you just heard. Uh, we love you. God bless America. We're out of here.
to set me, baby girl. I'll make it rain right in this bitch. Yeah, he's gonna spin the world. The ring is his domain. He's the juggernaut I miss, Roman Reigns. Lord, I miss Roman Reigns. Oh, and I miss Roman Reigns. No, I really, yeah, I really miss Roman Reigns. <laughs>